You are watching the vodka stream. Boop! What is happening, everybody? How we doing out there, huh? Huh? Everybody okay? It's Friday. Cheers, guys. Happy Friday to all of you. Another long week. Even though it was short, felt long. Kinda. In a way, it felt long. So cheers, guys. Welcome to Friday. Mm. Friday night to be um to be precise. Um how's everybody doing? Doing okay, huh? That's freaking gotta turn the heat back on. It is humid outside. It is raining outside in good old Southern California, but yeah, it is stormy, humid, all that stuff. There you go. I figured you were uh, getting pretty, uh, you know, riled up with that one. I still haven't seen the first one. Uh, Selena Kyle has that black girl magic now. That's right. I'm just not into it, though. I'm not into it. I, I'm not, I haven't even watched the, the new Pinocchio movie. Not even, uh, I don't know if I will watch it. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of over the live action Disney movies. I never really watched the regular Disney movies. Destiny was as here, or should I say, I am. Mm. I don't know what that means, but yes. Still extremely pissed. Uh, yeah, Tony movie, Chappie D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. Tina, yeah, the canceled over some stupid rights. Yeah, it's really stupid. It sucks, but hey, what can you do? Hoy, hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Always good to see ya. See ya, see ya. What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Always good to see you too. Hey, what do you think uh, Marvel's biggest announcement will be tomorrow? I think it's, yeah, probably. I would say that that's pretty big, and then. Um, I would say possibly if they announced any plans for mutants, some X-Men, maybe they'll be doing something with that. That could be big too. What time's the Marvel panel at? Starts at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I thought about live streaming, but I think I'm just, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to live stream, but I will be reacting good stuff to it. So we'll see. JD McRae, what is happening? A Little Mermaid and Disenchanted are the two best trailers we got so far. Yeah, she's got a very beautiful voice. You got a very beautiful voice, damn sure. What's up? First time here. Well, welcome, Stephen. Thank you for joining. What's going on, Lane? How's it? How you doing? How's it hanging? All right. Who else we got? We got Mr. Uh, per Mr. Purchase Fiddle. What's going on? Zed, what's happening? Honestly, the whole Disney and Marvel game showcase. Oh, yeah, there was some of that, too. Yeah, they didn't have, like, that World War II game with, like, Captain America, Black Panther. That's pretty cool. That seemed pretty cool. 13th like. We'll keep on hitting that like thumbs up if you could. Going on, Joshua? Spending my Friday night birthday. Hey, well, cheers, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay. Are you doing anything to cause a I know. I know. That's what I'm worried about. I was like, man, if it starts like, because it was a little windy and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, please don't let the power go off. That's what I was kind of worried about. Just watch Morpheus. Boy, yep, yeah, it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty damn terrible. Uh, Saul's uh, line from, <laughs> yeah. I bet it was. What's going on? Uh, yep. Hey, cheers, cheers. Hey, Dave, hope everything is well. Do you think Cavill? Would be a great Cyclops. Uh, I think they'd want to get somebody maybe. Ah, well, I mean, age is not really a thing, but yeah, you'd be all right. Uh, I don't, I, I know. 
be all right, you know, but I don't know. Like I said, you know, like I was going, man, I would like him to play a villain. I would honestly like him. If he's going to be over at Marvel, let him play a villain. And I, when I heard like possibly a Dr. Doom on the table, I was like, oh, I kind of like, I, I really like that. I really like that. Nah, it's not going to be Emily Blunt. Well, I think the rumor is Jodie Comer is like the big rumor right now. Glenn Powell, could see that. Yeah, happy birthday, Joshua. Toast and a drink. That's what I'm talking about. I probably I probably will watch the Pinocchio Live eventually. Yeah, I might throw it on. I don't know. It's, I just, it's just, I don't know. It's just. They seem just hollow to me now. And then a lot of people were saying that it got bad reviews. And like, this is a, this is Tom Hanks and Robert Zemeckis coming together. And a lot of people are just kind of going, eh, whatever, whatever. Nobody's really caring. It's like, what the hell? That's what I'm hoping for too. Some uh, Deadpool three news. Hopefully we'll get that. Get like a title card or something. What's going on, Miss Rhea? Always good to see you. Smash that like button, as she says. Smash it, smash it, smash it. All right. I don't have it up on my thing here. Hold on. Just realized I don't have it up on my laptop right here. Seek, what is up, buddy? Dr. Doom is my favorite comic book villain. I yeah. I mean, if Cavill's going to go Marvel... Be a villain, please. Let's get more Cavill Cal vil uh, villain here. I almost said Cabin. Let's get some more Cavill villain. That's what I want to see. You know? I mean, technically he was in Mission Impossible Fallout. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I think everybody, you know, if you haven't watched it by now, it's that, that's on you. But, um, yeah, so that's right. It's correct. So, cheers. Ugh. Truth be told, the mid and post credit scenes really ruined Morbius. If not for those, it could have been a half-cooked vampire-ish B-movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really could. They could have just leaned into it like that, but they didn't. They just didn't. You need to stop with the Disney remakes. They're all garbage. Yeah. Well, uh, Dumbo was good because you actually felt uh, Tim Burton's fingers in there. Um, I like the Jungle Book one. I thought that was well done. Uh, Favreau did it pretty well. And then, uh, and then I also, I, and Aladdin was decent. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but uh, I didn't see beauty and the beast. I didn't see Cinderella. Um, I, Lion King was just, all right, cool. And next, you know, it's just, it didn't really, it was like, it was cool, but it didn't feel like anything. And, uh, what was the last one? What was the, I don't think there has been one since then. Right. Oh yeah. There was, uh, Mulan. I didn't even see Mulan. So. I heard it was kind of good though, maybe. I don't know. So yeah, yo, Morbius. Morbius is not good, but it's very fun, bad movie to watch. Very interesting. Very interesting. What's going on, Kat? What are you doing? Uh, let's see. We got Mr. Nate right here. What if Miles Teller's Reed Richards returns and Glenn Powell is cast as Dr. Doom? Then you have Rooster and Hangman United. That that that's something. That's definitely something. Definitely something. Just with uh, memes, I think Morbius will uh, gain will gain a cult following. Oh yeah, it's already gained a little bit of a cult following. It's on Netflix right now, which is funny. Yeah. So, Beauty and the Beast was solid. Emma Watson was darn good. 
Yeah, I don't know. Just I never really liked the original one. So, uh, yeah. Do you think they'll make Daredevil the Batman of the MCU? Probably not. It'll be lighter than it was, sadly. Going to pass on Disney Pinocchio and wait for yeah, Del Toro's. That's right. Remember, we got another version of Pinocchio showing up. So, yeah. Beer. What Scott says. Hopefully, they don't fuck them up. I agree. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, there's plenty to talk about. Like I said, I, I thought about live streaming, but I was like, eh, it's two hour long panel of Star Wars and Marvel tomorrow at 10 a.m. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was just like, mm, not really, not really feeling it as much as I did when it came to Comic-Con. Comic-Con that day was fun. Not really feeling like doing a live stream during all that, but I will do uh, whatever reactions, uh, whatever reactions there are. And then uh, I will. uh I'll also, um, you know, do a recap video, of course, tomorrow talking about it. So it'll be good. Uh, yep. And just like I say, I haven't. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Disney movies just never. It just don't pull me in. They don't pull me in. I mean, I didn't really watch the original Disney movies. They were never my they're never my thing. I didn't really like watching those. We had them, but I just never really watched them. This was never into the, the into the Disney movies. Never really in there. Here's some fantasy stars. Well, guess what's infinity? I got Josh Allen, motherfucker, on one of my leagues. And he had a good game on Thursday. So and in my other league, I got some I got I got me some Patrick Mahomes. That's right. So I got some good starting quarterbacks in my leagues. That's for sure. I got some good starting quarterbacks. I did make the mistake, though, of not putting Buffalo in as defense. I should have put them as defense because I was like, eh, they're playing the world champions, the defending champions. Maybe I should, you know, maybe I should uh, put the other defense in. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I should have had them in the whole time. So what can you do? Yeah, what's going on, Mark? Yeah, to see you. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. Most Eisley. No droids. Live music. Cantina. <laughs> Disney's never been my cup of tea. When Disney bought Star Wars, when I was a kid, I cried. When you were a kid, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I already had a full-time job. Uh, hello there. I like a zoo. I like a zoo. All right. And then we got uh, Josh. Yeah, I have Josh Allen in my fantasy. Good. As you should. As you should. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yep. I watched the first two episodes of uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, chosen, man. Badass. He's a badass. Let's face it. He's totally a badass. Yes, I'm totally ignoring you. I know. I saw you're not a Tim Burton fan. How dare you? How dare you? The best part of live action Dumbo was uh, Colin Farrell calling uh, Dumbo Big D, right? Yeah, it's great cast. They had a, they had, see, the, the beauty part about Dumbo was the fact that they had to take this relatively short movie. It's a short movie. The animated movie is really short. Um, so they had to extend it to full length. So they had to add more into it. And you had Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Colin Farrell. I mean, you had all these people and it felt like a Tim Burton movie. And that fucking, that little, that little big eared elephant, he looked, he was adorable. He was absolutely adorable. 
visual effects were great and he felt sad. I got choked up. That's the thing. I got choked up. So that's why I'm saying that, you know, it's underappreciated, underrated, whatever you want to say. Chosen's awesome. Ah, salute. Absolutely love Cobra Kai. Yeah. I just haven't, I've only watched the first two episodes, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. It's good. It's good. Of course. So is it pretty much set in stone? It's not set in stone. It's all very much up in the air. When it comes to Cavill, <laughs> we don't know what the hell. So we're all just kind of anxiously waiting. If he gets announced tomorrow, that'll be interesting. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, do, do I sense another live stream? No, no, no. I do too many live streams already. No, no, no. Don't need to do that. Oh, um, look at that. We got uh, we got some uh, we got different language there. Why do you think Trey Lance is going to? I don't know. They need somebody, right? The Niners are desperate. They're desperate. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, go have this open. All right. Let me go ahead and start sending out the link so I can get some people in here. So I'm not just talking to myself. <sighs> All right, here we go. All right. So now I got that in my head. I don't know why, but that's there. Okay. Let's see. Put it out there. All right. Send in the links. The links. Yeah, but I will say, yeah, the fantastic. I think they're going to announce Fantastic Four cast, director, officially. And, uh, yeah, it's all going to be good. That'll be good. And I think they might. They got to they gotta talk about X-Men a little bit, right? They have to talk a little X-Men. They have to. Right? They have to. There's got to be something, some kind of talk about X-Men. Tease it. I don't know. Something. Um, let's see here. Yeah, they got to tease it or something. I don't know. Like, I know there's like some kind of rights thing I thought there was that they can't introduce the X-Men until after like 2025 or something. But can they at least talk about it? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I really don't. That's what I'm. I don't know. That whole rights thing is crazy. It's all crazy. Hold on. It's got... <laughs> hmm. X-Men is easily Marvel's biggest property to introduce. I know. That's the thing. And this is the stage to do it. It really is the stage to do it. So, I mean, I just don't see why, why they can't. I don't know. I remember reading something about... I don't know. Stream. Okay. All right. Let's get my first uh, panel contestant in here. Scott! What's going on, sir? Now you got stuck in my head. Yeah, right. <laughs> did you ever play the Nintendo game? Of course I did. Yeah. 
What there's that there's that whole level where you just, think I, I what kind of nerd do you think I am? I know it was a dumb question. I get it. I get it. I get it. It was a dumb question. But yeah, I remember playing that game and just being Luke and going through that. And yeah. Yeah. It was always fun. Especially when you got the lightsaber. Oh, that was good times. Oh yeah, that was the big thing in that game. Was like getting to the level where you could actually have the lightsaber. The lightsaber, like because blaster. you start off with just like the you know just a regular blaster, and then it was cool when you uh, when you play uh, when you when you get the Han when you get Han Solo, and then it had that it had that uh, it had his theme, that theme song that romantic theme song. <laughs> Yeah, and he had a yeah, and of course his blaster was like good stuff. And then of course you could play Leia. Leia was cool because like I always liked it when she jumped because she was in like the you know her white dress, so like it almost looked like parachute when she would jump. I'm just totally going down a whole memory rabbit hole right now. I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> oh no! How how about when you played Super Return of the Jedi and she was in the bikini when you're in the, yeah. the Jabba level? Oh, yeah. See, I didn't play that one that much, but I do remember that because <laughs> how how could you forget? Right. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Anyways, how's big, it going? Hey, we've already. We, <laughs> eh, it's going OK. You know, <laughs> once again, I have to say, you know, I, uh, you know, I stopped watching Star Trek, the motion picture director's edition to, to jump on the stream. Like I got I was like half an hour in. I was like, OK, stop the movie. Go talk to Dave. You know. <laughs> Well, I appreciate Pit, it, sir. Pity conversation for the man with no gas. <laughs> oh man, you're just so you're just you're so nice, Scott. You're so nice. I appreciate it, though. What can I say? I you know, a, truth hurts. Truth hurts, right? <laughs> you know what's funny though is like um, on on last week's uh, Fanimated, we didn't mention that it was like going to be the 30th anniversary, like the next day. <laughs> We didn't mention it. I, I know. And it, totally. Slept. And it's always Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Because that's when it started. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw that the next day, I was like, ah, oh, shit. We didn't even talk about how it was like the 30th anniversary the next day. Didn't even think about it. Did not even think about it. So it's okay. It happens. We still talked about a good episode at least. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, thinking about what was i oh yeah the, the guy the 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 person in chat it was like yeah i was a you know I, I cried with a kid when disney bought star wars and i was like okay let me look this up <laughs> i've been married for three years and i was gonna have a kid the next year okay oh, thank yeah. you like i need to feel even more old than i already yep do. that was uh that was Zed. uh yeah now uh <laughs> it was like oh man uh, I was like, when did that happen? It was like, what, 2008? 12. 12. 2012. That's when it was. 12. Oh, even more. I was, I was shooting for, you know, that decade, the, early, the 2000s decade. Man, it was in the 2010s. Jesus, man. No, no, no. I was married, man. I was married. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jeez. Oh, I know. Geez. I was already, man, I was about, now that I think about it, see, I had, I was just about to quit my cable job like the next year. I had that cable job. That was like my, my first like 40 hour a week job that I had, you know, before that was like restaurants and shit. And then I had that job for like eight years. And like a year later, I was quitting that to venture off into, well, pretty much the same thing. I'm just not out knocking on people's doors, but still doing telecom work. Crazy journeys. Okay, by the way, I got to tell you, so uh, Labor Day, 
wife and I finally finished watching all 10 episodes of The Offer. So fantastic. So, so, so damn good. I, I mean, okay. And, and once again, like I even posted about it, like a particular line of dialogue from episode nine. And I'm sitting here going, fuck, we were having these conversations in 1971. That's crazy. There was literally, there was literally a line where the suit says, cut 30 minutes. That's not an option. And I'm like, what? really? Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's pretty the cool. The thing about this series is for people you know we spent a lot of time over the last five years either a learning or b trying to educate people on like how movies get made what it's like between like the corporate the corporate parent company and the movie studio and the conversations the dialogue that is written in this mini series about the making of the godfather is like a textbook for everything we've been talking about for the last five years, it is crazy. See, I'm going to, okay. So I plan on watching that. And then, like you said, it makes you want to watch The Godfather right after. So then I'm going to do like, I'm going to, I'm going to place it like that where I watch that and then I'm going to rewatch The Godfather uh, trilogy. I mean, I guess I should probably do the whole thing. Why not revisit the whole thing? But yeah. Well, have you watched? Have you watched the um the recut version no, of three? I didn't uh, watch the recut version. I remember that that came out recently, right? Uh, I think a year ago. Yeah, yeah, like, it was, pretty like, it was like there like a year or a year and a half ago. Hi, mama. Hi, mama. She made it, but yeah, yeah, it came out pretty recently. I always love it how we res I respond to her like she's my mother at this point. <laughs> she's all of our mothers right now. Come on, she's mama film junkie, of course. So, uh, but yeah, I, I and I'll probably just. When I do a rewatch of all that, I'll just watch that cut because, I mean, obviously it's better, right? It's got to be better. I, it, I, it's not perfect because okay. it actually makes some changes that I was not a fan of. Uh -huh. But overall, you, you got to understand, I've only seen the God, when I watched Coda last year, it was only the second time in my life I've watched any version of part three. Mm. Part three is just not a movie I go back and revisit. However, I did find out because I bought the, I know the shocks you that I bought something, <laughs> but I bought the, so shocked. but I did, I know, right? <laughs> but I did buy the 4k collector's box set of the Godfather trilogy for the 50th anniversary. And um, I did not know that, you know, there was the theatrical cut of part three. There's a, I guess called a director's cut or an extended cut of part three. And then there's, you know, the new coda, which Francis Ford Coppola considers to be like his definitive version. Mm -hmm. I mean, Coppola is just like, I still need to watch all the ver versions of apocalypse now at this point, mm -hmm. because he's got three versions of that movie, three versions so, of that movie. You know. Jeez. I'm wondering how many versions I've seen in that movie. Probably. Oh, well, cause, yeah. cause you got theatrical. Yeah. I think I've, I've seen that one. Then there's Redux, which basically it was like he threw everything back in. I've been told. And then the final cut, which came out like two years ago, is basically like this sweet in between of the theatrical and the Redux, mm. where it's it's more than theatrical, but it's not 
all the stuff that got thrown in for Redux. Okay, okay, okay. I have to revisit that one too. That's one. That, that one's been a while myself. But uh, you know what's funny is like, uh, you ever seen Hot Shots Part Two? I just thought about this right now. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know that part where like you know he's on the boat and he's narrating as he's uh you know because oh, it's a total apocalypse. Oh yeah, thing. And then yeah all exactly. You hear, then you hear Martin Sheen. He's on another boat. You hear his narration, and then they just both look, stand up, and look at each other and go, "I loved you in Wall Street." <laughs> it's just stupid. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, I just love that. It's just so. They don't make spoof movies like that anymore, man. They don't. Well, there's not well, spoof movies like that. Is like you know, when that when that joke happened, I hadn't seen Apocalypse Now, so I didn't yeah. get the joke. No, did not no. even understand it then. Didn't understand it then. Didn't even understand like what's Wall Street. Hadn't seen when I first watched Hot Shots Part Two. I hadn't seen Apocalypse Now or Wall Street. And then it's like oh, and then yeah, and then there you go. Now I've seen both of them and totally just laugh at that joke because it's it's ridiculous and it's funny. Well, I mean. I'll also two amazing classic pieces of cinema i mean yes. there there's so many we're such old farts and it's okay because we talk about movies that we're like <laughs> there's there's probably a good generation or two that don't even know what the fuck we're probably talking not. about and it's like but the good i mean wall street is such a good movie it really is really is charlie sheen michael douglas yeah if you haven't done yeah who directed that movie again i'm totally blanking out who directed that and Oliver, uh, Oliver, Stone. Oliver Stone, right? Okay, yes, okay. Or, or he at least wrote. Oh, now you. Yeah, now you, you gotta have to look it up though. because I'm like, I'm, I, I, you think? I think you might be right, but I'm just like totally. No, no, it, no, because he directed the sequel too. So yeah, it was Oliver Stone. Yeah, That's right. The sequel was Shia LaBeouf, right? Uh, right. Shia LaBeouf was in the sequel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't. Really, I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? Or did I? Oh, yeah. no, no. That, that was that was one of those that I was like, okay, direct. Yeah, and I was right. Uh, Oliver Stone also co-wrote Wall okay. Street. I, I knew that felt that felt right to me. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I mean, I I think I I think I did start watching the new all. I remember I remember like the scene where Michael Douglas gets out of prison, and they do the whole thing where he gets his like money clip, and then he gets his big huge cell phone that he had in, the, br you know, the brick phone, the brick yeah. phone and stuff. Or maybe that was just a trailer or a clip or something like that. But it was in the trailer. The, it was in the trailer. So I don't it was in the trailer. Because I never saw the movie, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was just one of those movies where, like, the the movie Wall Street was so iconic and and everything. But at and then it, but then when it came to the sequel, everybody's like, eh, you know, eh, well, we don't really care. <laughs> We're fine, you know, whatever. It's fine. But Oliver Stone, I, still good, still good director. Like, love his love his movies. You know, he's he's a director that I'm kind of hit yeah, and miss I can on. See that. You know, sometimes he goes a little he goes a little, you know, down the rabbit hole, you know, on some movies that I'm like, okay, you're trying to make a point here, but you're going about it in such a hyperbolic way that I'm like, I'm I'm not I'm not on that boat with you right now, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, I mean he he I like natural born killers. That might be one of my favorites of his right there, just because it's so out 
bear crazy in the way it's i mean it's just it's a it's an insane movie but it's just one of those movies where it's just like i'm so entertained by it and just i don't know there's just something about that movie that i really love i mean i know he has other classics i know somebody put in there like platoon and jfk jfk was a little too long and boring for me to be honest um wasn't really like the biggest fan of that but uh yeah but other than that you know it's been pretty good stuff but you know the one that i still need to see that i need i need to see the doors that's what i need to see especially what? yeah you do i need i need to see that one especially because of you know the the, the stuff you know that was val. in the the yeah. val documentary yeah that's the fact that you know, that's, what i loved about that is like in the documentary and that's what and anybody who hasn't seen the val doc do yourself a favor watch it it's so good um and i loved like that when he's talking about how how he actually you know, he went to like the I think it was the Troubadour or the Whiskey over here on Sunset Boulevard and actually performed yes. live in front of people as Jim Morrison just to prepare for the just to just to really get into the character. And that's I mean, that's why he's so amazing in that movie. Well, Val, Val I'm going to tell you, watching watching that documentary uh, gave me a a great deal of respect for Val Kilmer as an actor that I'm going to be honest, growing up, I didn't have, like I enjoyed him in some movies, but I, I don't think I actually like appreciated him as a, an artist of the craft. Mm. Cause I, I hadn't seen either the right movies or, but just to listen to him, like talk, like watching him do that, that Mark Twain one man show deal. I was like, insane, Damn. insane. Like, yeah, because, he, I mean, in the 90s, it was like, you, you just, when when you thought about Val Kilmer, you didn't really, you know, you thought Iceman, you thought, oh, this good looking dude right here, you almost thought like, but he really took, I mean, and yeah, he even admits in that doc, like, oh yeah, I was a dick sometimes, I'll admit it, I was a dick, um, you know, he comes clean with all that, but, uh, but then you see, like, he takes things seriously, and then, you know, obviously my favorite role that he was in was just Doc Holliday in uh, Tombstone, because, I mean... Oh, so God. oh boy, you're yeah, Huckleberry. I'll be Huckleberry. Yeah. Oh, that's such I mean, a good. Movie. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like you forget like how many good roles that he did. And then you look at Jim Morrison. Same thing. You go, oh, yeah, The Doors, that movie. And then you just go, man, this guy was really talented. And then I love uh, I love how like in the dark also, because obviously they talk about Batman, Batman Forever. And I mean, I'll always say I will always say that Val Kilmer um, don't. I mean, he's always I thought he was a great Batman, but I thought his Bruce Wayne was like. Oh, his Better. Bruce Wayne, because you know, like yeah. I said, like I, I talked about the fact that over at Squadcast Media, we just did a full six host review of That's Batman right. Forever for Patreon. Dude, that movie holds up. I mean, now once again, seeing it and realizing like there are some like juicy scenes in that movie, especially whenever like Kilmer and Kidman are going at it, it's like bring on that Schumacher cut, bring on that Red Book <laughs> edition, because it's like there's that stuff in there you know before you go to the complete wackadoo stuff with jim carrey and whatever tommy lee jones was doing in that movie love me some tommy lee jones but i don't know what he was trying to do in that movie oh yeah he was trying to outdo uh he was trying to outdo jim carrey essentially i mean yeah. that's the thing he was trying to outdo it uh him which we know and uh anyways um but yeah so but like what I liked about the fact that, you know, they wanted him to come back for the sequel. And he's like, eh, I'm going to go do the saint right now. 
And The Saints is not... Don't, don't, don't sleep on that movie. Please do not. That movie is fantastic. We've talked about it before. Yeah, that movie is just absolutely fantastic. And I'm like, I'm so glad. So glad for that. Just so glad that he did that. Oh, God. And, and the... And, and, oh, and who... And, oh, God. Help me out here. The, the girl. The girl in the movie. Um, Elizabeth... Elizabeth Shue. Yes. Elizabeth Shue. Oh. Ah, such... Such the crush. Such the crush. Who doesn't? Have, so you, I've had a crush on her since Karate Kid, Babysitter's Club, whatever. Yeah. Or The Babysitter, not Babysitter's Club. The Babysitter, oh. right? Uh, Adventures in Babysitter. Adventures in Babysitting. There you go. Jeez. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, who? Uh, yeah. But in that, in that, in that movie, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Sorry. I was trying to find a link. What the hell? Where did I put the link for this? Sorry. Um, someone who was in backstage and then all of a sudden they disappeared. <laughs> it happens. They got scared. We scared them away with all the Val Kilmer talk. So, well, you know, that, there's, a, that's a lot of man there. There's we a know. lot of man there. It's a lot of, yeah, but, but, uh, yeah, no, when it, yeah, but I love the saint because I mean, not only did Val Kilmer like not have to wear a heavy rubber hot bat suit for, you know, um, for uh, for half a movie, but he got to play like different characters. That's what's so great about the saint is oh, he was God, able to, so because saint. part of the character of the saint is like basically just being like these different characters, different disguises and different accents and all this kind of stuff. And you could tell he had a lot of fun with that role. A lot of fun, a lot of fun with that role. So. And that came out like just a right around also around the time of the first mission impossible movie. So like we were like eating good with like really good um, espionage movies. When did the Saint come out? I think it was so, 1996 right. or seven. I think it was six. If it was six, it was the same year as Mission Impossible. Ninety-seven. So it was, so it was ninety-seven. After. Okay. Okay. So it was, it was the year after the first Mission Impossible movie. Okay. So that's what it was. Okay. Which, by the way, watching that CinemaCon footage that just got released of Tom Cruise on on the freaking biplane, like the man's insane. The man is absolutely insane. insane. But I mean, if you're gonna promote a movie, you promote it just like that. But I just love how he's just casually just having a conversation, hanging out of a plane like that. Like what? Like who? and it's and he sounds weird talking until you realize it's because the wind is yes. There's a lot no of wind. That's face the entire time it's 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 hey, it's it's crazy, but uh here we go. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. I threw I hit the wrong one. Throw a knife at Steven. There uh, it is. Yeah, being my new unofficial um <laughs> Hey Steven, your your volume yep, low. As per usual. <laughs> All right. StreamYard. I'm gonna let see if you know, StreamYard handle it because this happens. Yeah, but you're really low now. today. How's that? Low, 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 low. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very low. I like reinstall my audio drivers or something. Is that what it is? Hmm. How about now? It's getting better. It's better. Yeah, it's better. Oh, that's that's good. That's good, I think. Yeah. I think we're good. I think we're good. I actually do that on purpose, and that way we can spend a good five minutes focusing exclusively on me. Yeah, so. of course, Steven, of course. <laughs> That's before the 30-minute rant that we all just kind of sit. Well, I got to get you primed. It's... Back and go blah, 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 fucking fuck. No, fuck. 
I have to <laughs> start slow and I've got to get you like, you know, you take a five minute chunk and then I let it off and then I do a 10 minute chunk and then eventually I'm talking for an hour and no one's stopping me. How are we going to stop you? It's like you don't breathe when you talk. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man. By the way, loved, loving the rooftop episodes of BVS by the minute. Those have been some of your best episodes. Thank you. We've been like really having fun making them, especially because it was so our recording schedule over the summer was tough. Um, and so being able, some of those were already recorded and we were recording some of the newer ones. Um, and there, more of them are on the way still. Um, and, um, it's just great because it's one of those moments where for anyone that listens, we love how every single minute is like so self-contained, um, in a way that like is made to be commented on as a minute unto itself and the way it's divided up and everything. So that by the time you get to the rooftop sequence, you've got a hundred and 14 minutes like individual minutes that now like roll up into like lex just explained here's what these guys have been talking about on this podcast for 115 episodes um and so it's been real fun to like the stuff we've been kind of teasing and developing like let's let's talk about the thing now well i also wanted to tell you in person well this person is you know we get <laughs> on the internet but uh, <laughs> i did last weekend i finally watched my uh, my 4k discs of zack snyder's justice league mm -hmm. i was doing a thing that i'll talk about in, you know in a, I'll, I'll reveal later but it was incredible like you were the first one to really come and tell me dude watch the 4k discs the quality improvement over the hbo max version is crazy and you were right. All of my VFX complaints that I kind of nitpicked about back when it came out HBO Max, they disappear on those 4K discs. It's like, I, and I was looking like, it's like, I know the shots that I've complained about. It was weird to go, yeah, I'm looking for it and it's not there. You know, like, like I've, like I've talked about it on the HBO Max version. So thank you for, you know, priming me for that just hate it took me this long to finally watch those discs yeah. because as i was watching it and some of my cinematography and vfx issues that i you know would nitpick about I, i'm now struggling with that i've always said bvs was my favorite of the Zack snyder trilogy but with the way the 4k disc kind of eliminated some of my nitpicks i'm really now going wow it's more of a coin flip now between bvs and zack snyder's justice league right now for which one's my favorite for I, completely different reasons i know it especially like in this group it seems weird to say but um the the people who are the biggest fan of zack snyder's justice league i don't think fully appreciate just how much it's going to grow on them over the years from what it already is there's a lot of hype and a lot of non-movie stuff that I think people were really excited about when it came out. Um, and the, like like BVS, I mean, a bunch of the biggest BVS fans were like iffy on it their first few viewings or like even me, I was a big fan. The more I go through it minute by minute, like with like, I don't know if you could have a finer tooth comb to go through it. Every new thing I learn about that movie makes it better. And I haven't spent nearly as much time on Zack Snyder's Justice League, but the little time that I have spent with that fine tooth of a comb, there, it, there is something everywhere you want to look for it that is satisfying about it. And it's, um, you know, whenever we finish BBS by the minute, um, we've already started some of Justice League, but Cheers. Um, the idea of um, moving on um, into that is like, 
obviously daunting, like really daunting. But because um, where where are you at in BVS right now? The rooftop scene. They're still the yeah, rooftop. Yeah, that's right. You're talking about the rooftop. Sorry, I had, I had to send a text. But yeah, um, yeah, you're still. So it's like, so to just jump from that to to the other. I mean, man, yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly what will. I mean, we we haven't t- talked that far ahead, other than the fact that like Justice League by the minute exists, and we did most of the, um, the sections to start with before we started going through it minute by minute, um, and, uh, um. It's but like, it's it's crazy how, how like, you know, 116 episodes, one for each minute, most of which are 20 to 30 minutes, some of which are an hour if we're talking about Lex Luthor. So, <laughs> um, it's like, I, I I should add up the number of hours that we've talked about this movie, um, but it's yeah. It, it, tell tell me when you get north of 300, and and then and then we'll t- <laughs> then we'll talk. Yeah, just 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 say. Exactly. Well, the because we're about as, to as we're actually about to start Man of Steel scene by scene. Ooh, yeah, well, ripping I, you I, off, I, I, that, and that makes so much more like it's funny because minute by minute is so fulfilling, but it's one of those things where like you're constantly waiting. Like there's things that you have to avoid talking about, which helps in a way because you're like, well, no, let's hyper focus on this, but also you're like, let's talk about <laughs> that next scene. Um. But yeah, I mean, not just like the number of episodes is is kind of mind boggling to me, but um, but the fact that it's all on like we haven't done 115 movies, we've done one movie 115 times, and we're <laughs> we're uh, a little over uh, like what is that? Almost um, two thirds of the way through it. <laughs> I know that's the crazy part when I go, wow, that is two hours of a movie. There's still an hour left yeah. to go. Like Lex said, when you came here, you had an hour. Now it's less. Mm. I, I love it. I love it when you caught that line. I was just like, that is so, so good. Now it's less. Oof. I love how he has like that old school like timer that you have in like the kitchen for something. Too. I mean, if you like, I mean, listen to the episodes. I don't want to spoil everything here. Go look through our show. <laughs> um, give, but, give us the downloads, please. Yeah. But um, the... There's so many things you notice when you're going through it that, at that level, like with the timer. It's always just been a fun line and everything, but when you think about it, it's such a dick move to be like, oh yeah, your mother's life depends on this timer. And I started it and then took my time explaining what it was. Like, it was ticking that whole time and you had no idea why it was ticking. So I just burned, like, pontificating about the nature of God, burned a bunch <laughs> of time off that egg timer for you and now now go save your mom like man what a what a like a f- weird flex <laughs> definitely is oh man so it was kind of funny this week is that you know my life is so crazy as you're right now you know like the week goes by you know once again dave i thank you so much for film junkie shorts it really helps me <laughs> like yeah, pretty, it, no it it it, it it really helps me like catch up on the news when I need to, except for the Dan, the Dan Lynn episode. I literally, I didn't, I wasn't responding in the chat, but I literally like started it playing and then just set it on my nightstand table as like, <laughs> I like crashed in bed at like seven thirty at night going, I'll just listen to Dave. Like he's a podcast. There you right go. Now. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I heard you like saying hi to everyone in the chat. And I was like, hi chat. <laughs> I'm here. Somewhat, somewhat here. Yeah. 
Mm, no, but yeah, but, the Dan Lin thing, man. Oof. Interesting, right? I know. It almost seemed like he was going to be the guy just listening to him sound like the, the enthusiasm and everything like that. But I mean, what's weird about when it comes to some of this stuff is the fact that uh, uh, is the fact that it's like, yeah, there's like there's and I even said it last weekend, too. It was like, obviously, when people when some of these people like want to campaign for a job, when they want to campaign for a job, they'll just be like, all right. Let's just start getting to the uh, to the trades and put it out there and, you know, to help campaign for it. I'm kind of wondering if this was probably one of those situations. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Is there an echo? Steven, 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 Steven. I don't have it. Am I I echoing? I think I think I think I'm hearing. Are you you do you have your buds in or no? I do not see that. Yeah, I could hear myself a little bit. <laughs> Does that fix it? I can. I, I just heard you. Yeah, too. I was like, yeah. yeah. Geez, Stephen, technical difficulties. Just kidding. It's usually me that has my podcast. I'm fucking up everybody's audio. <laughs> yeah, I can switch to my headphones. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't gonna say anything, you know. <laughs> Some of us try to work this out. You know, I just, I have this little bitty mic here that, you know, ever since Tim sent it to me so I could stop talking into it. I still, I still can't believe I started podcasting on one of these. That's right. Just holding that little microphone. You just had that microphone. That's it, huh? Oh, I was talking to my phone on <laughs> Skype. <laughs> oh, dude, you don't even know. Like, I remember and, when I was, and Tim was doing all the, when I was doing videos, like when I would just do videos, voiceover videos and just show something, I was using my little freaking HD uh, movie camera and just using that as a microphone, holding it up to my face and just recording and recording. That was like my microphone before I actually bought uh, an actual good microphone. So struggles are there, man. That looked like you were eating. That looked like you were eating a hot dog. I have to be I have to be honest. You know, you're like, oh, Right. I know. And it was funny, too, because I would have to ha- hit full on record on my uh, on this little camera. So then I, <laughs> when I would put it into like the editor, I'd have, obviously I'm just using the audio. But it was kind of funny because it's just you just see up my nose <laughs> and my mouth like, you know, as I'm talking through this whole thing, because that was my microphone. Yeah, that's right. Back in our day, our struggles. And now we're here and we're still struggling, obviously. <laughs> No, we're still struggling because I mean, I screwed up last night. I was trying to do like a screen capture video where I was like narrating with it because Uh. this sucker gives me really good audio when I'm like trying to record a video. And then I didn't like I, I, I did like a window and not like my desktop. So I was doing all this like power PowerPoint, like shifting. And that wasn't the part that was being recorded. And I went on for 21 minutes. And so I had to totally like find a way to strip the audio out of that video went into iMovie had to like download the slides of the PowerPoint and manually elongate like how long the slide stayed on to match the pre-recorded audio and I'm sitting here going this would be faster if I just wasn't so lazy and I just wanted to re-record the audio but I'd rather sit here and stretch PowerPoint slides out than re-record 20 minutes of audio right now because I'm that tired <laughs> that tired yeah what were your struggles Steven at first Oh, oh, that kind of struggle. It's all right, we got somebody prettier showing up. <laughs> oh, he is prettier. That is true. <laughs> that, hey guys, that's a, that's a, that's that was a, funny because I saw I saw Casey's face backstage go like like what? <laughs> oh, what the hell is going on? I'm not touching anything. I swear, I swear, I'm not touching. What the hell? He didn't like us calling him Purdy. He didn't like us calling him Purdy. He had to run away. <laughs> you pulled a Steven. 
<laughs> yeah. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Buddy? <laughs> it's going okay, man. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, I was actually planning to watch the third Lord of the Rings movie, uh, but then I remembered, you know, I have to come here. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Have to come after here, this. Come you don't have to come here. <laughs> hey, I'm I not have... saying it like that, but yeah. yeah. I, I was trying to watch Star Trek, and I had to come here. So. Yeah. See, oh, geez, <laughs> man, you guys make me feel bad. Getting, you know, interrupting movie time now. Um, well, that's cool. I know I need to revisit too. I, and I think we talked about it last week because since we have Game of Thrones, that's a prequel. We have Lord of the Rings prequel. It's like eh, maybe I'll just you know do a rewatch just you know because I'm not. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen any Game of Thrones. I've seen the Lord of the Rings movies once, and that's it. So maybe I just go through in order. Maybe I'll do that. Hobbit, then I don't know. For well, I would definitely, I would definitely recommend if if I had to, if I say one, watch the extended editions. I mean, I feel like that should go without saying. I know it just just elongates, you know, a, a, a genre that you're not a big fan of, but. I am a huge fan of the extended editions of the original Lord of the Rings wow. movies. I still haven't seen the extended editions of the Hobbit movies, but I also need to do a revisit of the Hobbit movies because I saw each of them once in theaters and I haven't gone back and rewatched them again. So that's what I need to do. Because I've heard that those movies kind of grow on. Like we were kind of talking about how we re revisit things. I've been hearing those movies grow on you the more you watch them. So I need to, I need to do that with the Hobbit trilogy. There you go. What I didn't like about the Hobbit trilogy was like, didn't they like have that running at like 60 frames, 50, what is it? 60 yeah. frames. And it, yeah. was like, and it was just like, when I saw clips, I went, oh, looks like a freaking video game. And I just, I just don't know about that. I mean, I'm like, and I thought that, I thought a lot of people actually complained about that when it came to the movie. Like the visual effects looked way too smooth and, you know, it just didn't look filmy like, you know? Right. Definitely I actually watched those the before watching. I actually yeah. watched those before watching, you know, the original movies. And at that time, I was like, uh, it wasn't bad. Um, like, I didn't know about the reshoots until Steven, you know, sent that article and stuff like that. But at that time, it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't feel like it was um, stitched together or stuff like that. I just felt like they're okay. Um, you know, the cast was good and especially the smog movie i i really liked a lot oh i agree smog the there smog he is. movie was the best he's one. back I, hey. I thought casey casey kicked you out i was like geez were you were you literally just starting to say what were your problems yeah. when, when yes <laughs> yes exactly that's all i heard and then it kicked and i was like wow well that's man i'm i'm a professional audio and video production person <laughs> put that on the resume yeah. yeah but um um yeah i mean i think that's the way i'll probably maybe go by it i don't know i just like i said there's still you know just things i'm like i just started watching cobra kai i watched those first two episodes and it was like all right had at least get some of that watch she hulk today obviously the newest episode and that's still again that's just it's a show that i go ah i like the plot but some things I'm like, oh, you know, just I don't know. It's just that's what it is for me. I love and hate the She-Hulk. I just do. That's just what it is right now for me. I just love um, and hate it. I, I liked the last episode. I think I was frustrated that I liked it, actually. But um, <laughs> right. probably liked it the best out of all of them so far. Mm. But um, 
I think what bothers me the most is that I really liked actually every single episode except for like one or two scenes. And it's like, why did you have to do that or do yeah. that that way? Where it'll be like, oh, this is actually really good. And then they'll be like, and here is something we transposed from Twitter. Like, where it's just like some like rant or or what or, or just like a really on its face joke where it's like I don't know. It's it's um it doesn't ruin it. It's just like such a you can tell that it's written by people who are very online and that's like I hate that <laughs> in any kind of writing. We're, you gotta say something? <laughs> I can go on. I know. I was like, <laughs> no, well, yeah. Casey, you know, you can go on. I thought Casey was about to say something because I was like, oh, oh, oh. Casey. I was actually, I was oh. actually thinking about changing the topic because I don't watch the show. But if you actually are watching House of the Dragon, you can just watch it without watching Game of Thrones, uh, because yes, you really can. Yeah, it's, it's basically yeah, it's basically one twenty-seven something years before. So yeah. even by the end of this series i don't think they will reach you know the actual show so it's completely um set apart Although, and yes. i think this i think this show you know is very um it, it's very meaty like <laughs> in every episode you get full stuff for game of thrones you had to wait a lot because they set up they had to set up a lot of stuff so initially it was very slow for this show it's like every episode is amazing this is the thing about House... I watched all of Game of Thrones and was pretty into it. Um, the thing that House of the Dragon does, though, that... Um, not necessarily that it's bad, but might be the exception to what you're saying. Like, for the most part, story-wise, you're not going to watch it and be confused about, like, what's going on, because it doesn't depend on the other Game of Thrones. But it kind of assumes you already know all the houses. Um, it, there's that kind of, like... Um, level of lore like like it doesn't rebuild the world and so it's like oh you know westeros and all of these each of these houses and families has different personalities and architectures and aesthetics and and we're just going to kind of go full speed into this whereas like game of thrones if you remember was very deliberate about setting up and then they'd, they'd do the starks and the lannisters and then they'd bring in another one and it was slow and this is just like here's everyone that you've already heard of and the characters are pretty c consistent with their family traditions um full speed and so as someone who like watched the show and liked the story and was into it but like never really got into like memorizing it's like watching a harry potter prequel that assumes everybody knows what slytherin and uh, <laughs> fucking Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff and Gryffindor and, and door, yes, yeah, okay. like Ravenclaw. Yeah, that's Ravenclaw. my house. Um, <laughs> and it's like, and they're just to throw that around casually, and you're like, I guess you don't have to know that to appreciate the story, but the story kind of assumes that you know it, even though it takes place earlier. And there are a bunch of new houses which you don't even know about, and you know they just don't care that much to explain that, uh, but they still drop little stuff from time to time to set that up as well. So I'm I'm very invested in, you know, the main character, obviously, Rhaenyra and um, Patty Constantine's, you know, Viserys, King Viserys. That dynamic is so amazing. I was going to say, because it's in the chat, that Madison with two N's and one Y, but it's not where you think, has been stuck <laughs> in my head. <laughs> it's just like, I think, it's like, it's like she's getting like teleported behind me like every 30 minutes like throughout the day it's like what why do i hearing that 
all the time. Anyway, from She-Hulk. Um, continue. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, the, the good thing about She-Hulk is Wong. I love Wong. Wongers uh, that he was called this time. That was I hate. That's, that's, yeah. one of, that's, that's a good example of like, actually, that's a, not really what I was talking about. But <laughs> where like, man, I hate. I hate the idea of like Wongers and like all of that. But they, but it's it's because the characters, not because like the writing is bad. Where it's like, stop calling him fucking Wongers. And then, but they just like force you to be like, yeah, I guess that's what he is like, <laughs> by the end. But that's the thing. It's like, but he's such a likable character, you know. And it's just, yeah. but I mean, but then of course it's like she keeps on spoiling the Sopranos for him. Like, it's just yeah. I mean, I, I was like funny because a lot of people were talking about this uh, Madison character, and it's kind of funny because I've been following that actress for like years because I just found because why? Her, well, I mean, no. there's a part, part, but no, she's funny. She's an improv actress. Like, yeah. she is part of an improv group out in L.A. and stuff like that, and. Uh, I don't know how I even came across, across her, but I just was like, oh, yeah, and she's funny. And I was like following, I think I had a one, this was like probably about four years ago. And she would like post improv clips. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, she's funny. They're funny. And I was following, like, yeah. And now all of a sudden she's on a, she's on She Hulk. And I'm like, all right, there she is, Patty, Patty Good, 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 Gutenheim. Her name is, I think that's what her name is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that character was great. Like, like it yeah. was just, it was well written and well performed. Like it's not easy to nail that that kind of like level of drunk or 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 party girl kind of personality without being like ob obnoxious parody. Um, it nailed it so perfectly where it's like, oh, I know that person. <laughs> totally, I know everybody knows that drunken girl type version and. Uh... And then just ask that add add that aspect, but uh, Scott, you you still haven't watched She Hulk yet, right? Yeah. No, and I am not feeling any kind of compulsion to watch it. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I get it. I, can, I get it. I get it. I mean, honestly, I can name. I have watched three Marvel Disney Plus shows mm. total. Like that's it. I watched Wandavision. I watched not. Uh, um, uh, Hawkeye, and then I watched uh, Moon Knight. Hmm. Those are the three that I've watched. Loki, no Loki, huh? Loki was good. No I Loki, Loki no. a lot. See, I like Tom Hiddleston, but there wasn't. I think what happened with me with Loki is either when it was released, a lot of this has to do with like when these shows come out. Like it was easy for me to watch WandaVision because it was the first one. It was easy for me to watch Hawkeye because it was over Christmas. Like it, it really is about when they drop mm. and if I have the time and the inclination to watch them. And frankly, right now, She-Hulk, not something that I'm terribly thrilled about. In the like, I'm kind of in that crowd that's like, let me know when Charlie Cox shows up as Daredevil. I'll watch that episode. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, kinda, well, and it's kind of deal. Weird like with Marvel shows too, where like really the only ones that are I would say Maybe not worth watching because obviously fans or whatever get anything out of them. But like She-Hulk is like not great, but it's one of the only ones that's like lets you be okay with that. Like the other ones, the the areas where it really fell apart for me was so like dependent on on the like like WandaVision. I loved like the sitcom stuff, and then when they started to get into like the plot stuff, like this is why this matters. I was like, oh, okay, now oh, I'm yeah. not. 
Like I, I, I you don't have to have. I only some... cared about the sitcom stuff. Yeah, Absolutely. don't you, you? don't even have to have a. You, it doesn't even need to be serialized or anything. Just give me that show. That aspect of the show was fine. Sure, take it somewhere. But what they ended up doing with it, I was just like not interested in, and that, yeah. but also not executed well. And Ralph then like Palmer. Hawkeye, like it was very similar. Like the last, I was like, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty. I, I didn't even watch Falcon: The Winter Soldier, um, because I think from the beginning it was built that way. Hawkeye was similar. I loved like the Hawkeye, or not the, not the Hawkeye Loki. The I loved the Loki and um, the sort of shenanigans stuff. And then, but it, it I thought it looked terrible, and it it was so contrived and broke canon in ways that like I don't normally care so much about canon except for the fact that it kind of f- did it as if it was fixing things, but it was just causing more problems. And it's like, just embrace the problems. It's multiverse. Like, you don't need to like, I don't know, like creating more problems than it was fixing. And, and then it ended. It was like, Oh, so that was just like the, the, the comic that comes in a cereal box before the movie comes out is like the equivalent of like, this is what you need to know kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and Miss um, Marvel, Steven frozen, by the way. Yeah, he is. What? <laughs> Can you hear we are- <laughs> yeah, we, we can hear you, you but, my but you're, is, yeah. But man, I look stoned too. My crashing. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, yeah. We can still hear you perfectly, but yeah, you you froze up a little bit. <laughs> up, up, video. <laughs> nope, he's still. Frozen. It's that kind of night. Yeah, oh, no. weird, 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 weird. Um, and um. But like Miss Marvel was great once again because it didn't have those high stakes. Yes, you were allowed Marvel's to like it too. for what it was. Um, Moon Knight, I fell off of like I couldn't finish it. It was fine, but I was just like, it was trying to make it a really big deal what it was, where it was going, and I wasn't really curious or interested in that. I was more curious and interested in the character stuff. Um, and now She Hulk, we'll see if it takes a turn, but I mean, the, it's it's just being what it is to the point where she'll like look at the camera and shrug, or like opened the last episode talking to the camera and just said like oh yeah that's right Wong is back this episode we know you guys love him um and it's dumb but it's not so much funny because it does that it's it's just like gives you permission to be like oh this is just like a cotton candy comic book thing that I'm watching and that's what makes it enjoyable to me because I don't have to care about the stuff that isn't great I like Moonlight. Yeah, and, I just got too much other stuff. I liked Moonlight, you know, but that was also Oscar. Yeah, Isaac. I mean that's the I thing. Love Oscar like, Isaac so it was, much. and it was something a little different. But I get like if people, I could see how you could have fallen off of that. But you know, but I was still very much interested. I just like the whole dual personality. Well, not even just dual. It was, you know, I just like that whole aspect of it. The psychological. I always loved that kind of stuff. So it was I, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Not like Ethan Hawke. I was like really into it when I was watching it. It's just that I, I missed. A oh week my or... god, Steven, what? what's going on now, man? What? Now your audio is like. Okay. Yeah, your audio kind of because something. Is okay, like... you're good. You're good. You're good now. But yeah, for a right, for a moment there, your your audio sort of. That was like. Oh, yeah, I'm going to my computer pop. regardless because for some reason everything is just deciding to like. Dude, welcome to like dude. Imagine doing this, something. doing your own live show, doing your own live show by yourself. Imagine when oh, your yeah, computer sure just goes. Dying, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's happened to me a couple of times. And it's just like, yeah, you just kind of go, okay, I keep it together. Keep it together. You know, it's just like, oh man. Yeah. I know. And it's, it's funny too. I mean, yeah, yeah, Stephanie, yeah. I know my, I don't know what's going on with my video <laughs> lagging. It's just one of those <laughs> nights. <laughs> the, funniest, the funniest technical difficulties uh, with day was the 4k one because oh, yeah. I knew exactly what was happening. And it was mm -hmm. just so funny. Oh dude. Well, are you talking about the first time I went 4k? Yeah. Yeah, when I like, I totally forgot to adjust everything for 4K, yeah. <laughs> all my scenes in my Streamlabs, because I totally was like just concentrating on my main one that was just like, you know, and, I, and then I went to the other to one. me too. <laughs> that is <laughs> why it was funny because I knew exactly what happened oh, there. And so I thought bad. it would automatically adjust, but it didn't. didn't. Uh, so, nope. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was it was so bad. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you saw that one, Scott, but yeah, ever since like, like, yeah, when I, when I convert, I was like, all right, I'm going to do 4k now. Let's see what that, let's see if I could pull that off. And, you know, for the most part, you know, I've been doing it for like, what, two, three weeks. It's been fine. And well, I had one little mess up that happened that one time where it just, for some reason, everything with the shit. But the first time I did it, I didn't realize that now in 4k, I had to, I had to like enlarge all the, the templates on all because when you do it in Streamlabs, you have different scenes so i have my main and then i have my shared screen and i have you know any clips that i have or but i have to make sure it's you yeah when you automatically change your settings to 4k everything has to be basically scaled out to that and i had my main screen like that but nothing else was and then live i'm going oh shit so i go to my my shared screen one and i'm like oh it's not and then i was trying to adjust it live and it just wasn't happening so i literally was like oh, i'm sorry guys i have to just start over and it was just one of those things and it took me like a half an hour to adjust everything i had and then i yeah it was oof. yeah struggles the struggles yeah and Stephanie, I, I think I've talked to Dave about this. Mm. I'm sure my wife is watching TikTok on her iPhone right now. <laughs> that was happening. And there's just something about, well, you know, it, it's something like she could watch, she could be watching TV on the Apple TV, watching Netflix just fine. There is something about when she uses her iPhone that it like sucks up the bandwidth so of our Wi-Fi in this It's so weird. I don't know what it is about her phone, but it's like, it's like somehow her phone gets priority over over the Wi-Fi, <laughs> and like I'm like right underneath. I'm like right underneath the uh, the, uh, the router. Help me out router? here. The yeah. router, yeah. And I I get the short end of the stick here. It's like I don't I I I don't know what to do. I know it's yeah. I know it's like the internet's. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I'm luckily I'm hardwired, of course. Like when it comes to my workstation and stuff like, that. I remember when I was doing stuff over there, I had to do it wirelessly, which was uh, crazy. And that's why I was like, eh, it's a little too risky. But anyways, um, you know, Stephen gets back, maybe he will. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Black Adam trailer. What are we? Okay, uh, what, that's our thoughts here, Scott. You go first. I'm going to be honest with you. This is my favorite trailer so far. Like, Mine too. if you're talking about the three things we've seen so far, yes. I'm like, this one was interesting because it had the needle drop, like the first trailer, which I could take or leave, but it felt very rockish. Like, you know, like I expect a needle drop and a trailer for a Dwayne Johnson movie kind of deal. But then the footage that was included in this trailer 
felt more in line with what we saw in the Comic-Con footage. Plus, we got a whole hell of a lot more of the Justice Society. Yeah. So, I, w- I mean, you saw more of ba- Black Adam being a badass in, in a bad guy way. You freaking get a man into Waller. And I'm sorry, you put Viola Davis in a trailer. And I'm like, yeah! I was Waller! wondering. I was wondering if they were going to, like, I was like, okay, so... You know, and when I did my show the the day before, I mean, obviously the whole thing is like <laughs> the whole thing around this is just Cavill Superman, Cavill Superman. But uh, and then it was like it's like it's like the question is is like if you have it already, do you tease it? Do you do this just to build the hype? And then it was like you know it was like one of those things like yeah, you don't want to do you blow the, the your wad or not? And then of course it was like, but they at least were like, hey, we got to show at least some kind of connective tissue so we're gonna show a shot of viola davis amanda waller and to be honest i think that was pretty smart to be honest i think that was smart now that i you know after sitting on it watching it a couple times i'm like yeah it was smart and of course if you zoom in it actually on her screen right it says like justice league i think you can actually see suicide squad like kind of a little bit but there's yeah. like there's like team affiliations yes. in like the bottom right hand corner yeah so they're making it like, hey, this, you know, at least we're going to have some connective tissue here. God knows. And um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I it was a stronger trailer. Um, hopefully, may, I mean, does it move the needle more a little bit? But I, who knows? It, I'm going to see the movie anyway. Like, yeah, I know. Thing. That's what I said at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> or at the end. I'm like, I'm going to see it. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is like we're guaranteed. We're guaranteed giving money to this movie, no matter what, because we're nerds and we, you know, it doesn't matter. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We watch this. We shit. watch this shit. <laughs> we I do. mean, we have. I mean, part of our, you know, the stuff that we like to do when it comes to this is part of it. I mean, no matter what, you have us. So then you got to like be like, did this move the needle for everybody else? Was it smart to put it on the opening night of of NFL Thursday Night Football? Absolutely. It kind of showed up a little early though. I thought it was gonna be like. Are they going to show it like uh, during the game? But they showed it like kickoff was at 520 my time. It showed up at like 447 my time. I went, what the hell? I was getting prepped. I like just got out of the shower. I was prepping stuff. I'm like, oh, shit, they just dropped it already. I thought it was supposed to be five o'clock and they dropped it early. Apparently, KC, didn't something what something weird happen when they dropped it when it came to the spots that it dropped it? Talk about that. Yes. So, uh, firstly, I, I really liked the trailer. Um, yeah. I, I thought that, you know, it started strong with the Man of Steel kind of uh, callbacks and stuff like that. We clearly know that Dwayne wants to set up this, his movie as the Man of Steel of whatever his, you know, corner of the DCU is going to be. Um, but apart from the DCU stuff, I, I actually liked the trailer on its own as well. Um, it gave us the story story beats of what the movie is going to be um it gave us more jsa and um you know obviously the amanda waller scene was just amazing because now we know that she kind of hires them to go after black adam like the suicide squad 2 was going to be you know that movie but um yeah I, i really liked the trailer um the action was great the tone was great i actually liked like i k- keep noticing like with each trailer they keep reducing that yellow s- stuff they're and, listening, uh, they're listening. You, by the way you got you had a little bit of a viral tweet yeah. that and some people were like just giving you the business man and i was like 
what, 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 what is wrong with, with what? Like, See, well, what was your tweet? I, I, without knowing any, I, okay. was it the color one? Cause without yeah. knowing anything yeah. about color it, one, yeah. who was giving a problem with it, I'm going to guess that people don't like anybody suggesting that they're listening to fans. Right. <laughs> That's basically that it because yeah, a lot of people <laughs> even uh, were being like sarcastic, like, oh, we didn't know that rock was a color grading you know he's doing the editing himself wow. you know director or editor maybe just don't even matter now i'm so <laughs> threatened by the idea of giving people credit yeah <laughs> like there were a lot of people who actually appreciated that as well so after it got I like i don't even agree with it. I, I think that that's just a normal yeah. trailer process I'm not, not disagreeing with you yeah yeah, yeah. to be uh, argumentative I agree. so much as like i think that's dumb and i'm not even like, like they're they're dumb for like being yeah. so triggered by it and i don't even necessarily think that i agree with the, the, <laughs> the yeah. point being made and i'm not offended by it it's weird it was weird. no no but like i mean but when you pointed that out i was like when i watched it i was like huh i don't think the i think they adjusted something with the color powder a little bit because yeah it just felt like that first trailer and even the comic country trailer still had that like it just that color powder of that yellow just was very extreme and noticeable but then I was like noticing some of the shots uh, in this trailer. I went, oh, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's as there. It's not as strong. Still there, but it's not yeah. as strong. And then when you did the side by side, I was like, oh, there you go. But I just couldn't believe like why are people getting so upset about Dwayne Johnson maybe listening to his fans when he tweeted out that he likes to listen to the audience. You know, well, it's, it's like, really, a, it's he's a, reminding us that. Well, it's a narrative that he's trying to establish. He, you know, he wants to be the people's champion, right? Right. And yeah. so, and there's people who who have other hopes for what the studio does, and so oh, they, okay. anything that looks like they're trying to to pin spin in a positive PR way, people want to stomp on it and be like, "No, this is actually not." Warner Brothers Discovery, whether it's because they hate David Zaslav or because they want to restore the Snyderverse or because they're whatever it is, they're like, yeah, they always is, want to say something. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't watch it on live TV because I have like NFL Plus or whatever. So like I was streaming the, the, the I saw <laughs> this. Is what, and, and again, it's kind of funny because, you know, talk about like try to promote movies. I saw. The Knives Out 2 trailer, teaser, so many times yes, on Thursday because streaming on NFL Plus, I got it. I was like, all right, NFL Plus, that's a thing now. Okay, I could pay 30 bucks for the season. Sweet. So I was like, I'm going to do that as opposed to just, you know, reactivating my YouTube TV, which is like 75 bucks a month. So I was like, all right, let me just do that. And man, I saw, what is it called? Onion what is it? Glass, Glass on you. Glass yeah. on you. I saw that like almost every break. They fucking stream that. I'm like, that probably would have. I'm like, man, Netflix like really was like, hey, if they you know for the streaming, we're playing that fucking teaser like every break. You're gonna. I still get haven't that even little... seen that trailer once. It looks. I good. haven't seen it either. It looks good. That cast. I forget how good the fucking cast is. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I you cannot get to see, uh, I'm gonna the onion. Sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be curious if Glass Onion wins me over like Knives Out didn't. Oh, it didn't win I, you over, huh? No, and this Ooh. is my problem when you do a Who Done It. Ah. If I can 
figure it out like within like 30 to 40 minutes of the movie ah uh... um no no i actually i, I forgot, forgot who did it someone did a tweet it was like when you're reading a book and you guess the and you guess the ending, if you guess the big reveal, do you feel vindicated or disappointed? That that's also that's also with movies though. Well, if you it think depends about on it, yeah. it depends on when it is. It's like yeah. like Invisible Man, I had the entire scene figured out like beat for beat where like it was but it was satisfying to like she walks into the Be house right? and I'm like and I'm like, "Oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen." And then those things happen and it was like thrilling because it was it was um like bringing closure to these things that had been planted by the movie but meanwhile like i think if it's like in the first half if you guess who it is and and it's and and also i like ryan johnson so i hate like contributing to the anti ryan johnson conversation oh, God. but like the like, brick yeah. was great and uh, and last shot i had good parts but also like um, you know, Looper, you know, I like all that stuff, but he, he tries Looper to his best, I think. Yeah. Well, even like Looper is another good example of one where like, there are so many things about Looper that are done perfectly that the things that aren't done perfectly are that much more like the time travel logic and stuff. And it just doesn't, nah. doesn't work. And, and the problem is that the movie makes that essential to the plot. Um, and Last Jedi was like very similar for me, where like I don't have a lot of the typical Last Jedi complaints, but my the parts of it that are frustrating are is all stuff that's like you didn't need like you made it unnecessarily complicated in order to make it seem more complicated or exciting or mysterious or whatever, and just being more straightforward or less evasive would have would have been fine. And so it's like and, and so and so that was very much with Knives Out was like characters were great. The writing dialogue, everything was like production design. It was also like the aesthetic was amazing. I loved so many things about it that like the fact that the whodunit at the end of the day just wasn't really that enticing. Um, it felt like like it was like the Ocean's 12 effect where it's like, well, the heist <laughs> isn't really that great. And the way yeah. that they do it is like a cheap trick where they're like, surprise, we didn't show you all this shit that we, and then we're like, yeah. the whole time they're like, I bet you don't know what's going on. And at the end, like, ah, oh, you didn't know what was going on because we didn't show you it. And like, yeah, that was disappointing about Ocean's 12. It was like, and, oh yeah, by the way, we have the real egg. And it was yeah. like, what? Oh, because we actually knew where it was on this bus in this backpack while you did all the cool shit. And stole the thing, and you did all the dancing around yeah. the lasers which, and shit. Which and that, and that was all like fun and entertaining for the most part. Yeah. But the problem is that the movie tells you this is the important part, and as a result, like there's lots of good character beats and stuff like that in Ocean's Twelve. Oh also. yeah. But like yeah. compared to Ocean's Eleven, the heist in Ocean's Eleven was exciting, and the twist. Oh, was exciting. the heist in Ocean's Eleven. Oh. And the twist when when you find out the oh. twist, you go, oh shit! That and then you go back and listen. And you're like, that was Brad Pitt's voice right there. You know, like he was yeah. the SWAT guy right there. Look at that. You hear him. You hear. It. All right, everybody, move out. You know, it's like, oh, it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Anybody? Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> ruined it for me. I've never actually seen <laughs> well, no, shit. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I agree with you, He's Stephen. He's like 20 uh, something years old. Get over it, Internet. I know. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw that movie uh, in the theater, and I, I really liked oh. it. Uh, and, you know, uh, I still really love it, but I don't love the reveal as much as the other parts. Like, the characters, you know, the story, the, how it's structured, 
the main you know character the detective and the cinematography is great like yeah the vibe is very good like i i i am into that franchise just from that movie but the reveal you know halfway through just putting it in your face what we have already guessed and just saying that oh here's the reveal now watch the rest of the movie with us and how you know how it plays out that was kind of yeah, like it I had the potential. I liked it. I liked how different it was, though. I was like, "Oh, okay." They're not waiting to the end. Now it's like, right. "Okay," and then all of a sudden they just kind of do like a reverse thing. And I remember even saying that I think in my review, I was like, "I did appreciate that they didn't like do like the normal structure that we're used to," and they kind of went like, "Hey, this is what it is. Now let's go back." And I went, "All right." To me, I thought different, different. Maybe it yeah. just didn't gel. With some people, sure, I get that. Yeah, yeah I, and that's I, typical I, I, Ryan Johnson. You know, he likes to. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Blue to milk anybody? Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I mean, but what? But I would recommend go back and watch Brick. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, great movie. I really enjoy yeah. Brick. So I haven't seen it. I know it's you on know, my list. Well, it, it, wait, but it's also one of those things that appeals to me because it's like take a Philip Marlowe private detective movie. And set it in a high school. Yeah. Well, where, and it's a great example of how Johnson. Well, Joseph Gordon Levitt is kind of your gumshoe character. Yeah. I think it's a great example of Johnson's like grasp of genre um, when it comes to like filmmaking approach. There is a um, like stylistically speaking, he nails everything about it. That's what makes it so good is that the setting is is incongruent with the everything else about the way it's produced um and so he has a great command of that kind of, and that's and that's all the stuff that sings about like looper and and um and knives out and it's, it's hard to even be like critical of knives out because of the fact that like, i watched it and i loved everything about it it's just that it ended and i was like eh. all of the good stuff was not like the important part and mm. you want, like it could have been like a a a, a clue a spiritual successor to clue and it was just like it had that like noises off kind of vibe it had mm-hmm. that it had the the clue vibe it, like it had all that stuff going for it and the, but then it the whodunit kinda... part was just not like just like wah, wah, and it didn't ruin it because <laughs> all the other stuff was so good yeah but it just it, i will it, yeah I will say that it took me a little bit to get used to uh, uh, Daniel Craig sounding like Foghorn Leghorn. I was like, <laughs> that took me a little bit because I'm like, this is James Bond right here. We know his voice. And like when he was just had that twang and I was like, oh, I'm like, it took me probably about 20 minutes to be like, I think I'm OK <laughs> because it just caught me by surprise. <laughs> I mean, I remember seeing a little bit in the trailer, but man, I was like. Ooh, this is like this is rough at first, but yeah, it took me a little bit to get used to that accent. <laughs> no, that that one was fun because I felt like that was just Daniel Craig like swinging for the fences. That's that's what I felt like at the end. I, right, right, it's just him swinging for the fences, and also it's such it's so obviously an intentional choice. Yeah. There's there, there's something where it's like, no, you're not doing a bad impersonation. No, this is a choice of who this. <laughs> Well, character was... <laughs> is so i i i can go with that he what was that steven soderbergh movie he was in have you seen that 
that was real oh, good. Oh fuck! I know you're. Now, talking. Are you talking about Lucky Logan? Yeah. Yes, with uh, Adam Driver and Channing Tatum. That yeah. movie. That doesn't get. That's an. Uh, I hate saying underrated, underappreciated <laughs> yeah. movie. That is. A, well, a I, movie? I'd say even underrated because, like, I saw. Yeah, it is. I saw. I saw praise <laughs> for it, so it's, it's not like people disliked it, or, but. But even the praise that I see for it doesn't quite. It's like it's one of those ones where you watch and you're like, why is everyone not like crazy about this movie? Like, it's, it's I a really it good movie, really good movie, good Speaking heist. Speaking of movie, good like heist who done it kind of stuff, yeah, where they nail the 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 twist and the characters and like that had all the pieces, like that like if, and I think that's what's hard about it is Ryan Johnson's like going toe to toe with that one with like stuff like that, and where and then and then it it wins out with like a, a 10 out of 10 versus an eight out of 10 or whatever. And it's like eight out of 10 is good. But like when you're trying to get in the ring with the, with, with that or with oceans or with, you know, anything Soderbergh has touched, I guess. Um, <laughs> and that's like, um, I know I just like not, it misses that edge. Yeah. Wow. So I Another see franchise that. that I actually like is murder on the Orient Express. And, you know, mm. I, I, I liked okay. how, different the uh murders you know reveal was it was yeah. kind of uh weird because no one would actually guess that but you know i think i feel that that kind of makes or breaks it for uh most people when it when it came to yeah i, I I'm, I'm digging it too like when it came to like uh murder on the orient did, did kenneth Branham direct the first one too right he directed both yeah. okay he directed he did. both of them um i mean yeah i mean i love his character i love that character big mustache the way that he is the way that he uh talks and everything love the character uh I, you know uh murder on the orient was better i thought uh what was it what was the second one death on the nile right death death on the nile. Nile? yeah um yeah it was a you know not as good but i did like the fact that they went back into his character that detective's character you actually got more backstory with it so i dug that aspect of it and uh, i know there was like controversy behind it because you know one of the one of the actors you know got fucking oof. you know i was trying. so ready to you know shit on that movie because there were so many you know, Twitter were just hating on that movie before oh, yeah. it came out, and when I watched that movie, I was very surprised <laughs> because yeah, it was does really good. good work. The what? Branagh, Kenneth Branagh does good work. He does. He really does. Yeah. That first Thor movie, man, is still the watch Belfast. Yeah, I still have to watch that. Yeah. Oh, such a yeah. good movie. But I mean, when I did, I mean, it just after watching Thor Love and Thunder, I did a rewatch of all the Thors again. And then just again, it just was like, yeah, <laughs> he just he nailed the first one. Like it was that this the Shakespearean level of it, the the cinematography, the acting, everything was just like, ha, ah, yeah, this is it. This is it right here. But of course, it just wasn't capturing that audience so they had to like steer off into a fucking parody of thor you know which is what it's turned into and it's just it but at least it makes you really appreciate any anytime a new thor movie comes out you just gotta watch that first one and go ha ah, this movie's gold <laughs> you really gotta do that yeah he really makes you appreciate that movie oh yeah it, it was less you know funny than what thor is right now but also it oh, looked really good, God. right? The cinematography, <laughs> <laughs> the cinematography of that movie also is pretty amazing. The way Asgard is set and all that. So yeah. 
that is also another our shit together tonight i know right <laughs> the technical difficulties oh, I intentionally left i was going to try to get rid of my lag I was oh, to... okay. you lagged when you said intentionally is the funny part <laughs> <laughs> no no you're good well you might, i don't know we'll see if i know just give us a no i still have the lag it's gonna happen yeah you still got a little bit of the lag just 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 tell heather like hey (laughs) hey stop streaming stop streaming watch the tv Mm -hmm. yeah that that really works (laughs) hey honey could you stop watching the tick talk on your phone so i can talk to my friends on the internet and drink (laughs) (laughs) all right can i have some fun tonight yeah yeah i know Uh, that's all good man it happens but uh no when it going back we went off on a tangent which is you know that's what we do on batman fanimated a lot all every every time once at least once every episode but to the black adam trailer um Steven, thoughts? Your full-on thoughts? Because I don't think we got yours yet. I'm just not feeling it. Not like, feeling it, right? It looks fine. I mean, it looks like it reminds me of um, I, and I like I like Eternals, so this is a not a really a dig, but like it reminds me of Eternals in the in the sense that like watching the marketing for it, I was like, it doesn't look bad. It just looks like generic knockoffs of all the stuff we've seen before. Like I know the characters, but there there's no like characters the general audience knows. The trailer itself borrows iconography and moments from like a dozen different comic book movies, which, you know, paying homage is fine. But when it's like when that's the trailer, it's full of references, if not intentional, then um, like formulaically to a bunch of stuff we've already seen. And the characters all look like knockoffs of, you know, not nothing like knockoffs of characters we've seen, but they 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 look like uh, in the same way that like in well, Eternals. You've, did you've anybody else like, get that get that X Men vibes when you saw them? Yes, yeah. thank <laughs> you. Just, yeah. You have yes. a mansion. You have like a front yard, a courtyard that just opens up and a ship comes. It just out is out. the like, basketball court. It's yeah. not the basketball court yeah. like it was in X Men. Yeah, but if you no, it feels like like X Men First Class kind of in vibes, but like which you know an X Men First Class was good, but we've already seen it. Um. And also, I'm still not. I have not seen a single thing that convinces me that Black Adam is going to be bad. And then, like, he's clearly teams up with them in the third act. And so, so the marketing, like, leaning, like him trying to lean so much into that, like, oh no, this is a bad dude. Like, it's just, it's not. You know, I'm going to see it, and it looks like it's fine. It doesn't look bad. It just like it doesn't look like. But it looks pretty generic. The hierarchy isn't doing shit. Like, no, yeah. like no hierarchy's changing yeah. for sure like, but i mean it's, like it's, 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 it's like, like several steps point. down from man of steel but it's fine it looks better than the average marvel movie like but there was a point where like remember like um there was a point where i think uh when uh i can think it came out that maybe it was gavin o'connor's suicide squad where he was gonna have it where the suicide the sequel was gonna be the sequel was gonna they be were gonna be after black adam and it's just like oh that, that's something about pretty... that that they love because they took a ton of stuff from that take yeah. um gun suicide squad and replace starro with black adam and that's kind of what you had for that too um mm-hmm. so and the and bringing yeah so i don't know i don't know exactly if hot like or like why they're doing all of that but it's very interesting how they're they keep going back to whatever they were trying to set up in in gavin o'connor's well but it reminded me of um 
if anybody read the uh, the first, I think the, I think it was the first story of Rebirth, DC Rebirth, when it came to Suicide Squad, the, the first story was them going after Zod. And yes. Yes, and it was yes. good. I really enjoyed that story. And I was like, so when I heard that that was like the possibly a plot for Susa, I was like, I, I, I dug it because I was like, oh, yeah, if you, you know, rebirth, like they went after Zod. And I thought it was actually like, oh, that would be pretty cool because why the fuck would you send the Suicide Squad to, you know, to Zod? Why would you do that for Black Adam? Maybe they thought about that. And now maybe there's going to be something that that talks about it in Black Adam with Amanda Waller. And like what we saw is like, yeah, send the Justice Society America. Don't send the Suicide Squad because, you know, what the hell is Harley Quinn going to do with a baseball bat? <laughs> <laughs> I also liked how the team of Justice Society is, you know, established within yeah. this movie itself. They're not coming together or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and even on the Waller frame, we see the Justice League being, you know, as a team, which we saw in Peacemaker. So this is twice now that the reference to the Justice League um, as a yeah. team that's already established in this universe. But there's no second movie. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's such a weird thing. It really is such a weird thing because it's like, you know, it's a rough, I don't know. It's such a weird thing because the fact that, you know, we're the, the biggest thing that surrounds this thing is Henry Cavill Superman. Henry Cavill Superman. Is he, is he in it? Is he in it? And then, of course, you know, lately there's been a lot of people going, it's looking like it's going to be the case. But then it's like, but is it? I mean, it just seems well, like uh, it's just so up in the air. It's Here's so the problem linear. with making this a, a rock vanity project too is like I, not to, I don't know if there's any other kind of rock project, but there's <laughs> there's so much writing on this movie. It, <laughs> They're it, all <laughs> it needs in the way that it, it like it has to change the the hierarchy. And I'm not saying this; it's like putting my own standards on it. I'm saying Dwayne Johnson is saying the hierarchy of power is going to change. It's you know all the Superman versus Black Adam stuff and like. There's so like one of the biggest talking points is is Superman in it and like best case scenario Henry Cavill has like a a a, a cameo with or without a face at the <laughs> at the end of it right and and the fact that like the thing that we're most excited about or curious about is will the Superman that we know is at the end of it have Henry Cavill's face on it or not yeah real like the fact that that's all overshadowing all of this and and therefore will dominate the conversation afterwards just shows you how kind of (laughs) this is like the wrong movie at the wrong time in my in my book for like and that's you know is there a right time for the dceu i mean so much is in turmoil and weird but like it's like why i just don't know what i don't know i just don't know how how this is like supposed to supposed to land it's it, it seems totally serviceable but they are acting like it's going to be like the foundation of something bigger right. and i'm not sold on that see so don't, don't go into it thinking that I, like all i needed to do but he's is telling the... us that yeah that's my problem it's, well, it's based that's, on... but that's what he's doing and he needs to stop yeah, that's it. what i'm saying it's I like mean, the seriously. movie itself looks fine it doesn't look to me it doesn't look great it doesn't look bad it looks fine probably maybe pretty good but it's surrounded with this, like, oh, biggest thing in the world. And I'm like, that's no, it's clearly one million percent not that. And and it's just awkward for them to be like putting so much behind this. And it's like feels like Eternals, like. 
but are they but are they really putting okay he, here's my here's my question are they really putting so much behind it because i, I <laughs> like i can walk around and it's not like i'm being inundated with black adam advertisements and black adam merchandise or anything like that i i i would dare to say that joe blow has no idea this movie's coming out unless they caught one, oh, you know, a trailer in front of some Warner Brothers yeah, movie Elvis some or something yeah. like that. When I, when I say putting stuff behind it, I don't mean like they're pulling out all the marketing stops or anything. I just mean like the the PR game of like l having Rock go around and position it that way. And I know that maybe he's going rogue on a lot of this stuff. Um, or I don't know, maybe I'm sure he's got an agreement with them to be allowed to kind of do his own marketing. It's just like I hate judging. Like it puts me in a really frustrating position where I hate judging movies based on marketing, based on hype, based on all of these things. But that's what Dwayne Johnson is telling me to do. Like he's <laughs> like, and maybe he's not under promising. Maybe he's just promising. Maybe he actually <laughs> did get. Then I mean, that would make sense. But right now, it just feels like he's over promising. I mean, he's doing it. I mean, and we haven't even gotten into like the thick of the Black Adam like marketing. I mean, he just showed up this week at a private screening, which is, you know, it's funny. I mean, I did a little short thing, but because it was just like, eh. I'm like, wow, there's not a lot of people there. And then I'm like, did not, did people not think that that was Dwayne Johnson sitting right there, a big dude that's just like, huh, you know, wearing, you know, I was like, but he had the mask on. So maybe that's what yeah. fooled them. Um, but it was just like, worn some glasses. <laughs> I know, right or something but he had a hat on too but but you know when you wear short sleeves and you have distinctive tattoos you know um but anyways you know but i mean he's trying he's doing i i give him credit because you know he's he's going like this he's licking his finger and going all right what's happening obviously he sees all the henry cavill buzz i don't know if that you know who Which knows <laughs> Yeah, which, which he started he and leans in and fans the flames and pours gasoline on the flames and like <laughs> I know it's so like big, he's like he's like stop it stop it and then all of a sudden swoops. the big mistake yeah. with that is like unless there's a surprise third act where he fights Superman the the movie has has failed if we walk yeah. away from this walk away from it talking about whether or not Henry Cavill had a face at the end like. The, at this point, that's all we are going to be talking about at the end, unless there is something in there that is like they are because that's what they're what that's what they're getting everybody excited for. And it's entirely possible that it's a misdirection and it's going to be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that that was going to be so interesting. But well, but look at this, like this, this latest trailer, it, it's like a blink and you miss it. But the actual like villain of the movie finally shows up in this trailer. Yeah, and, we saw that. Right. Right. He looks fucking accurate as hell, too. And I was like, oh, look at that. You know, that's also another thing that I actually liked about the trailer. Like, there was no Superman hinting or anything like that. So, especially, they definitely won't do that, you know, this early. Um, they need, if they are going to tease that, I think they, they would do that, you know, in the trailer, that, the final trailer that would drop like one or two weeks before. Man, but I, I just hope they, they don't. Do that. They really need, like, imagine if Shazam. If leading up to Shazam, if there was like there was chatter, but imagine if like 
Zachary Levi leading up to the Shazam, leading up to Shazam was like, will Henry Cavill be in it? I don't know. We'll find out. Like, and then that movie happened. Yeah. Like, the people yeah. who dude, don't care about the dude. post-credit scene don't care because dude. for them it was just a pleasant surprise. Dude, th this is what's good. This is what's going to happen. I have a bad feeling this is what's going to happen. I mean, like, as much as there's like people that are like be keen on all this stuff, I'm just, I still don't know. I'm still on the reservation when it comes to all this kind of stuff where I'm like, I just don't. And, you know, it's going to be funny. I'm just going to laugh when the week of, when start, people start seeing it and then it starts coming out that if that happens, like, oh, yeah. There's a Superman. You don't see his face, and like, they play John Williams' score. I'm gonna be like, yeah, like the rock, like, like Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson fuck? knows his marketing and like knows how to hype stuff. So I don't. I realize the 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 naivete of me like second guessing him. But imagine, <laughs> imagine just like if he just came out and was like, you know, everything has to be all connected these days, and we just wanted to give you a good superhero movie about a character you might not know about like he could hype it up that way but no we we spent five years with this like he started teasing henry cavill superman versus dwayne johnson black adam in like 2016 like the amount of lead up to 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 this is i don't know i think that's totally 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 mishandled and if and if he had just leaned into the like no this is this is the, the like there will be some exciting things showing up, but this is a standalone movie because I'm the rock and I want to do my own thing. Like that would have, I think, been a lot more exciting for people. But now he's like, oh, Black Adam is the newest, most interesting piece of the DCEU. And people are like, what? Who's Black Adam? What's the DCEU? What is that connected to Batman v Superman? Like, how does this fit in? Like, what? There's no, it's like, what? It, it, you're like putting a piece on the chessboard that like people don't care about anymore. And like, ha ha, like n nobody, I don't know what this is. Like the movie, the, the movie looks fine, but all the stuff that they're surrounding it with and telling us is what makes it matter is the frustrating part. Take all of that away, the hierarchy of power and all that shit. And I'd be like, Ooh, this looks cool. <laughs> like, but I think people would no, no, And, and Steven, I think Steven, that's movie. your point though, is that we need to, it's like, can we stop with all that shit? Can we just go into the movie and watch the movie? Yeah. 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 That's pretty much. I mean, let's face it. I mean, like, again, you got you got Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, like, when it comes to the marketing, are they going to do like the individual like little like 30 second, you know, trailers that have the different characters? We haven't seen much of Cyclone. Have you noticed that there has not yes. been? You know yes. why? Oh, you know why? He, he, the VFX the, artists are slip. like going like this, like shit, 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 shit. shit. You know, they're trying he's to complete the her VFX. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Don't say that. The Slipknot. The oh, uh, she well, thinks she like gets rat off. catcher, not rat um, catcher. Um, the weasel. The, um, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's what's weird though. It's like we like with this and trailer, there was and more there was more uh Adam Smasher, you know, there was, but I was like, eh, lack of like cyclone, what's going on here? Like, let's show some of her, but they're like, no, it was uh basically the way that you know it's funny too. When you watch this trailer, you can go, okay, you, you almost can see you almost saw like all three acts because it's like all right well, so first it's act it's like him, the backstory like, well, him waking up bad and then he's gonna yeah up. 
and then it's like, oh yeah, we got to stop him and blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, but then Doctor Fate goes, hey, we gotta team up because there's like this uh, devil-looking motherfucker that, uh, you know, you know, something like that. So it's like, all right. And then the third act, they like do that whole thing. But yeah, you're right, Stephen. It's just like nobody. I mean, it's just Black Adam. It's like. I like who who is gonna actually know who this is? I you know, and and this is why it's like I, as much as I love Dwayne Johnson, I think it's great, but it's just like I think your your ego is writing checks your body can't cash, maybe right here. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's what I hate is that I I I I, I normally hate and I do hate judging stuff based on its place in a shared universe and based on marketing and based on all these things. But like normally, I can I can tune that out more because that's just kind of exists in an ancillary way. But with this putting Rock front and center as a voice to say like, like mar I get marketing appeals to the general audience. But then when you get the Rock out here saying like, be excited for this because will Superman show up or not? Is is unless you've got a secret third act with Henry Cavill in it, like don't say that shit. Like yeah. don't put that in my head. Don't like tell me that that's what matters and and. I don't know. I'm leaning more and more out of marketing of a lot of stuff these days, and that's and that's part of why. But like I said, with him, then, he keeps on putting it back out there, and it's like, and then it's just what, what, what you know. What I would like this, this is going to get you know, worse this month. I know. <laughs> what I really want to happen at the end of this movie is let Black Adam team up with the JSA to fight Sabak, defeat him, and then and Black Adam basically tell the JSA and everyone else, "Now get the fuck out of my country." <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, Yep, and, and and because because you know the idea about Black Adam in the comics is that he's basically the dictator of uh, of Kandak. So it's like, what I would what if I had to have a personal wish list? It's like villain, anti-hero to don't let the door hit your ass on the way out because <laughs> I'm in charge now. No, no, that makes sense, and hopefully he does do that. Like, yeah, team up. Take down, you know, take him down and take down Sabak and like just hey, hey, we're all good, everything's all good. And then he goes, and then something happens where it's like, hey man, so you want to be part of the group? And he just poof, he just throws an elbow. Fuck you, blah blah blah, this, that, and this. But the sad fact of the matter is, is like, why it's just it just seems like there's just going to be no connection to Shazam at all. Like it just seems like there's nothing, nothing there. Like I don't know what's going on. I mean, the fact that even David F. Sandberg and during Comic-Con is like, this is the closest I've ever been to The Rock. I'm like, what? I mean, that, it's almost like David F. Sandberg wanted to put that out there because he's like, fuck it. You know, well, I like, don't think care. about it. The fact that like they're teasing Superman so hard when like do that same shit. Like I get it. Shazam isn't as bankable of a, like, you're not going to get as many eyeballs by being like, is Zachary Levi going to be in this movie or not? But like, that is way more plausible and like interesting and practical for the movie. Whereas like, I, I know Henry Cavill is not going to like, I, if, if he shows up and there's like a surprise, like, Oh, there's like an extended scene or they fight or whatever in this movie, then like, that's a big deal. And that's awesome that they kept that under wraps. Um, but why? Like, like you said, you're cutting, you're cutting Shazam out when like having them have an encounter and a brief fight in this in some capacity is logical and makes like i don't know it's just a missed it's, it's a weird sidelining and i think it's all because he's like no i don't want to be the 
I don't want to be heel to Shazam. I want to be heel to Superman if I'm going to be in the like that's a rock. Yeah, he doesn't. It almost seems like it's like I don't want to be. I want to. I don't want to take on the uh, the superhero that is a boy that goes Shazam and <laughs> I don't want to be that. I want to face Superman right. I know. I think that's that's the biggest thing. But it's like, dude, you have you can't just skip. You can't just skip. Yeah, you can get to a Superman fight eventually, but you have to have the Shazam fight first you know and that's what's sad and i don't have him beat the shit out of shazam and then have superman be like you messing with my boy like that yeah. is like way more interesting yeah. and please, the thing I, is I that he's the one thing is he doesn't want to you know fight against the kids i mean he's got to say shazam in the movie yeah he's got to say yeah you're both right yeah you get, i mean that's the thing it's like there's just so much that's right there but i think like the D dwayne johnson just wants to skip you know, he just wants to skip a, a boss, I guess you could say, or a level or well, something like, like that. And Black Adam and, says Shazam in the same. No, was it? Is, he says Shazam too. No, he doesn't. He does. So yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah, see, no, no, because because that's the mat because that's the name of the the, the well, wizard. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I didn't. I didn't. It's the name of the yeah, wizard. I didn't know if that applied to him or if he was a different. But um, no, he says Shazam. So, so th um, look at in the comics at least. So look at. If I they even if do that at all, I, I'm going to bet they don't do it at all. But yeah, they probably com won't. Compare, yeah, compare what The Rock leaning into the Shazam phrase would do for the franchise versus leaning into this will they, won't they with Superman stuff. Like, imagine if you had The Rock at Hall H being like Shazam. Like, that's 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 way yeah. cooler. I yeah. I don't know. I kind of disagree with that because I don't think you know general audience cares about Shazam, especially uh, with The Rock taking no, they on. No, don't. But the, but the point is that he's, like, he could bring attention to that though. Well, and that's and I think that's the problem is that it's going to be like a Goonies. He's going to be like a Goonies villain then instead of a. But <laughs> hey, you guys. Yeah. It's it's like it's like <laughs> the WrestleMania event, and you have yes, you know, and they should have did a WrestleMania event at Comic Con. Ugh. No, but like if you have, you know, for example, like you have Undertaker or whatever, and you know you you're teasing something, you don't go out and tease Undertaker versus some random, you know, small time wrestler. You just go against Kane or something like that, right? To make it a big event. So I don't know if teasing shazam would have you know hyped people up as much as it does with superman especially mm -hmm. because it's the rock yeah. well, I don't, not just because superman it's is obviously the choice for the hype but unless you like i don't i don't think it's possible to deliver on that tease i don't think unless think he kept it under wraps but but <laughs> but it's not just like, surprise there's a henry cavill post-credit scene does not fulfill that tease right or or like finishing black adam and being like oh black adam 2 is going to be black adam versus superman is not a like you just do black adam versus superman then you just did a whole movie in order to, to tease us for another movie that we don't need this movie to get yeah. like, welcome to the shared cinematic universe <laughs> <laughs> and they're not even bothering to promote the first movie they've been promoting the second movie this whole time it seems like Right, like, it's like no, the, yeah. Here's a taste of things and, to come, and I hate this because, know? like, like why can't we just be excited for this movie? Why can't you give me a movie here that we want to talk about what's in this? And and maybe I'm the only one. I don't know, but it's just like yeah. I don't. It, it's so hard to get behind it because it feels like they're not even behind it. It feels like even The Rock since 2016 has been like, well, we got to get this one out of the way. So 
Like, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's, he's just you know setting up some cool stuff with JSA and his own stories too, apart from Superman. But right now, I don't see that. Maybe after the movie, we will. But. Yeah. I just want to see the movie at this point. Like all yeah. the movies have been like, we were supposed to see this movie back in July. Like, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm just ready to see the movie. And, you know, I, I still think the funniest thing, I think the best marketing this movie ever had was, I, I think it's late to say, but the, uh, the, the cameo at the end of super pets, because yeah. <laughs> damn, my six year old is excited. For, for like because you know they even they even showed the Shazam trailer before Super Pets, and my six year old was like Shazam, and I'm like yes son it's just, like like I'm like Am I, I'm not taking you to see Shazam like you could you could I wouldn't even let you watch the first movie because of the boardroom scene I mean seriously it's like <laughs> all right yeah was, uh, and side note uh, Dave I completely you know agree with you I've I've seen Elvis. And th- that had a lot of Shazam references, and yes, that was it is. opportunity not to, you know, link those two. It was such a big missed opportunity. And such after seeing the movie, I was yeah. like, "Why didn't you do that?" I mean, like, I, I, again, I like my whole thing. My whole gripe was the fact that it's like, how? I mean, Elvis is an Oscar bait movie, like, like crazy. I mean, it still probably will get the nominations, but usually when they release a movie like this, it's going to be October uh, to December. That's the that's when you put your Oscar bait movies. If you would have put that right, I mean, when, I mean, this is when the original. You know, obviously Shazam got pushed to next year, but I'm just saying, like, when it was like during like December, I was like, just fit it right there in November and just kind of like link them all up. But then again, it's like, even if you couldn't do that, make some references, do some marketing with it, like with this, you know, because obviously Elvis ended up being a hit. Elvis is a hit. And Elvis is, you know, his preferred superhero was Captain Marvel, Shazam. And look at his costume, his jumpsuit. It has the little cape with the hood. Yeah. He totally was like... Was so- prominent in the movie yes and it's like hey i mean you could really try to do some kind of marketing with that maybe they will probably not i don't know but yeah they could have really and then of course you have black adam that can also tie into it too could have had some cross marketing happening but what do i know (laughs) you run a youtube channel dave i'm just running a youtube channel i just talk in a microphone with this with this shazam and black adam thing i i feel like Shazam is the Netflix branch of Marvel and mm. Black Adam is the movies branch and Black A- Shazam is making references to Black Adam because they teased it in the first movie but Black yeah. Adam is like ignoring that <laughs> just chasing Superman you know uh so it's just funny to watch <laughs> well and it's know. so the more i think about it too the more mad it makes me for for Shazam cuz like David Sandberg I don't know. It's not the greatest like, DCEU movie, but like uh, David Sandberg is great, and, uh, and the movie is like super solid. It's just it's a yeah. it's 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 a the fact that it kind of fits in the universe, but it's more childish. I mean, there's a lot of things about it that I like, but the fact that Black Adam from the get go is positioned as like like you don't you don't go for Superman and be like the hierarchy is going to change and Superman 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 and then. Like I don't think we're ever gonna get a Black Adam. I mean, maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a Black Adam Shazam fight, but we're not gonna get like a Black Adam versus Shazam 
movie or arc or yeah i don't even know if he's gonna be a shazam villain like it just doesn't it it's just it's weird it's it's very maybe weird. if they grow up a little bit and you know shazam 3 happens and stuff like that after that maybe <laughs> they can have a scene or something but i don't really see especially in rocks you know vision of where he wants to go i don't see shazam being in that plan <laughs> because you're looking at your audio <laughs> yeah it's still so, i mean it is low but it's good enough like it's not where you're like you know it's not where your your audio is like you know or anything so yeah but it's, my lagging is stopped by the way you're lagging oh is yeah stopped. yeah i i actually I went, I went into like a pinwheel of death and uh, i noticed my little wi-fi thing i think heather finally got off the phone i, I think <laughs> i think i'm the captain now yeah <laughs> you're like <laughs> oh but yeah um what was i gonna say shit um i forgot but i don't know i i do yeah. want to talk about i would you know, i would like to talk about some of the d23 things we've gotten yeah that's what uh, i yeah i was gonna say let's get into the d23 stuff now i've been like totally out of the news so i have no idea about anything well i saw the ezra bridger casting but that's all i know from Star Wars, yeah. yeah, a lot of people were hoping for uh, the dude that played Aladdin. Um, and then yeah. he finally he tweeted out, he's like, Hey, I can finally, like, nope, didn't happen, you know. But a lot of people are like, Oh, poor guy, <laughs> you know, it's like sent in his tape too, so yeah, oh, man. But I mean, like, the, the guy that they got when you put him up to the animation, looks like Ezra. I was like, Holy shit, they did a good job because he looked like the animation. Wow, they did a good job, so it's like. Sorry, I, I, st I still need to see Rebels. Rebels is still yeah. on my, you Ooh. know. It, you're it, it is because you watched all of Clone Wars, right? No, I have not watched all of Clone Wars. Okay, well, you need the Rebels and Clone Wars is like y once you watch both of those, you'll be like, oh, like that is my Star Wars. Like everything that you like about Star Wars and everything that you want from Star Wars is that is where that is the corner of the universe that is doing all that stuff right now or okay. has has been doing that stuff recently at least well i'm looking forward to that um i i'm trying to think what else you know i'm gonna be uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna side with dave here dave you, you know hi no no i'm down here I'm, I'm down here there we go all right i you know we've actually just talked about before how i'm not into the live action remakes neither am i so I I am being unfair, but I'm not even watching the Little Mermaid trailer because I know I'm not going to watch the movie <laughs> because I just I just don't have any interest. I definitely haven't even bothered with this Pinocchio thing because, dude, when I was five, Pinocchio was like m my jam. Yeah. Like, and I'm not going to bother with this live action remake. So, I, and I feel so bad for this Hallie. I, I every time I see Halle, him, I see Halle Bailey. Bailey. Halle Bailey. I, I know it. It's way the same thing. To Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah. I I did it. I was just like, okay, I'm going to admit it. I just like called myself. I was like, yeah, I read this wrong the first time. Well, the number of times that I, it, it, I have to correct myself on assuming that Halle Berry is in Little Mermaid. I've read so many headlines like ten times. Be like, why is Halle Berry? Oh, that's right. Like, too many times. <laughs> So I, I I probably need to watch the trailer at least once just to give it the give it the courtesy of watching the trailer, but you know, Little Mermaid isn't even one of my favorites. Now, unlike you, Dave, I love Beauty and the Beast. So it, yeah, 
and uh, like the original animated version. Yeah. But I, and I saw Little Mermaid in theaters back in <clears throat> 1989. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, that's the but, thing. It's like when I watched the trailer and I was like, all right, looks, uh, I mean, they got the underwater stuff. I mean, James Wan was the blueprint, I would guess, because, you know, it's just everything. I just, the hair and all this stuff. And I was like, she's swimming. And I was like, okay. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I dug the visuals. I mean, a little dark, but I mean, it's underwater. It's supposed to be like that. She has a beautiful voice. But then I'm like, yeah, but I have no desire. I don't even like the the animated version of this, you know? And, and, See, and even I when like, it, I like the animated version. I'm going to tell you this, though. Hmm. It's kind of like my biggest issue. What, well, one of my biggest issues with uh, the Lion King remake was mm. stripping out Be Prepared as, like, a really awesome song. Like, yeah. that's, 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 I mean, Jeremy Irons performing Be Prepared is, like, one of the highlights of that movie because Be Prepared is, like, a top two, you know, top two, top three Disney villain song. Mm. And, it, and it got reduced to nothing in yeah. the CGI, re I'm going to call it live action, the CGI remake <laughs> of, of Lion King. <laughs> All I'm going to say is you better not fuck with poor unfortunate souls because <laughs> I love that song. And like, Oh, he, how, yeah. I guess I'd say, how could they get rid of getting, how could they get away with that? But I guess if they got rid of be prepared, anything is on the table, isn't it? Like, I'm just, I'm just saying, because unfortunately, the actors have just, it in there. they'll have it in there, I think. But, 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 but like, what's it going to, like, I, I tried to appreciate what Will Smith did with You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me. And I just, it was just a bridge too far for me. It's like, you, you, you put your own spin on it. I can say, good job, Will Smith. But I'm still going to listen to the Robin Williams version of that song. Keep Robin Williams' song out your motherfucking <laughs> mouth, Will Smith. <laughs> you went there. You went I was there. Yeah, I was like, you know, it's funny, Stephen. I was like, in my brain, I was like, how can I incorporate a slap joke in here? <laughs> and I couldn't think of it, but you, 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 you got it. You nailed it. You nailed it. I think, <laughs> oh, man. You know, yeah, well, what do you do without a voice? And of course, there's always body language. Yeah. I mean, that, oh, yeah. Melissa McCarthy makes me so disinterested in seeing any of that happen. Oh, that's right. She. Oh man, I totally forgot that she. Uh, I, I like her a lot, but like knowing. Ursula. Ursula. Didn't remember her name. Yeah. Man, I just. Ah, uh, it's good. I don't know. It's. You know what's funny? What's interesting about it, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy is like when she came on, like you know, Bridesmaids, fantastic. There's you know, The Heat, fantastic. There's a lot of things that she was fantastic. It was when she started writing with her husband. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've that's when it before, got really yeah. bad. Yeah, I've said this before. It's like it got like what is happening? Like this is just not good anymore. It's like, but you okay. have some freaking amazing like comedic movies. Yeah, she's she's brilliant and yeah. and and talented, but um, just I even liked her show that the she combination was of her recent stuff and um, it's been good and and the other Disney live action stuff is just like, oh, that's not a role I'm looking forward to. Okay, no. uh, what are we feeling about Hocus Pocus 2? I've never, I never got on the bandwagon of like the first one. Oh, like, I, I love the first, I saw See, the that's theaters. the thing. 
I love the first. So did I. So did I. You know, but it's just it never really pulled me in. I know a lot of people are like every Halloween. That's 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 on their 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 list of Halloween movies or something like that. Not mine. I just never. I mean, I I always had a crush on what's her name. Sarah Jessica uh, Parker. No, no, no. Well, the girl. I had a crush in, on her. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, but but the girl that's in the Hulk oh, oh yeah. Like, oh. She was in the only thing I other thing I remember her was Ladybugs. If anybody remember that that Rodney Dangerfield movie, uh, Casey's no, not gonna even know. Me, what okay, so about it. it was ninety-two that that came out actually. Ladybug, Rodney okay. Dangerfield, great. Actually. Had John, Jonathan Brandis. I mean, it's good. It's a ridiculously stupid movie. Look it up. I'm not even gonna explain the plot because nowadays nope. you probably would get canceled. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like explain the plot and why you know it came out in '92 specifically. Like, just keep because going. I watched it like crazy. I thought I loved the movie. I thought it was hilarious. Is it, it Vanessa hilarious. Shaw? Is that who it is? Yeah. Is it, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's like here. the girl in the movie. Yeah. Uh, yes, Allison Watts, yeah. Max's crush and classmate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Her. I, I never knew her name, but I just always thought, oh my god, yeah, jeez. But anyways, but yeah, I just never got, I just never was one of those where I was like, so when the sequel is now coming, I'm like, all right, I mean, I'll probably watch it. Why not? But I just, I'm not, I'm not one of those. I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll probably watch it. I'm going to admit that this, the teaser did more for me than this trailer did. And I don't okay. know why. Um, it was, however, great seeing, you know. The three witches, like, you know, like those, those three. I think that's it. It's like, I love seeing those three. It's cool. It, it's everybody else that I'm just like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. What do you feel, Casey? Anything? <laughs> Hocus Pocus. You're like, no. <laughs> Were you I weren't even born in 93. You weren't even right? born when the first one came out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it and I have no interest. It's and then fun. we had Disenchanted. Disenchanted. Oh, okay. Now, that one, uh, that. Yeah. Oh, he's clutching. Uh oh, we lost Scott. Oh, uh, his wife said, "Fuck this." Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect uh, freeze moment. I got to screenshot this. Yeah, screenshot that one. Jeez. But uh, no, like when it came to that, I still haven't watched the infer the first one. But you know, I mean, I hear good things. I hear good things, and one of these days I will watch it. Maybe in prep to watch this one because obviously it's Amy Adams. We love Amy Adams. She's great. So yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to watch. Uh, I'm gonna have to watch the first one eventually. But I just, I, again, when it comes to these Disney type movies, I just as a kid, I remember, I remember. Um, and you know you're not going to know anything about this, Casey. But I remember, like when when it came to VHS tapes, and we had our shelf, and we had those big huge. Can, can you I hear know, the? I know that, but did you have them like in a in a in a case in a in a bookshelf or like a shelf? And they were like in these big huge. The Disney movies the plastic were plastic ones. Yeah, the like plastic. The white, like you yeah. open up, open them up, as opposed to sliding them out the sleeve. And we had all of them. My mom got all of the Disney movies, but I just never. I think my brother was a big fan of the Disney movies. Well, and you pop the, and you pop those in, and it double immediately double the volume of everything else coming soon <laughs> to theaters. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it did that. You got all that right at the beginning. But I just, I don't know why. I just never did. Like I just never. It, the Disney animation movies just never pulled me in. They just never did. 
um i'm 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 wondering like probably one of the next ones that's going to be done um is sword in the stone they haven't done that one yet right oh man that's depressing to think of i hope that that one feels like it might have more potential in terms of like taking liberties with the story but yeah the the biggest part of all of them is i like the most it's been like it's been like a carbon copy of like like even like pinocchio i saw i haven't watched the movie but the trailer i was like oh no this is like scary how much they're just putting a live action filter on the original movie basically is what it looked like cgi surgery Um, (laughs) yeah i mean they were like like you watch something like chip and dale and it just like exposes um it exposes uh stuff like pinocchio it's just this weird thing um but uh and i saw a twitter thread where they were they posted a bunch of clips from it and it was just like real awkward i mean right down to like alan silvestri like borrowing from his avengers score hey there he is just like not my started my entire computer i mean i was just like (laughs) screw this is it a full moon what's going on with said like metro mercury's and retrograde or something yeah (laughs) yeah. Yeah, and what's funny is i had nothing and there's like it's storming over here it's like a solar solar flare yeah solar flare is far more likely to affect us than a five percent change in the (laughs) distance of a planet with gravity billion miles away No, but we were just kind of just going like, you know, and I'm just, you know, saying the thing that I've said before. I'm just like the Disney movies didn't really pull me in. I think the one that really pulled me in the most was Sword in the Stone. And that's probably going to be next on the the next couple uh, of years. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, we definitely need it. Well, I mean, the last Robin Hood, let's face it. That was a fucking shit sandwich. You know what? You know what? One of the uh, the best. Uh... Well, they make him a fox, though. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that that would actually be good. I think is all the animals. Yeah. Would, if they, yeah, I don't if know. they did the we'll, animals, we'll see. Thing. We'll see. But um, the one of the best last hand drawn Disney animated movies was uh, Emperor's New Groove. Mm. David Spade, God, John David Goodman. Spade. Yeah, like, it was it was a good movie. It was a good yeah. movie. No, Funny. It, no, the one I loved, which I think was okay. Technically, Winnie the Pooh was the last hand-drawn Disney movie. Mm. Uh, but you said one of one of right before <laughs> that. Call me out. I'm it not calling great. you out. No, no, I'm not calling you out because the one I love is the Princess and the Frog. Mm. Okay, I didn't see that one. Oh. I didn't see that one. But then we also realized the Russos are doing the Hercules movie, right? Yes. That's coming. And I'm like, uh, we got two. Remember, we got two Hercules like movies. The Russos are doing a live action Disney adaptation <laughs> of the Hercules movie. That is a sentence full of so many things. <laughs> there are so many things in that sentence to talk about. Oh, my God. Or, or not talk about. Or not talk about. So many the things to talk part, about okay. or not talk about in that sentence. I don't have a lot of love for the Hercules movie, except for the muses. As Joe, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Phil Collins, right? Yeah, Phil Collins did the muses. Yeah. Wait, wait, did Phil Collins? I know, I know Phil did Tarzan. Tar- Tarzan. Tarzan. Shit, never mind. No, no, Sorry. Phil Collins did Tarzan. Tarzan, uh, that's right. But uh, but the muses are like a like a like a gospel group, mm. and I they're the best part of that movie for me. Okay. And you wonder if the Rousseaus are going to take that same. I, oh man, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. 
the, the funny the funniest part to me in the entire movie is at the very beginning because Charlton Heston is narrating the beginning of that movie and Ooh. then and then the muses come out of like one of those jars and goes, Honey, we got it from here. And you just hear Charlton Heston go, You go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. God damn. I mean, it's funny too, because I remember watching the the Rocks Hercules movie. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was just like, I don't know what this is trying to be exactly. I mean, like his face was funny. His hair was weird. And it was like they were trying to do like a serious version because then they had that other Hercules movie with Colin (laughs) Colin Lutz, which was so bad. So bad. That Um, movie was so bad. But other other than being directed by Brett Ratner, um, I mostly liked that um, that rock Hercules one. It wasn't terrible. No, it it. It was forgettable, though. Yeah, the problem was it was forgettable. But like, I even rewatched it a while back and was like, it's it's a solid like '90s style. Like, like if you're talking about those those throwback movies, Mm -hmm. like that action comedy, but also had a little bit more to it. Like of that of the era of like like the Mummy, not nearly as good or like iconic as the Mummy, but it has that vibe of like. Oh, the action is like solid action, and the comedy is pretty good comedy, and it's like a really good. Yeah, but I like, think of like the Mummy and the Mask of Zorro, and yeah, you know that. I love the Mask of Zorro. Oh, I love the Mask of Zorro. You know how to use that thing, don't you? Yes. Point the angles in the other man. We've got a lot of work. Casey, put that put that movie on your list. You need to see the Mask. Ah, of Zorro. that movie yeah. is so good. That so movie good. has got some of the best on screen sword fighting. Yeah, put to film. I well, love and, and horseback riding. But yeah. it's oh, also yeah. a good example of like the beginning of that era where they were like starting to do in really interesting things with color and and editing and movies because the technology was at the plate, but not in a plate, not in a way that's like awkward cgi use of tools that aren't done yet but in terms of like like the reds for example in that movie like there's so many scheme like color schemes in it they're doing really interesting well, things it's trying to Mark- sell kc on it the things that he's gonna well yeah, but it's also martin <laughs> campbell you know it, you know yeah. you know he does that you know he does some other things but then he goes off and does casino royale and i'm like yeah yes. i was super into uh the zorro cartoon you know when when i was a kid because i was obsessed yeah. with the Z putting, you know, the bodies yeah. and stuff like that. It was so you cool. But watch this movie. You watch do have to watch movie. this movie. You're, you're yeah. gonna love it. You're gonna love it. You're, there you're are some it. there are some like big it's the type of movie where you watch it and you're like, oh wow, there's these huge stunt sequences that oh, yeah. like Especially today would be like rubber band yeah. stuntman scenes yeah. where I haven't rewatched it, but I was thinking about it a while back and I was like, I don't even know how they did that now. Like today they would have just had oh, like dude, a CGI there's, there's dude one, jumping around. There, but like I remember there was one in the trailer that I was like, Oh my god, that, that happens where it's just it's it's a horror like they're it's Zoro on the horse and it's like there's a a tree that's fallen down, so and he's like fighting somebody and he literally has to leap off the horse to avoid the fallen tree and it's like one shot it's a stunt it's crazy like he literally leaps off the horse to avoid the tree and the horse goes underneath it he goes above it I'm yeah like, yeah oh, it's amazing and it's as also, a kid and then everyone in that movie <laughs> Catherine zeta jones anthony hopkins oh Antonio my god Bidderd, they all you could all that's all we need Catherine zeta jones Catherine zeta jones and but they all had such incredible sword training like because they're all doing it themselves <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well i remember it was interesting too because as a kid i i, I was like 
so well not solely but mostly interested in it from the shot the scene in the trailers of him uh cutting her clothes off in the duel of course, yeah, and of I was course like, oh course. i gotta see this movie and then oh, like, yeah. watching it and being like oh wow this is like I, I, it's one of those movies too where i don't have a mem- i haven't seen it in I don't want to put a number on that. I I remember the trailer too when like they were sword fighting and she goes, she goes, not bad. And he's just like, "Mm." and I was like, yeah, 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 I'm good. Yeah. Because Antonio Banderas is so freaking charming in that movie. Oh God. And then you got Anthony Hopkins. Here's what it is. It's, it's, it's that, it's that Marvel style action comedy formula before it got old. <laughs> That's what I think I also liked when I was watching the cartoon because Good. he's like the coolest characters. He has, he's on a horse. He has a sword and he has a cape. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, he, and, and honestly, he is the, he's one of the prototypes for Batman. I mean, that's the reason yeah. why Zorro is the movie that the Waynes are seeing the night they get murdered. I mean, Don Diego, Don Diego de la Vega is the spoiled billionaire playboy who is secretly a vigilante, you know, helping the people like it, Bob Kane and Bill finger between that and the Scarlet Pimpernel and throw in a little shadow. And it's like, this is where Batman came from. It's where mm-hmm. Batman came from. But before we uh, continue on, we got uh, somebody joining in. <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. There he is, Mr. Hey, Enoch. Hey, what Enoch. Is up? I was wondering who that drop was going to be for. I wasn't I know. sure. <laughs> no hat tonight. Look at that. A hatless Enoch tonight. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot to put on my hat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, you have hair. Day, I, I spent my day power washing uh, so stuff, so... I forgot to put my hat back on. Yeah, it's okay. I just, I just it's got okay. junk all in my hair. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's different. I like it. You know. Thank you. Yes, yeah. I'm going for that. that I know. I'm know, the only one wearing a pumpernickel look or whatever that was. Uh, Why am I the only one wearing a hat tonight? That is strange. Usually, I, know, Steven, I, 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 I wear my baldness proudly. That's yeah. No. No. Mean. You know. The, you know. You rock the baldness. Great. Scott, you rock that. It's it's a good look. It it works totally works. It's my it's my dad. Like I literally just copied my dad's haircut (laughs) because I actually had a conversation. No, when you start to lose your hair like this, buzz it down because if you try to grow it out, it just makes it look worse. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Short hair. I've been I've been I've been uh like uh if I'm not watching a Giants game or something after I do a show like a stream or something and I'm editing I'll put on you know because Seinfeld's on on Netflix so I've just been rewatching Seinfeld it, it, it's pretty funny because I've never watched it in complete order I've always watched it mm. you know when it was on TV and whatever the hell I never you just you don't even know what order everything's in because yeah. It had a linear story, but not really because it's the show about nothing. It was all just individual stuff, and I love the show. And watch rewatching, and I'm I just keep going. God damn! Back in the '90s, every guy had either curly haired or he, they were balding. Like every guy is like yes. the hair was never straight, or it was balding, and they were trying to. They had like the bald mullet thing going on, yes. and blah, blah, blah. it was like it was like why is every guy look? The same. I'm like, what is going on here? Every guy looks like they're in their like they're 50 years old, and they're all 30. Well, you start paying attention <laughs> to all the cosmetic oh, um, yeah. things that Hollywood did in the 90s. Yeah, like guy, like guys being bald is like they got we got off easy because like look mm-hmm. at all the plastic surgery that people were getting in the 90s, like the way yeah. that aged. 
or didn't age. My friends um, called me Kramer for a minute because my hair, I was, I started growing out my hair when I was 16. And when it got long, I could do the whole Kramer thing, stand it up straight. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I have one of my, one of my good friends, he looks like Kramer. Like there's, it was funny the last time we even hung out, you know, we were just drinking and all the stuff. And I was like, dude, and I, and there was somebody else there. I'm like, yeah, he's fucking Kramer, right? He's Kramer. And then people are like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you for Halloween, one of these dates, just get the Kramer wig, get the clothing. You would win a contest. You have the face and you Start have dropping the, the N word. You'll be right up. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, I said <laughs> Kramer. Really? Character, really? character. We just Steven, drop right, the- right to that. Huh? Steven. Okay. I know. So, sorry. You know what? It's funny. It's funny. You mentioned that. Uh, well, not, not the N word. <laughs> okay. uh, no, 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 uh, no, I not today. Say you got no, thank you. Uh, no, I was flipping through uh, Facebook Marketplace and um, I somebody was selling a Kramer guitar that had a picture of Kramer on it, and I was like, that is brilliant. That is that is absolutely brilliant. I, I what kind of guitar, guitar was it? That's what I just said. It was a Kramer guitar. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Okay. I was, I. <laughs> Just said it. Damn it. Jeez. Jeez. Dude, that... so, some of us were drinking before you know, the show you know, started. <laughs> Kramer guitars made famous by this guy right here. Ah, Eddie Van Halen. There you go. Oh my God! I don't know if anybody watched the Taylor Hawkins uh, concert on on last Saturday. Jeez. Yeah, uh, his his son came up on stage and played yes. a couple of songs. Uh, that whole concert, man. I tell you what, you watch that that thing. Jesus Christ, I was a wreck. If you want, yeah, I was a fucking wreck that whole. Not the whole thing, but mainly when the Foo Fighters went on and they had the different drummers and they were trying to sing the song. That was hard. Anyways, let's not talk about that. But um, Enosh, I wanted to get your, now that you're here, we, uh, I mean, we were talking D23 stuff right now, but I did want to get your um, opinion on the Black Adam trailer that showed up on Thursday. Uh, lackluster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, no, I'm being serious. I, like, yeah? I, I, I don't know if you saw my tweet. Uh to Dwayne uh, <laughs> the, other day. the other day. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, I listen, I, I'm excited for black Adam. I want to see black Adam. I'm, I'm happy that black Adam is, is, is coming. I think that it's, it's a great role for him. I am just so over Dwayne Johnson at this point with this role already. And I haven't <laughs> even seen the effing movie and I don't want to be because I'm not You're a wrestling a, fan. Yeah. I am, but I've never liked the rock. I do not like okay. his persona. I do not like okay. the character. There's times where I've liked the character. And then there's just times where I just, I, I, I just feel like he's just full of himself. It's not even the character anymore. It's just, I just don't trust the rock. Well, I don't trust that, 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 and I'm not the guy. I am not one of these, these fans out here who are just like, Oh, I'm just going to hate on this film just because it is what it is, you know? And, and yes, you are. No, yes, I'm you are. No, yeah. I'm not. No, I'm not. Honestly, embrace, I am not. Honestly, just embrace it. I am not that guy. I am not that guy. I just, I just really <laughs> look, I, I, I'm excited about the movie. I'm, I'm excited to see Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. I'm excited about Hawkman, but I'm sorry. I looked at that thing and like when I saw the, uh, when I saw this bad boy popping up out of the the ground there, 
uh, for the uh, you know the Hawk plane or whatever they're calling this now the the Hawk cruiser. Um, oh, I was shit. like, I was like, wait, they made another X Men movie. <laughs> yeah, well, you saw that shot in the trailer that was like, you know, the mansion, the you that's know. What I'm saying that's what I'm saying. It looked. I was like, what do we go back to making Fox X Men movies? Like, what are we doing? It's like, is that the JSA now? That's what are we just making them X Men? I don't know. Like, I don't want to hate on this movie. I swear to God, I don't. No, but this is this is where I was. But little, I did see a little. Bit, on, I, like, did you guys see the little bit of blue in the background? Henry Cavill confirmed for <laughs> Superman. Stop! Stop! No, I'm, but, I'm, still, but, I'm still waiting oh. to see if we get any Tower of Fate, like especially with like because I really I, there's such great mythology with Doctor Fate. I bet like, yes. I bet he makes a joke about his his bedroom is like on the top floor of his house, and everyone mm. else is like, "Oh, you're not on the same floor as us," and he's like, "No, I sleep in the Tower of Fate." And they're going to be like, C is so comic accurate. We drop, we name dropped the place. Oh man. If so they do I did. That. Yeah. I, I tweeted, I tweeted out, I tweeted out the picture of Christopher Reeve. Cause I had to, uh, from uh, Superman, the movie where he's being oh, interviewed by yeah. Lois Lane and he's kind of got the, the grin, the smile, and he's kind of like covering his face like this. I'm that. looking at it right yeah. now. And, uh, I'm looking at my own tweet, uh, because I just put, <laughs> I, because I literally put, I think I saw a little blue dot in the background of the black Adam trailer. Henry Cavill confirmed Hi hierarchy of power changed, right? At the rock. LOL. Yes. We're laughing at you because instead of eating pie, you got pie on your face. It's just, <laughs> I'm sorry. All this build. Oh, we're going to get a, a trailer. Maybe people really love the trailer. I don't know. And if you did, Hey, everybody's got their own thing. I just, I was like, I waited for that. I don't see how that was like. Well, I think, you know, I think to your point, though, I'm not wait. That's the thing. This is not a movie that I am eagerly awaiting every morsel of marketing. Honestly, I just want to see the movie. Like, I'm yeah. at the point that I just want to see the movie. Like, just give me the damn movie already. Like I said earlier, <laughs> I was supposed to have seen it three months ago. Right. Yeah. So, well, I, I feel like that's the way I've been like basically since it was announced i was like just show me the movie like every bit of marketing and everything the rock says and everything that comes out about it i'm like just show me the movie like i just want to i i, I am i'm sold black yeah. adam the rock black adam i'm sold I, I will go sit in the seat stop talking just shut the fuck up <laughs> thank you that's how i feel at this point i'm tired of being promoed too i'm tired of being like of of feeling like the well, rock is trying to like wrestlemania this thing and he's like and playing heel to superman like we were talking before you got on and like what what, how, what does that do to like shazam like if he's like chasing superman this is there ever going to be a shazam black adam like yeah, right it, like, it feels it feels like counterproductive at that point like if, yeah. if he faces superman that's fine. I mean, of course, then there's like all the, the you know, little things because, you know, that little screen there next to uh, Viola Davis says Justice League on it. You know, yeah. So they're in a Skype call with ju with the Justice League, apparently. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I I just I'm, I'm tired of being of being like a feeling like The Rock is just trolling us all at this point. Well, like, and it, by it, by his own effort for him, I mean, he started doing this in like 2016. The biggest question that the most ardent fans have is, will that tiny scene at the end of the movie or possibly post-credit scene have Henry Cavill's face on it or not? Right. Like, that is the thing. And that's his fault. Like, he's not being like, well, this is a standalone movie and we want to appreciate it in its own merits. No, he is, like, hyping you up for a Black Adam Shootman 
We're rewatching the entire DC universe revolved around my movie. Like, and and this is not that like, no, like I'm sold on it. And everything he says makes me less interested in seeing it. I'm like, just stop. I'm I'm already sold black Adam the rock black Adam. I will go see it. Yes. I just, those are the four words I I need to know. Like, I will say, I will say, I'm a little, I am, a, I mean, there, there is a smidgen of me that's a little concerned about his performance, uh, because even his dialogue just sounds very monotone and just bland, like not well, in like a compelling way, but just kind of like in a, it's, it's 80s action hero. Everything yeah. is just like flat and that's predictable. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. It just, it just feels, it just feels like it's, it's almost like a step backwards or it's just kind of par for the course for a superhero movie it doesn't feel like it's this thing that the rock is making it out to be now look we could go see the movie and the movie could be like you know could blow me away and i could be a total hypocrite and say look yeah i bought all the toys and i got all the stuff and now i'm happy i did and you know whatnot you know but i mean look i i i'm not really super thrilled with the movie well, the batman either and- but you know what i bought a the batman hat because it looked cool yesterday and it was on sale for five bucks and so. i think people are <laughs> also the logo's a, cool <laughs> the, the rock brand is like i want to say a, i mean yeah it's a lie but it's it's not like there's people talk about it as if like like tom cruise is a bigger box office draw than the rock is um, yeah, let's talk about those top gun maverick numbers by like, the way take, <laughs> that, was, take, that was a fun movie <laughs> take um Take all of the ensemble movies out and take all of the franchises that he joined after the fact off of his filmography. And he's got like, there, there's there's nothing like to brag about as far as his box office goes. I mean, this stuff has done well, but he, but the, his. Like Tom Cruise is like one fourth the size of Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> True. Two, by the way. Sorry. Go um, ahead. Well, no, it's, it's just, it's, the, I think that people are kind of. Ex- the the narrative of the rock as this big action star just yeah. it it it's it's false it just doesn't really and it's not even a critique or a judgment on him so much as he's not the the brand isn't real yeah. the, his movies don't draw those kind of audiences which by the way dave your your tiktok Hi. about the special about the special Hi. showing hey. or whatever, Hi, amanda was, was hey there she is we need more amanda on the stream what's up well, amanda I... Yeah, no, that, that was a that Well, was a I'm great, glad great she didn't scare time. the shit out of him this time, so. <laughs> Sorry, Enosh, we're too busy looking at Amanda. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, uh, you know, I, I will say this, though. Like, you know, all these people who, who keep, like, making fun of the of the whole Zack Snyder is the blueprint, uh, you know, thing now. Um, I'm sorry, but, like, Black Adam floating in water uh yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of punching really fast yeah there's like i i'm starting to notice it a little bit more now and i just i don't know man i and it's i I just i want to love it i want to love it so bad as a dc fan i just want to be able to go and enjoy it and not have to think about everything i guess that's my biggest problem with with all the dc things coming is just like I don't. I'm. I'm worried that I'm. I may get into the theater and just be able to enjoy the movie. I feel like I can go see Shazam, and just watch Shazam because I. I liked the first one, and I have like no negative connotations for anything really else that's happened with Shazam too. But I just. I feel like there's just like all this stigma 
surrounding everything and as much as I try not to think about it and, and, and where it's not really affecting my ability to enjoy it maybe it is i don't know man it's just see well, i think I, you know to your point though i think that's why i was when, when tim and i decided on Squadcast to pivot away from news and just focus on stuff that we enjoy or we wanted to talk about i'm gonna be honest it's made it a lot easier for me to just walk into the movies and go yeah I streamed in three as a casual it's great yeah, I haven't streamed in three weeks <laughs> because great. honestly, I just, I, every time I sit down and, and like, everybody's like, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? And I'm just like, uh, I just have not felt like, like reviewing things to the point where it's like, I feel like I got to talk about every little story and every little thing. And it's like, I've been doing things in my real life and I don't know. Preach. So, yeah. Reality. You know. No, I did gain a new moniker though he's tonight. Been doing in his real life. Yes, I've been I've been <laughs> trying to do some good. In Literally preaching. Yes, uh, but I did gain a new moniker though. I have, I have apparently outlasted the whole that preacher moniker. Now I am the fat substitute teacher. <laughs> That's lit. There are t-shirts coming. Two t-shirts coming uh, from Poindexter Lounge. One is Tiff is not happy, and. I follow a fat substitute teacher. So there you go. Nice. Like it. <laughs> nice. But uh, Amanda, welcome. Hi. Amanda. How's that? How you been? Hi. I love you that. You know what you, I think of Black Adam? I'm what? excited to watch it. Okay. I don't, I, I don't. I'm not invested in whatever apparent drama is there drama i don't know i no. saw some screenshots on acs's show earlier tonight and i was like those are nice is there drama surrounding <laughs> the black adam movie <laughs> those um, are nice i mean oh, i know there is. is i'm just saying don't like, count on it so there you go it's just, <laughs> material to me. It's just the rocks it's, it's the rocks hype is like like tell me the rock is playing black adam and i'm like cool let's go see it and then I've got to put up with five years of him being like the hierarchy of power is like, shut the fuck up. I'm already going to see yes, the movie. Steven, well, like, Steven is was... my spirit animal right now. The, Thank you. I don't know. I think it was earlier tonight with ACS. I was listening in and they were talking about it and they started talking about the rock and whatever. And I was like, you know, the one thing I know about this film is that it's going to be the slickest marketing. And then I realized like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's just a slick marketing vehicle. Like uh -oh. it's gonna I, get worse. I I am not. I'm not trying to for, say for that Black it Adam can't two, be where he fights Superman. I love the fact I'm that Amanda came in so positive and is already like in a less than a minute. She is like Amanda talk. To the other. I missed Amanda. I'm just... I need my Amanda back. <laughs> I am a prophet. He's a preacher. I'm a prophet. It's why I don't even want to talk about it. Like because it's. The more you talk about this, the more you're just no, like... No, but that's like, but that's The Rock's entire career, though. I feel like as soon as he's attached to something, I'm just like, this is going to be marketed the fuck out, like, to the max. I'm going to see him do a thousand TV Pain and gain. Pain and gain with... He's going to, like... With, for, uh, for um, Michael Bay. He's amazing. Actually amazing, though. I really, love that really, movie. Really, really, good movie. That him movie is... Mark Marky Mark. Interesting. <laughs> but that movie is everything interesting. else is just like, like, okay. The Rock... TM, like, okay. but Amanda, I, I want to get you, I want to get your thoughts on this because I was about to start talking about it and then my Wi-Fi cut out and then I had to reboot my computer. 
Did you watch the Disenchanted trailer? I haven't. Oh, you need to see this. Wait. The sequel to Enchanted with Amy Adams. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, oh. trailer dropped today. Oh my God. Do I need to take a break so I can watch it? And come yes. Back? Yes. Okay. You, you right. need to go watch it. Yeah. I'll wait. Do you need to go somewhere? No, I'm in Okay. <laughs> you just oh, he just got jealous. No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> well, no. If something worth watching isn't happening in this window, the stream's going to go down. So you gotta... <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, what he said. Oh crap, crap. No, no, no. Um, yeah, but yes, that, that showed up today. It. I will yeah. go watch it. I love. I live for Amy Adams. I actually. So, um, speech season has started again. The school year has started. Speech season has started. So I'm coaching a bunch of people in speech, and one of the topics that I want to like find a way to build for a student this year um, is basically about um female age representation and like how aging is like not allowed in hollywood like meryl streep is famous for for um saying when she turned 40 she was offered three witch roles in the same year and she was like i felt like hollywood was sending me a sign about how they <laughs> felt about women of a certain age and um, and there's, I don't know, other people talking about it, but Amy Adams is one of the people who has said before, I haven't seen pictures of her from this trailer, but she has said before that she's like not into the whole like preserving her face in plastic thing. And I also think that's part of what makes her a really great actress because she can actually use all of her face. <laughs> No lies. Yeah. Um, can I go watch this and come back? Please, because I want to talk to you about it. Out of here. <laughs> Boys Club, whatever. Put because sign I would... on the door. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Boys well, Club. We want to wanna... hear your opinion on it. Hey, yeah. Boys Club is I want to talk about a musical because that's who I am in this Boys Club. But I actually looked it up and it was interesting to go. I was like, okay, I remember taking my mom to go see this movie. And I was like, why did I take my mom to go see this movie? And they realized, oh, because it was a month before my first date with Heather. I was in <laughs> and but then I also looked at it and it was like it had a $85 million budget and made $340.5 million box office. Damn. Wait, do you hear that? I do. Yes. <laughs> On my your mic is like getting everything right now. I just heard I just heard a man go like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I assume the trailer. Uh yeah, hopefully it's not one of the kids. No, it's not one of the kids. <laughs> yeah. I know the voices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too adorable. But, uh, as she as she you know, before she comes back and whatnot, like uh so what uh now that we've talked about the things that we've already seen today, like Little Mermaid, um, they talked about Peter um what is it, Peter Pan and Wendy. Windy. Yeah, which I'm kinda curious because it's like, you know, that story's always been kinda cool. I always think Hook is like one of my favorite live action yeah. Peter Pan movies because it was something unique and different. Robin Williams, yeah. uh Justin Hoffman, that movie I watched so many times as a kid because oh, 
Hook Such is a... Hook is great, but otherwise Peter Pan is like notorious for just being terribly adapted. Yes. Yeah. The only thing that gives me hope for Peter Pan and Wendy is David Lowry is directing it. Mm. And I've already had yeah. it confirmed oh, through an interview. That's right. Yes. And it's already confirmed that the head of the Green Knight is going to be uh mounted on Captain Hook's ship. Okay. So he's gonna have a little Easter egg from okay, that's cool. I like that. I know, well, and, and then I the fact him talking about developing the script for that too, and like the reason that he ch so I guess I am excited for that then. Yeah, <laughs> David Lowry, you can't get her, yeah. After watching if anybody watched the Green Knight, you're gonna be like, All right, at least Peter Pan and Wendy is gonna be visually fucking stunning because the visuals in Green Knight are just ooh, so good. And Jude Law, Captain Hook, right? That's pretty cool i don't know who the casting is i just knew that david lowry was directing. oh no, no. It. jude law jude law is captain hook so i'm like okay i can maybe get i don't know who who else is i, I just want to preface jude law. this shut okay. up dave i just want to preface Fuck this no. by saying yes that <laughs> <laughs> that i did not i knew fucking nothing about what this movie was about i'm sorry I knew, it's a thing. I knew nothing about what this movie was about. I'm so sorry. Um, until uh, I watched the trailer. Like, I knew nothing. I didn't know what was happening. I knew fucking nothing. And I'm oh. sitting here talking about <laughs> bitches getting offered roles as witches. And literally the first line, I don't know if you guys could hear me screaming, but the first yeah, line. Yeah, we did. And, and they were like, their mic's picking up everything. That's <laughs> when she's like uh i know that change could be scary or something like that and i was like bitch <laughs> is she talking about menopause right now she's not but maybe she is though oh it looks so good also they're very clearly setting it up to have a third and that's very exciting so um yay steven yay <laughs> I love James. Uh, James Marsden is also between his, you know, he, he, him coming back in Westworld and then doing yeah. this, where he's yeah. just like, your your servants must dig a torrent and build a tower from which you may sing. Like he is so into it. I'm yes. like James. Oh, no. I love he was, your commitment. He was built for this role. He was built for this role. Also. He um, looks like a prince. <laughs> literally, he's a fucking prince. Like he's. I feel like that is face. his hair. He doesn't actually have to grow hair out or anything. Like that's just what he looks like. <laughs> Regular, little costume accessories. Um, I think it looks very. Um, I think it looks fun. I think the third will be so much better. Oh, <laughs> she's already predicting the third's going to be better. No, it's, it's it will. It will. Like Black Adam. <laughs> no, there will be a spinoff, though, because very clearly there's a stepdaughter. There's going to be like, uh, what are you serious? Are you not seeing it? Now it's Cinderella. It was Rapunzel. Now it's Cinderella. Hey, hey, Amanda, pull the, pull the mic a little pull bit closer. closer. Pull the mic closer. Take over. You, you're the captain now. Take over. Hi, oh. my name's Steven. <laughs> my chair is in the way. Anyway. Um, it's very progressive yeah. of you. That's great. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that's great. I love People that. tuning in for I, the first time are like, that's Stephen Colbert. Okay. <laughs> that's Somebody, what he looked like. 
earlier tonight, I got on ACS's stream and I said, hey, son, because Joey was on. I was like, hey, son. Hey, Anthony and Phil. And somebody was like, wait, ACS, Amanda's your mom? And I was like, Oh. And then ACS was like, no, no. She was saying Joey's her so Joey was like, no, Amanda's my mom. And they were like, oh, that's cool. And we were, I was like, just to be clear, <laughs> that's a joke. I'm not actually his mom. Although I do look very good for however the fuck old I have to be to be Joey's mom. So <laughs> right, or even ACS's mom. Um yeah. <laughs> ACS is, you know, he's he's probably older than maybe all of us, I but he, know. you know, he like the rock, still, he doesn't age. He doesn't he age. Is. He's got he's got some genes that just and that laugh, man. I still, oh god, the last time he was on here when we oh, had the wife, Travis, the wife, the wife beater thing was so oh, great. Oh, did you see that? You, Amanda? Did you, you saw that clip, Amanda, about the wife beater? No. Okay, okay I, so, I, I have it bookmarked. Yeah. I'm, I'm tagging you right now, Amanda. You've got to see this. Clip. So yeah, I so served it up. And Travis, uh, like, spiked it. It was great. Oh, it was great. It was just, it was me, Scott, Travis, and ACS. And and Scott goes, oh, Travis, I see you're wearing the wife beater. And he says something about a musical. And then he goes, and then Travis goes, it literally has my wife on it. Like, he had his wife on the wife beater. So then all of a sudden, we just all start losing our minds. And then AC, you know, Anthony has that big, huge laugh. And he's just like, he just loses it. So, of course, that just adds to the whole thing. Just because tagged it, you, Amanda. Yeah. Check your Twitter. I just tagged you on I this. People, Travis Snell is one of the strangest, nicest, most out-of-pocket men on this app. <laughs> you, you just described I'll, a Canadian. I'll, I'll, like, Geeker yeah. will come up in my podcast queue and I'll hear him talking about his dog's like anal glands needing express. I'm not kidding. That's a thing that happened. I'm like, some, you're coming for my brand. Excuse me, sir. Um, anyway. Um, the anal glands podcast. How dare you? Yes. He? Anal glands. Yes. yes. You're listening to the anal glands podcast. With Stephen Colbert, that's right. Is this, is this like? Is, 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 it's is just this, him and Dice like talking about symbolism my for sweaty, an hour and a half. <laughs> Nobody can resist sweaty my balls right sweaty next ball. to my anal glands. Yes. Um, that was our opening, uh, our intro song from the album Chocolate Flavored Starfish. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Here's an oldie but goodie from. A guy named Chef. A guy we go way back. Chocolate sweaty balls. <laughs> we've lost the plot. We've oh, we've the lost the plot. We were talking. We were talking D twenty three. So obviously we've got trailers stuff that there's we got a new Andor trailer, right? What? There's a new Andor trailer. Why is Was there? It's going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wrong, that's Star Wars. So oh, I saw Star a new Andor trailer. Oh, uh, was it like a like a brief one, like a preview yeah. to the trailer? It was probably a preview to the trailer, maybe. Oh, okay, I don't know. Okay. You know how they do those short ones? We're like, right, hey, right, right. because the Star Wars and Marvel panels tomorrow for us, not for you. You're it's like later today, whatever the hell. Yeah, you're already uh, tomorrow. The same time, yeah. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's fun. I always when I hit up KC, I'm like, you good for tonight? But it's literally like you good for like what this morning or whatever. Mm. Uh, but uh, no, no. But the 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 panel for Marvel and Star Wars is tomorrow, ten o'clock my time. So 
Yeah, 10 a.m. I'm looking forward to that Marvel panel. Yeah, the Marvel panel is going to be insane. Eternals 2. Just give me that movie. Which one? Eternals 2. Oh, is that, oh, that's what you're hoping for? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I believe the people who say we're going to get a fantastic forecast. Yeah. yeah. Which was kind of funny how you said that. A fantastic forecast? Anybody? Okay. Sorry. I just, you said that and just like fantastic forecast. I'm honestly, I won't even lie. Seeing Casey right now, I'm, I'm concerned for him and I need to check on your mental health. (laughs) Um, I haven't seen stubble on your face. Yeah. He finally hit puberty. That's what happened. Yeah. Okay, well, no, I'm not worried anymore. That's really He's all grown up now, Amanda. And by the way, I mean, if you could pull the mic a little closer to you're a little low right God. now. There, I know. There, there we you go. go. Yeah. So I don't know. I know. The people McDonald's. See, that's the thing. Now your voice it sounds good. <laughs> We're like, you know how you sound very crystal clear. Yeah. And Steven yeah. sounds like distorted. Well, you know what it is? how he it... sounds in real life. No, that's kind of how he sounds in real life. It's a little yeah. bit like the um, Peanuts teacher. A little bit like that in real life. Okay. And I've been told that I speak like a typewriter. So <laughs> I love that piece of music. That's a piece of music, Casey, that goes back a few years. Yeah, it's... you'll want to sample it. <laughs> what when did it come out, by the way? I gotta oh, I gotta see that. I mean, also they use a typewriter and no, that's a cash register and money. Money, dun, money. Dun. Let's Actual see the cash register, though. nineteen eighty six, the typewriter song. Oh wow! Oh, creative title. <laughs> well, I still remember when Penn and Teller, when when Penn and Teller, you, uh, I I loved watching PBS, so I used to watch uh, uh, Evening at the Pops for the Boston Pops Orchestra, and they always have guest hosts as a and... as a kid would do. Fuck you! <laughs> I'm sorry. I was was I'm Lawrence coach. Welk uh, not on that night? <laughs> I, no, I, even that was a bridge too far for me. <laughs> Hey, hey, if it's any any consolation, Scott, I asked my parents and gladly went to see Burt Bacharach in concert when I was 12. But it is funny to watch you admit this first. And now, come on, it was PBS and John Williams would conduct because he was like the head conductor for the Boston Pops Orchestra. But I remember when Penn and Teller hosted one. Yeah, Penn and Teller hosted it one night and they went, We'd like to introduce this beautiful piece of music, you know, called the typewriter. But since nobody under the age of 35 knows what a typewriter is, we now present the video game. And they had gotten someone to program a video game that moved with the melody of the song. It was brilliant. That's awesome, actually. Um, Very cool. Very cool. Cool. The, Enosh, screw you. You're and, older. And I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was actually giving you kudos. Every, there was a silence. There's a hush. I'm listening, Amanda. All listening. over the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers Stephen Banks, Home Entertainment Center? Stephen Banks. That sounds familiar. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, Dave, because he's your father. <laughs> Is he? Damn it. Dad? You, Dad? Jim and Jim Carrey 
fucked and had a baby. <laughs> and it's you. Stephen Banks. Why am I, I? I know the name, but I can't. I can't. You said um, he sent it to you before. Probably. Yes. I think. Stephen yes. Banks. Probably. This one. This Stephen one. Banks. God damn it. I am like, I know it's like right there. It's right there. I know you you can look it up on YouTube after you're done watching the show. Hit like and subscribe. Um, (laughs) God. When we were 10. I got you. I got you. I gave you money. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Circle, circle, square, square. Now I have them everywhere. No, everyone. I remember that. Okay. I remember that. I remember all of that. Yes. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Don't um, touch me there. This is my no-no my square. My no-no square. <laughs> <laughs> milk, milk, Casey lemonade like, around lemonade, the corner. Lemonade, lemonade, yes. Oh, man. So many things that we said as kids, man. We were very unsupervised as children. It's very funny. much. So, There's even things we probably can't even say now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I think. <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost, I almost like. Oh, remember this one? Nope, probably shouldn't say that one. Maybe uh, we shouldn't say that one. The, the, the yeah, yeah, on my yeah. broadcast. Teller did the introduction yeah. for the Stephen Banks Home Entertainment Center, so you guys know it's a live comedy special that was taped. It's an it's an HBO show. It's it's Bo Burnham's Inside from 1985. That's a 1989. Very good comparison. It's Bo Burnham's Inside from 1989, but like low tech. I mean, it's a stage with a with a set and a guy with a bunch of instruments. It's pretty fucking awesome. It's a one man show about a guy who is procrastinating while writing a speech. Stephen, get on your mic. What? And Dave, you're muted. <laughs> this has been a nice. Scott, Scott what you? Oh yeah, you sent the Penn and Teller Boston pops. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I found and, and I and I and I and I uh, and I scrubbed it and found where the typewriter thing started because I was like, I bet there just is on the internet somewhere, and I and found it. Today. Thank you, YouTube. So oh. here's what we're talking about right here, man. This is such a tangent that we're going off right now. I love it. <laughs> We're I love nearing it. hour three. This is the point where we are allowed to deviate. Yeah. Entirely. Look at that earring that he's wearing. <laughs> the typewriter. Do you remember typewriter? You know, no one under the age of forty-five in this country knows what a typewriter is. This great thing with Arthur Peter typewriter is very, very funny, very, very clever, but it is completely outdated. So to help you guys out to learn learning music. We have covered we have a new way to present the typewriter. We are going to do it by playing our new video game. Every time we're going to play the video game and with the music. So instead of playing Rory Anderson, the typewriter, Penn & Teller has soloists with the Boston Pop to present the video game. The video game. I like it. Wait, what year is this? It's the 90s. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, baby. (laughs) And now that's the backdrop for Doja Cat and the VMAs. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) 
<laughs> this is what I watched for fun as a kid. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> that lady right there was having Never, the never saw that before. <laughs> you know what, Scott? Yes. I won my school spelling bee and I took fourth in the regional spelling bee. So I was two people away from going to nationals. Woohoo! Yeah. Watch out. What word knocked me out? Um, Batteries. <laughs> wow, that was so quick. I'm thinking of my buddy Andy, who like it would throw you off because he would be like, batteries. Like bats and trees together. That was the general. Well... Scott, how do you spell things? You're from the South. I spell them the way they're spelled. How do you spell things? <laughs> things is spelled T-H-I-N-G-S. Thank you very See, much. See, up here in Michigan, we spell it Q-R-Z-4-Niner. <laughs> and in Iowa, yes, there's a niner in there. C-O-R-N. Corn. Corn. <laughs> it's corn. It's a big lump with knobs. It's got... Oh, <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> Do you put it in your mouth? Can't, can't, can't imagine a more. I'm, I made that thing. joke in a group chat. <clears throat> have you heard the uh, corn song, Scott? I have not heard the corn song. What? Scott, There's a corn song. There's it's a... far better than the Dave's on TikTok. So... You've heard the corn song by now, right, Dave? I probably have. It's that kid. It's this. It's the little kid. It's the little kid who was interviewed a few weeks ago. He's being interviewed by this guy, and he's like, well, "What do you like?" And the kid's got like a piece of corn. Oh, I saw that. And he's like, he's like, well, what I really like is cone. He calls it cone because he's cone. got like a little bit cone. of a speech impediment, and he calls it cone. And, he has, and like, the guy's like, he, well, what do you like about he's cone? Like six, so he's missing a yeah. bunch of teeth. Yeah, he's missing front teeth so and stuff. Cute. And so, so he he's so cute. And so that's what it started off as this kid just is like talking about cone, but he's like very articulate in the way mm. that he is is talking about it. And he's just like, I can't imagine a more beautiful thing than cone. <laughs> He's like, when I tried it with butter, everything changed. <laughs> and the guy's like, so should everyone like, should everyone like corn? And he's like, well, no, no, everyone doesn't have to like corn, but you should try it. <laughs> and so, so that's what it started off. And then like some brilliant people uh, took and put it to music. And now it's like an earwig that just like Tiffany will, will be, Tiffany will be at work and she'll just text me throughout the day and she'll just like, it'll just be an emoji of corn. Yeah, because it just gets yeah. stuck in your head. It's like how is this not showed up? A big lump with knobs. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. I have not seen this in my TikTok feed. That's for sure. No, no. Oh my gosh! Right. Hold on a second. Crazy. I don't know, man. Hold on a second. I'll have to find my version because, like, no, everybody was doing I versions. I immediately went there and I was like, "Never fucking mind." It's just ass and titties, ass, ass, titties, titties. <laughs> No, you know, it's only that for and the Jim first Carey, week. It, as soon as it gets, as soon as it gets your feed. algorithm, that's that's yeah. probably Dave's algorithm still. But yeah, no, that's, totally. No, my no, uh, Amanda, you'd appreciate this. Uh, Heather just showed me this. She apparently follows this woman on TikTok, whose user whose handle is the Walmart Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the Walmart Amy. What? Adams. It wow. Is, it's this. Wow. It's this woman who, when you look at her, you go, "Okay, 
you did a really good job picking a handle Holy because shit. she like finds all these like dance routines or like these other people doing like dances on TikTok and she tries to mimic them to great comedic effect. <laughs> but and but yeah, her her I think her handle is the Walmart Amy Adams. I love that. Wow. <laughs> um, I have been reminded since all the Lord of the Rings stuff is like coming back up all over my algorithm because I watched that sounds episodes. dirty all over your algorithm, like all over it. Yes, it's like get that algorithm like all over spores me. on a tree. You know, those trees where like they cut them down or they shake them and all the fucking spores like everywhere in the exact sound effect. Every yeah. time something good comes out. Anyway, so that happened to my algorithm. And I'm reminded now how much I deeply resemble Elijah Wood. Um, <laughs> my nickname is Frodo, has been since I was in high school. Um, and my brother has been asked for his autograph before. It's like a real thing. Yes! So this this is the original interview with the Please. kids. So listen how yes. articulate. I really like corn. What do you like about corn? Ever since I I was told that corn was real, it tasted good. Did you think corn wasn't real? But when I tried it with butter, everything changed. I love corn. Mm, <laughs> Do you think that everyone should be eating corn? No, not everyone has to like it to be the best. Yeah. Everyone just has to try it. Have a bake. What else are your favorite things? I play a variety of games. Hide and seek, tag, level lava monster. Yeah, mostly cold. I mean, then look at this then. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's cold. His grandmother it's next corn. Because corn is awesome. Can you describe corn to someone who's never tasted it before? A big lump with knobs. It has the juice. <laughs> it's the part that mostly makes me like the corn. How much do you think corn should cost? Mandala. I hope you really have a corn-tastic day. A corn-tastic day? What? It's just a pun about corn. It's just a pun. Oh, that one for me. It's just a pun about corn. <laughs> if you like corn, cracking up. To me, I can tell you all about it. Do you like corn? No. Have you ever had corn before? <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> now you have to watch the schmo. Schmo. What is so, the schmo? Yeah. No. Anyway. Oh, part, two. part two. Oh, I, the, the part two is not as good. That, yeah, it, sure it, yeah, it, it no, never. No, 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 the sequel no, no. rarely no, is. Sequels are never Yo that. As but you got to hear the corn song. I'm gonna have to find the corn song here for you because the corn song is is uh, is is excellent. Hold on a second. Is this Amanda is literally yeah. saying it. Yeah, here's so here's the corn song where they took and remixed <laughs> this kid this kid's interview. And uh, they're making a bazillion dollars off of it because, like, why not, Steven, right? So this is what the vodka stream has become. Spice Smoke. I know. The, it's oh, really, yeah. it's come, so, it's it's become a porn stream. Here, this should be your new theme song. Who did it? I really like corn. What do you like about corn? Who did it? A big one that knocks. It has the juice. I'm adding a more beautiful thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. I mean, look at this thing. When it's white, it's a battle, anything Do you like corn? Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I accidentally turned it off at the right point, but that was great. That was that was perfect. That's perfect. That references something else we talked about earlier this night. Yeah, but it's just great because Tiffany Tiffany will just text me. It's corn. And then we'll just go back and forth. A big lump with knobs. It's got the juice. It's got the oh, juice. my God. <laughs> the ending of that. No, and then it just, like, cuts to Will Smith's <laughs> What the fuck? Oh. I just, I, I have to, I have to open another one. It's just like that, that, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh the corn oh kid God. is making you Somebody drink now. Something about the Will Smith thing. I don't remember who it was. But they said... Will Smith did a good job of pretend of like playing a nice guy for Dave Chappelle. Seconds. Dave Chappelle. Well done. Dave Chappelle know. said said Will Smith had did a good job of wearing a mask for thirty years, and hopefully now like something I'm not you know it, he said like something about like now hopefully he keeps that mask off and and realizes you know to show people that he's just as fucked up as everybody else you know kind of thing. And he's like he he wore the mask of being a perfect person for 30 years and now he took the mask off when that happened and hopefully when does he pride it come, boys before the fall mm. al pacino I'm... also told me it was his favorite sin oh al pacino well, will that? smith don't have to cuss in his songs to sell records but i because do casey there's another movie YouTube. you need to watch the devil's advocate Yes, great movie. All right, all right. I'm I'm gonna sell it to you I, right now, Casey. I'm gonna sell it to you right now. You get a naked Charlize Theron before, yeah. Anyways, just saying. I'm sold. Yeah, naked Thar Charlize Theron before she was. You know, Casey's like it. It's corn. Yeah. <laughs> a big lump with knobs. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. But you don't have to put it anywhere near your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's corn. <laughs> it's Theron. <laughs> I got a big lump with that mouth. movie. That movie is actually on my <laughs> list because I've heard about it so many times. So, oh, yeah, so heard about yeah, the besides besides yeah. all the nudity, yeah, it's really good. It's really. No, good. It's I mean, Keanu yeah. nudity helps. I said about Showgirls too, I believe. <laughs> no, we talked about Showgirls last week. It reminds me of um um um. Besides nudity, it's Tom Cruise. Chef's game. choice. No, it's not. Script. No. The script. Oh my gosh, man! Randy when I tried it with butter, talking, everything with changed. <laughs> when I tried Showgirls with butter, the firm. everything changed. The firm's the firm. good. A little. That, that's what you get from watching Showgirls. Outside of more <laughs> look at Dave. More. See, Dave I live for that. I live for Dave's reaction. <laughs> see, I'm here with you, Amanda. I'm talking John Grisham with you. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That Thank was... you. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Wait, it. Yes. I... You're welcome. You're welcome. Wait, that was no, good. I like that. <laughs> High five. High five, Hina. <laughs> hey, hey, yes. There you go. Right Scott. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're over here high five, and I don't know what disgusting thing Scott just did. Jeez, I have no idea what's happening on this. Mention, sh mention showgirls, don't look away because Scott's gonna do something. Jeez, Scott. This is what Scott, happens when a man's got some decorum, please. Sir. Some decorum, please, Scott. 
Please. It's corn. Dave's show. Come on. It's, it's corn. <laughs> no. By all means. Saying Dave's show does not inspire any of us to act more mature. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, go, go for it. Run amok. Whatever. I don't care. Rudderless. <laughs> you literally have rudderless a sign beside you that says that. So I got to ask you. I, I got to ask you. All, have you guys watched Ted Lasso? I yeah. watched Ted Lasso. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. So I ju we just thing. finished it tonight. We just like both seasons? Yes, both seasons. Okay. One of the many things that I have needed to get to, but like taking time off from streaming has been beautiful because I've caught up on like a ton of stuff that I needed to see. Not everything, but a ton of stuff. And here's the funny thing. is like, I do not even like soccer or football, depending upon where you're from. Great show. Great show. I love, I love show. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis can do no wrong, but it's really a great uh, ensemble of actors and actresses. Well, he did Olivia yeah. Wilde, so... <laughs> Somehow he did do that. That was one of the best roles he was in. <laughs> I was... Oh, yeah, and by the way, Jason Sudeikis right now is probably going... Yeah, he's yeah. probably going... Yeah. Look I kind of don't right think that he would actually think that because of Ted Lasso, you know, I feel like he's a really nice guy and he's upset that Charlie's, you know, sorry, Olivia Wilde is going through all that. Yeah. And no, he's not. He's so disappointed no, when he slapped the fuck yeah. out of someone in 30 years. No, no, no. He's not because because <laughs> she tried to throw him under the bus when like she got served the papers on CinemaCon, and it's like he had no idea. He didn't know what That's the hell. And like, how did you have control of that? Yeah, I mean, they just they the, the people the, the 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 company that was serving the papers were like, we know where she's gonna be. We're gonna do it right there because we can't get her anywhere else. Yeah, blah, but blah, he doesn't blah. get to choose that. She no. She, she tried to like he it went to my spam the whole yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. She tried to pull the, like it, it. But didn't like and then she like kind of publicly like it wasn't like a public thing that she like went to Harry Styles like before they were like even divorced and all this stuff. Like I don't know. Like to me, it's just like right now. He Jason Sudeikis is kind of getting the last laugh with all this fucking don't worry, darling well, drama. He he's kind of just going. Doing the Chris so what's that all about? Because like honestly, I'm I'm out of the loop on that. Not commenting on it. He's above it. He's like I'm over here making my fucking Ted Lasso show. Which <laughs> yeah. everyone freaking Casey, loves. Everyone loves Ted Lasso. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, by, the way, by the way, if they ever make a live action Simpsons, he has to play Ned Flanders. <laughs> does, oh, yeah. he, does he write the show? Well. No, he just no. Actually, the guy just who plays the the guy who plays he just nails um, it. Kind of like Ken. Kind of like uh, is a writer on the show. Olivia Wilde. There, huh? he was. He was a Roy Kent was a writer on the show and then auditioned to play Roy Kent. Right as I was drinking, Enosh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's no, that's true. Yeah. About Roy Kent, I, yeah. I love the character. I love all the cast. Like Enosh, you said. Uh, I also appreciated that in the second season they went deeper into the mental health stuff and yeah. all that. Yes, season two. Yes. Was really good. And I'm just saying that ender that the the end of season two. Of course, no spoilers for yeah Dave here, but, but the end of season two. Oh, Amanda apparently hasn't seen it either. Okay, no, no, I'm I not gonna say it, it but like, but like, yeah, you know what? Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, what? you know what? You little prick. You <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Season Especially... two brings out a lot of emotions out of you. That's yes, for it sure. Does. Absolutely. Okay. That's for sure, man. Like, you, you know what I love about that show, too, is like you don't know who the hell is going to hook up and who's not. 
Mm. Like I think about like five times we're like, hey, do you think that this these two are getting together? I don't know. Oh, these two are getting together. What? Who's Amanda? What are you? What about is going ask? on here? <laughs> that single question gave me a lot of the very different vibe than everything else I've gotten from what I've heard about Ted Lasso. Can someone give me like a like a what? So the show is basically about <laughs> an American how one football man coach gets hired to coach a professional English <laughs> soccer club. And he's a super nice, always positive guy. Midwestern guy. Yeah, and it starts off with kind of like you remember the movie uh um Major League? Mm. Where there, where there's like a my like favorite that, that, baseball movie. Yes, my but you know how like you know how like in that movie there's the, you know like the twist that like they want the team to fail. Yeah, it's not really a, a spoiler, but like it, it it's it starts off you kind of get that vibe from it, and then it goes places, and it's and but it but the places that it goes are so great because because just even sitting down to watch it like that alone would have been a great premise, but the thing is is that they they don't they don't just stay in a place like it. The, the show is just growing even throughout its own season. It, it will just grow into places that you're just not expecting. And I and love me of the way that they wrote like weeds or maybe Jane, the Virgin where you're just like, Holy shit. There's a whole new storyline that just developed in the last pretty much every pretty episode. Much, yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. whole new storyline. Yeah. Every, every episode and you're loving characters that you never thought that you'd love. And then all of a sudden you're hating characters that you never thought you'd Jane hate. That's Jane the Virgin. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 there's that so many, and there's also so many moments in the show that we call uh, lasso lessons. I love oh, me yes. some lasso lessons. Why yes. don't they just call them lessons? Oh my God. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh. That's good. That's good. That's good. I like that. Seriously? <laughs> I'm the first person here to think this? What? Apparently. Oh. Yeah. All I know is that if we 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 joked about what streaming services on it's on Apple, right? Apple Apple. Plus. Yeah, yeah, it's on it's on Apple. My buddy had it on Plex. See, Amanda, this is this is why you haven't seen it yet because you don't have Apple subscription yet, and you haven't seen Severance also because of that. Oh. Or or Denzel Washington's Macbeth. You're not gonna. (laughs) You're not gonna convince me. Look, Apple is not paying me, but these two shows are worth it. Yeah, don't don't worry, I haven't, I haven't, I didn't subscribe oh my to Apple God, either. So my buddy had it on Plex, it. and we just watched it. Oh, I'll pay you I used to have a Plex month. account with somebody who, yeah. <laughs> I know Plex. Anyways, so we've diverted from the topic of D23 <laughs> very much. So <laughs> it happened. Attempting an agenda. Corn, the movie, coming to D23. Corn, with a K? Um, the anyways, corn. there's there's people who've made that that like parody that it's corn, yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I just wanted to get everybody's like, what's gonna happen tomorrow? What are we What are we thinking when when it comes to Marvel, Star Wars? Well, you know? well, Dave, I, my professional opinion: well. is the sun is gonna come up <laughs> somewhere around the east. Somewhere, somewhere over here in this general area, in this vicinity, gonna happen tomorrow. there's going to be this some gustily winds, gustily yeah. winds coming up from yeah. the nether regions there from underneath the table. Okay. And Tomorrow's forecast, sunny. 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> with um, a chance, yeah. with a chance of me doing more power washing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of wondering about this power washing now. What are you doing? I bought a it's power so washer for the church. I bought a power because wow. the church desperately needed to be power washed because my grandma, God love her, she didn't power wash the building in like 30 years, oh, and so been... now, yeah. So like, I'm just like tackling this thing that it's like, yeah. <laughs> but I bought, like but, love it. but it was it was really funny we put we put the nozzle on man and it shot across the street and are you uh, are you are, are, is the power is the the hose the power washer sins away <laughs> take a drink from the hose <laughs> what i was about to say is like it's full of holy water is it is it full of holy water i mean it's like <laughs> it's just you know with holy water i mean oh my I'm, god yeah, yeah, yeah! I just no, totally Protestants blast don't your... do holy water, you Catholic. That's true. God. <laughs> uh, you know, but we do it's wash our sins away. Well, yeah. We do wash, we do wash the, the sins away. away with the high pressure nozzle. Pressure. You can wash any amount of sin away. <laughs> See, there's a commercial right there. And, and, right and there. mine and comes now, with a soap dispenser for extra hard to get sins. <laughs> God, gets in That's every right. crevice known to man. And spirit, for that matter, I guess. Just have a priest show up, or while you're, you know, you just do like the whole thing, and like, and before you do the power wash, just bless it, and there you go, it's you holy should, water. I was gonna say you should actually <laughs> like power wash everything except a cross. Leave a leave a cross of just the last of dirt, years. <laughs> of dirt, <laughs> a cross of dirt, a cross of yes. dirt and grime. <laughs> Nothing says Jesus washed away my sins than a cross of dirt. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Jesus washed away my sins, but he left podcast. his behind. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of sacrilegious things, did you see that that uh, Thor Love and no, Thunder I mean, almost had a them. Jesus he cameo? Yeah, I heard about that. With yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Catholics <laughs> left him up there, okay? You're not. So I'm just sorry. sorry. Jesus sorry. is still up there going, hey, guys, can you get me down from here? Yeah. What? Little help. I'm gonna, I'm gonna peace out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Little help, guys. Little help. Maybe get down off here. Thanks. Stop it. Sure. No, no, Stop no. It. But I remember. But yes, Taka. Yeah, apparently Taka said like at one point they were gonna have Jesus in Thor: Love and Thunder, oh. and I'm like, Jesus. Uh, oh, you know, I literally <laughs> said like, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dude, actually, wait. Are we predicting <laughs> the second coming for tomorrow at D23? Is that what I'm saying? No, yeah. no, 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 no. If anybody pulls oh. it off, it's 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 Feige. The gentlemen, coming to the MCU. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna be like that episode of Family Guy. People are gonna be. Like people are gonna be in our in our uh, man. People are Jesus gonna be in our chats going. Feige is king. <laughs> MCU right, is, is is the is gold. I mean, if if Feige really wanted to blow up D twenty three, he'd be like, "All right, guys, uh, yeah, I, uh, we got the Fantastic Forecast. We talked about the X Men, but guess what? Jesus, Jesus. Christ, okay. <laughs> like a new iPhone fourteen review. iPhone Jesus. People um, are like, "Well, we knew Henry Cavill was coming, but I mean, like, this is like the next best thing, right?" Like, oh man. The next best thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, he played a Christ-like character. Drew, there's a lot of... We went to Rolodex and we got to HC and he couldn't answer. So then we went to JC. <laughs> <laughs> He's always listening. So. So, so, so Amanda, you know... Directed by Zack Snyder. What's happening? <laughs> Jesus, the movie. Right, seriously. Because <laughs> I actually mean, know what's the buzz. Tell me what's a happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's a happening. When it comes to D twenty three. No, it's Jesus Christ oh. superstar. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Damn what? it! Oh, I fucked that up. <laughs> I love how Scott totally suckered us into that. Like he's like acting. He's acting so offended by everything that we're saying, and then he's just like, oh. "Here's a Jesus Christ superstar reference there for you." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally missed that one right there. I was like, "What are you talking about?" D twenty three. I was like, "Fuck, you just yes." <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself. I didn't, couldn't Damn even it. react. It was like watching a car accident happen. Like, oh no! Damn oh my it. God, Joshua Hamilton in the chat. Yes, yeah. that's a great that's a South Park reference too. That's, that's, yeah. Oh God, South Park. Park. Oh. Casey, are you familiar with South Park? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> I don't watch it. Yeah. What? It's got its moments. Yeah. It did have its moment. I was very stoned in college. Watched so. I still watch South Park. Park. I love South Park unabashedly. It's... I tell you what, did you did you see the concert at Red Rocks? Mm -mm. They no, did. I, oh, they I've did, heard about that. Yeah, yeah, they did like watched. the thirty or was it thirty or however long it's the show's been on. Whatever the anniversary, oh, twenty five years. All the all the music. Yeah. All, yeah. Rush showed up. Rush, Rush showed up, dude, live on stage and surprised. Uh, uh, what's his name? Not Trey. Uh, Matt. 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 Matt Stone. No, Trey's the current. Matt Stone. Trey Parker. Yeah, Trey Park. Which one's Trey? Trey's the Trey's the blonde dude. The blonde. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Matt. Yeah. So Matt. Matt. Because Matt. Matt's playing like all these different instruments all night long, right? And so like he's back on the drums, and they had this thing they did blame Canada, and then after they did blame Canada. Up on the big screen behind them pops up um, like video of uh, of Rush, uh, but in like South Park it's... animation. And they're talking about how it's Matt's birthday and they would like to do something special for him. And they're like, well, maybe we'll just show up and play with them. And so they come out and they played uh, closer, closer, uh Closer Near than the my heart. God to thee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. And that was, it was awesome. And like Matt was like, just like blown away. Obviously Primus was there. Uh, they had uh, a few other musicians from other, ba you know, bands and stuff like that. That was awesome. And they just played like all these great songs from the show. That was just, yeah, it was great. What it was awesome. Iconic. It was, yeah, it was very iconic, but they did it at Red Rocks. They, 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 they filmed the thing live and it was awesome. It was really good. Cool. As a musician, it was really cool. The old generations now, one, because I'm old also, but two, because um, the future of the world is so tenuous. And I just feel like truly in this moment of time, we are hurtling on a rock through space with no breaks. And it's, I'm just going to have fun while we go down in flames, you know? I'm just going to have a good time. Well, yeah, the rest of us know the truth that the world is flat and we are not hurtling through space <laughs> at all. Well, no, everything is have to play around. the band as the Titanic sinks, you know? Yeah. What a profound way to say that. I'm going to be on a fucking lifeboat because I'm a woman, but that's fine. Yeah. Women and children um, first. Yeah. Okay, Stephen, good luck with that. Unless you're Billy Zane. <laughs> 
I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna go to Mars. <laughs> he knows he has to sink into the ocean while staring deeply into my eyes with frozen. When there's room on the door for both of you. He's in the cold water now. <laughs> you horrible person, you. Yeah, I, I got to hold on to this diamond for the rest of my life, but you know, now that I'm gone, nobody else will be able to have it. You're gonna Cartman it. Speaking of South Park, you're gonna be like, screw you guys. I'm going home. You killed Kenny, you bastards. Sorry, man. So Tiffany's ex-husband right. is named Kyle. And uh <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the it's the greatest thing ever, man. All the Kyle jokes in, in the show, like we just laugh and laugh and laugh. Because Kyle because I because like because I I knew Kyle. Like we were all friends. I, I've been friends with Tiffany for like 20 some odd years, man, since like 1997, 1998. Since Casey was and uh born. and and so the thing is like we were all friends, like she was friends with with me and my ex-wife and I knew her, um, her ex-husband and he was a huge Superman fan. Are you and... admitting you guys like wife swapped right now? No, because we did like, not. No. Although, it. although Tiffany and I did joke that it would have been hilarious if he would have ended up marrying my ex-wife because they deserve each other. Uh, <laughs> oh. no, actually the weird thing was, was like when he left, I, I was the one actually trying to convince him to go back home to Tiffany. And uh, and then later on, and in, then you in, talked yourself into it. Yes. Then later on, in subsequent fights, when he was being a real dick to me, I just looked at him and I was just like, "Kyle, I just want to thank you." He's like, "For what?" And I'm like, "I just want to thank you, man, because you know, I know you hate me, and I know you." He just he 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 grew to not like me because of the fact that like it was it's one of those things. He's got little man syndrome, and uh, and he just he, he he was really upset that Tiffany was happy and so he took it out on me and i sat and listened to him for like 15 minutes just like berate me like going on about my curly hair about nobody likes my music about how all these things and it just went on and on and on and i just sat there and listened to it and i just said i just want to thank you man it was for what i said because you know i know how much you apparently don't like me now and i said i know that you hate tiffany i said but i want to thank you because inadvertently You've made me the happiest man on earth. And for that, I thank you because you didn't appreciate Tiffany when you had her and you <laughs> let her slip through your fingers. Oh my God. And now she's with somebody who actually appreciates her and loves her and cares for her. And he felt the fires of. Oh, he was so pissed off. Oh He's like, shut God. up. I'm like, well, I, thank you. Thank you. Sounds God. like what a Kyle would say. Thank you. God. Ted Lasso, season three. <laughs> no, idea. no idea if that's relevant it just sounds like a ted lasso sort of thing <laughs> kind of yeah actually yeah, yeah season actually, two yeah, yeah 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 actually in a weird way yes Again, yes i am a prophet i am a prophet <laughs> haven't seen you need to get before. apple tv that's what you need to do please get a... don't do apple tv i don't know what to tell you it's in the contract you get a seven day trial we trial watch the whole thing severance i know severance I, I i actually was like i i was like mom give me your apple tv because i had to watch that and mom, that was amazing you your apple TV, mom mom, mom, mom i don't know if she's there she's mama. not out there yeah i know but yeah i had to. love i know i know i know i know i keep on hearing about it and i'm like oh of course i'd like because i like 
I like Jason Sudeikis. I'm just like, yeah, I love I love that guy. Not really. Um, he was even at the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert, which was great. I'm like, good for him. Yeah, love that guy. Um, yeah, no, and I'm like, yeah. Really about what, Casey? Ted Lasso is not really about football. Like, there's well, yeah, relatively very less football in that that than I would have liked. There's no football <laughs> in it. There's soccer. <laughs> but, yeah. Nice but, one, good one. Yeah, I like it. You don't have to do it anymore, Casey. You're you calling yourself you out. You're calling yourself out because most of the world calls it football. You're the ones that want to be different, so yeah, be like most... that. <laughs> I'm just going to show a little professional American Midwest decorum because she died this week. Yeah. I was actually wondering why no one brought it up. What? What, the queen? Queen Elizabeth II, yeah. yeah. I didn't That's know her. That's why you guys all call it the same thing, okay? Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We, no, no, no. I, I mean, I agree with Casey. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're a little no. weird because it's like it's football that does make sense. Because it's the ball, you hit it with your foot. We invented it does make peanut sense. butter and basketball. Suck our dicks. We're you guys even football. have your metric systems, you know. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> America, America. It's actually right. called Imperial, which is funny because. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, all I know is that I, you know, you guys have something like stones. I don't know. I don't know what this is. No fucking yeah. clue. Stones. stones. Stones is the cheap beer you buy at college. That's what the fuck that is. I know. And, and by the way, we measure our weather in Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Okay. Okay. We measure our what? Celsius? Twelve What's degrees Celsius? Fahrenheit. Celsius. What's that? I don't even. That sounds like some we weird also, psychedelic band. I don't. I don't like. It's water. I get at the vitamin shop. Freedom in <laughs> Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Just complete, please complete that. <laughs> we measure our freedom in water. No, it was. It got dark because I realized that um, I'm not allowed to control my own reproductive system anymore. So. Um, oh, see, see, even but but we got Jason right here who said in New Zealand they call it soccer in New Zealand. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, <laughs> New, New Zealand, the other America. They nobody cares <laughs> about nobody cares Middle about Earth. New Zealand. Football. Come to New Zealand. It's just like the United States. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> where we play soccer. Yeah, we play soccer, and we got football too. That's right. That's right. The Lord of the Rings. What the fuck yeah. yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Suck Ready? on that world. I cricket. <laughs> we got cricket. Uh, which is so funny because I just watched the Teen Titans Go episode where Robin tries to teach the Teen Titans about cricket. Oh wow, cricket! Oh, cricket yeah. is it? Like it's a thing that you can Cricket would not get. Cricket. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. cricket. <laughs> that, what is that from? Teenage Somebody Mutant heard. Ninja Turtles, Turtles. 1990. Oh, it's Casey Jones talking to Russ. Damn! <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yes! Yes! Because he takes out the cricket bat. Yeah! Yes. We got him! <laughs> 
Casey. Long I so disappointed in you, Dave. We even got Casey here. We even got Casey a, here. It's awesome. I know, Works. I know, I know. I was like, shit. <laughs> we even got Casey here, man. Ninja awesome. Turtles. Yeah. Are you familiar, Casey? Donatello, Raphael. <laughs> no, that. Hey, hey. Let's talk I've about seen all the live action movies as well. So you, you saw the first movie, right? I've seen the Stephen Amell one as well. Oh God, that was no. Well, that's not a turtles yeah. movie. Did that's an really, abortion. Did you yeah. really just say the Stephen Amell version? You're talking about when Casey Jones is wearing a leather jacket, jeans, and rollerblading. <laughs> that Casey Jones? No. We want Elias from 1990 that's who we want as casey jones oh yeah we want him that's the unfortunately guy. i saw that in theaters too so tell me you didn't pay money to see that i did no that was the whole thing that was that one. was that was <laughs> tell that me was, you didn't pay money one, for right? this that was the second one right? guys Casey? got 30 yeah. seconds yep Second one, the second one where yeah, with uh, Megan Fox as April O'Neil, which is yes. horrible, horrible casting, horrible casting. Horrible casting. Horrible. God damn! The only there is thing, only one April O'Neil. Judith Hogue be her name. The only thing, the only thing I liked about the the, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies is when they were in the elevator and they started like fucking. Yes, like, yeah, that was up. the only. That was part. the best. I I started cracking up and I'm like, why can't the movie be just everything like this? That's them. That's that. That was perfect. Their, they blew their load. Yeah, all in that <laughs> scene. All in that scene in the fucking elevator. That was it. That was it. Oh, but everything else was just horrible. I just horrible. want to point out that Stephen is over here reading Whoops. the the Silmarillion, the preface to the Silmarillion, huh? the preface. Do you know how long it takes to have sex with? Like this I remember man, when guys. this conversation was about teenage <laughs> no, actually, ninja turtles, and, and we were enjoying it. And... It's a good time for a bathroom break. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, be right back. <laughs> so Scott, yes, what's Casey. been up with you? <laughs> What'd you say, Casey? What's been up with you? <laughs> you know, Sleeping. Doing some reading, going to soccer practice, you know. Football, you mean? <laughs> no, soccer. I can show you the emails. It says soccer. Yes. <laughs> I actually have a game at uh, 1030 in the morning if the fields aren't too wet. <laughs> Is that a metaphor? No, literally, no, we've been. It's been Ameri raining. In America, we have moisture. It's gonna be though, because I'm gonna wet it down with my power washer. <laughs> yeah. Power washer, the power washer comes back. The power wash of the Christ is the most blasphemous thing I've ever. Because he blasts it all over the church. A nonprofit power washing business called Power <laughs> Nonprofit. <laughs> You know, you gotta make Christ all over you. You gotta happen? make that skit, Enoch. For real. You know, you gotta make that skit now. Hmm. You have to. Somehow, oh somehow, God, you know, you gotta make some kind of. I loved the last one you made. I don't remember exactly what that one was, um, but I I remember loving that one. 
What was the last one you made? Stone. It was something with Superman. I don't know what it was, but it was awesome. <laughs> yes. Something with Superman. I I, oh, I made I say I made one about the uh, infamous uh, Batman Catwoman thing. Right. It was that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, Casey wouldn't remember that. That was hilarious. Yeah, I did no, that one. Wouldn't, no. <laughs> Shut up, Amanda. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> Go back to laughing. <laughs> Go back to laughing. <laughs> Women on the panel are regulated now on Dave's show to laughing in the corner. <laughs> At men's jokes. Yes. Oh, yes. hey, Steven's back. <laughs> now, finally, we can talk. Jeez, now that the guys are here. What about that Showgirls movie? Remember that? So, anyway, the fucking hierarchy of power bullshit <laughs> really needs to stop. Steven. Hierarchy? Hi, you got to know what a hierarchy is yeah. to know what a hierarchy is. Yeah. Then do you have the high ground? Yeah. Oh, man. Forgiveness oh. is the wise men say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. True. Yeah. <sighs> 18 and an eight. 118 and an eight. There's one eighteen so, in an eight. It's down here, so, dude. So, so, you gonna read? You gonna read us something, I Steven? Am, yeah, I'm gonna do a dramatic. I reading. swear, man, Scott, <laughs> I I cannot get them. Like, I literally will just recite that movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. It is. I still it is, remember it came out. It was my. It was my. I'm going eighth. to a movie. That okay with you? Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it was my eighth <laughs> birthday party because it lit the opening day was my eighth birthday, March 30th, 1990. So nice. that's what I got to do for my birthday was to go see that movie. Oh, well, it depends. Do you like penicillin on your pizza? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Such a good fucking oh man oh. that 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 first one was so like it was dark it oh, was gosh it, it was the really like original comics like the yeah. Eastman and Laird books yeah totally was it was the anyway, number it, one, it was the number it was the it was the number one uh independent film of all time for a long time <laughs> yeah it was because because New, New Line, Line Cinema New Line was New. Cinema. New, New Line, Line Cinema was, was not it was not under yeah. the umbrella of any of the major studios at the time, and so they took a chance on it. And and you know, and you know what, you know what ruins that that whole thing is. Uh, I mean, it's literally called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? And uh, you know, um, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, Henson, uh, Jim Henson was the one. It was the last thing that he worked on. Was that was that film? was putting those turtle suits together. And he had issues apparently with the violence in the film. Of course. And and Judith Hogue, even I met Judith and Judith is like a really sweet lady. Uh, I mean, just super sweet spirit about her. Super nice. Never she loves everything to do with turtles, but even she had issue with a lot of the um, violence in it and was very outspoken about it, I guess on set and with some other things. And so then when all the parent groups, kind of lost their minds after the film came out that's why teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 the secret of the ooze doesn't have them using their weapons 
That's yeah. why Michelangelo oh, yeah. is like swinging around sausages, you know. Well, remember, you know, like remember of, that opening, the opening scene where like uh, Leonardo literally uses his sword, his sword. Like, throws it up to the ceiling, and then uses it to kick people to hold on to, and it's like that was it. I was like, huh? Yeah. What? What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I remember loving Secret Ooze as a kid only because the tone matched the cartoon. It did. But, it, but, it, but then I went back and rewatched it, and I was like, I can't get through this movie. Like Man. I'll play the first one all day, every day. The first yeah. one was dark. First one was dark. I mean, I remember yeah. when Raphael screamed, "Damn!" Damn! Yeah, it was perfect. It really was perfect. That that first Turtles movie is there's just nothing like it. it just in, in the way that it looked. Plus, how do you go from having turtle suits that are that great to what they became in the two subsequent films? Oh, it makes no, no sense. Me, don't, no, don't even I get to what it, they end up like in the third movie. Oh, the the spots. I mean, like, what in the world, man? Like the spots. Like, <laughs> why did they the add turtles? the spots? I don't even understand that. Oh, turtles in time. Is, the Turtles in Time third movie was like what? Say, and then they made like they they took uh what uh, the guy who played Casey Jones. He was like the villain in Back in Time, right, or something. No, like, no, or no, 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 he no, helped no. him. He helped him. Or right, he, no, he he had he was basically a cameo in the third one because he's hanging out with the four samurai warriors who swap yeah. places with the third one. That's right, that's right. I, I I hardly remember that. I just remember like because obviously you had the first April O'Neil and the first Turtles, which was man, you see her, it's like oh yeah, April O'Neil, and then they Secret of Use, they cast a completely different actress, you know, and it was like all right, and then she was in the third one, and she was like wearing jeans, a leather jacket. She had short hair. And I was like, what happened to the April in the second? Okay. Interesting. And it was like, and then, she, oh, you know, we got this lamp. Oh, and then it, yeah. I don't know. Do that again. It was Do that again. Yeah. Say, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. yeah. yeah. Kind of like, you know, master of the universe, the code key. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've still to this day, never seen masters of the universe. You know really? what, Scott, Scott, it, that's actually worth a watch. You should. Uh, you should. Yeah. It, it, it's it's just for for the nostalgia purposes alone. Plus, it's got Courtney Cox in it. Plus, yeah. I mean, plus it's Dolph it's got Lundgren, some, Come on, uh, uh, Frank Frank Langella who plays Skeletor. Yes. I mean, you know, Josh actually Hamilton puts in, in a good. Chat. Actually, Teenage puts in a. Ninja Turtles needs the Halloween revival sequel treatment. There you go. There you go. Right but yeah, I mean, it's actually, it's actually plus, plus the, the, the Superman lore attached to masters of the universe is pretty, pretty much on because Canon films made, uh, Superman uh 4. they made Superman four, but they also made masters of the universe and they, the money that they got from Warner brothers in making it and the money that they got for it, they literally spent on masters of the universe instead. That's why Superman four looks the way that it looks because they gutted, the effects budget for Superman four, and they put it all into masters of the universe. So masters of the universe, even though the script is not that great and it's got a lot of issues with it, it looks phenomenal because like they, they put all this money. So they got lasers and they got flying ships and stuff. It looks, it looks good, but that's what happened was they took the budget that they got for Superman four and they, they put it, they reallocated it to Masters of the Universe because they, because at the time, even though they had the, the rights for Superman, they looked at Superman as an outgoing property that by that point, Superman three had happened and what they just didn't. 
1987 is when seven. Superman four came out. Yeah. And so, uh, so they, they, but they looked at masters of the universe as something that could be a new franchise for them, you know, that they could uh, build up. And so, yeah, but unfortunately they didn't put money into the script for masters of the universe. So they did not have the power. They did not. They did not. They did what not. Is the unfortunately. Is there a That's why it has the promise of a sequel at the end of Masters of the Universe. Oh yeah, there's a put. Yeah, talk about a post-credit scene. Yeah. Okay, Amanda, what are you trying to say? Is there a Masters of the Universe cartoon? He Man. Yeah. He Man. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's supposed to be a new movie coming out. I don't know if that ever is going to see the I'm light totally of day. I'm a fake fan. I've never tried to be a real fan. I've never <laughs> even tried to pretend to be a real fan. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's this guy named He-Man. He, he looks like this. You might recognize him. He, he was also in a movie that you like called Man of Steel. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's cute. It is. Are you drinking a margarita? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> is, is there yeah. a Masters of the Universe that cartoon? Why not? I don't know. You tell me. Is there? Is there? <laughs> You're breaking my heart over here. I didn't get to choose. You have to remember, I am a baby child. I did not get to fucking choose. Okay? I didn't get to fucking choose. And by the time I did get to choose, we had to watch fucking <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger every fucking night. Gosh, how did you make oh. it this long? In the eyes of the... With the eyes I'm of sorry, the Any, anytime, anybody, anytime somebody you. says Walker, Texas Ranger, all I can remember is that scene with Haley Joel Osment yes. in that one episode I where he just... Walker told me I had AIDS. Walker told me I have AIDS. <laughs> The only time you know what you know why I know that is because Talk remember when Conan O'Brien, yes. you guys, Conan yes. O'Brien had the talker, the 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 Walker Texas Ranger lever, yes. and he would yes. pull it, he would pull it, and it would play a random clip from yes. it, and that was one of the biggest ones where it was like, what the fuck? Like, literally, Casey, just, do you know what we're talking about? It's no, little no visitor good. now because oh, <laughs> they can they call him Little or something. It was like Chuck Norris TV now. show. Yes, Chuck and, Norris. And, Walker told me I have, I have AIDS. Oh my god! So that was so, so, so I'll tell you what, Oh my gosh! That that Chuck and the Paul and the like Paul Rudd bit. Boot, the Paul Rudd bit and... with the uh, yeah over, yeah over yeah, the with, edge with, with the, the Mac the, and the, the me the Mac and me there was. Oh fuck Mac and me! God, that clip is so good. That clip absolutely kills me every time. I've watched the compilation of all of them stitched together, and it yes every time I see something new. And it absolutely slays me. What's great about that is, is they, I mean, now, you know, I mean, obviously who the knows, part right? The kid in the wheelchair but, goes. Yeah. But, but the thing is, but the thing is, is the, the joke is, and I mean, I haven't heard anything refute it is, is that like Paul Rudd just really keeps getting him with that joke. Oh yeah. That like he, you know, that's like that's every, that's every that's time, real. every time Conan gave him the benefit of the doubt that he actually had a clip, you know, a clip. And then it wouldn't be that. So that's great. why we love Paul Rudd. I mean, he's just that, that he's funny and he's that charming dude. I mean, hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me.
I mean, he's just such a. Even when you watch that episode of that, I mean, <laughs> the way I mean that's why that became a meme because he's just like, hey, hey, look at us, look at us, huh, huh, look at us, you know, look at us here, yeah, it's great. Paul Rudd's great, but anyways, so D twenty three. Good God, is that a thing? <laughs> that's a well, thing. Is, I did hear he's coming. Who's <laughs> coming? Who's coming? Jesus is coming to D twenty three. Cavill. <laughs> I know that's the holy thing. That's the whole thing. Okay, so is Trish Paytas going to rebirth the spirit of the queen? <laughs> I don't even know what you said. For D twenty three. What? Anyone? Trish Paytas <laughs> is like I can't believe. Never mind. Never mind. Did she already give birth? Was there was there something that we were supposed to know there, Dave? I have no I idea. What, I, I don't know. I'm like, what? what? Check notes. But I, why do I feel like I have led Amanda down somehow? Like, no, no, I, don't know. Trish, I feel Trish like Trish I did is, too. Trish Paytas is a YouTube, like a messy YouTube drama. I know who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking. I think I know who. I think I know who you're talking. Pregnant right now, like literally crowning right She's now. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Crowning oh, right God. now. Oh no, she's and she's actually gonna she's gonna have a the spirit. She's of the going queen. to be a mother. Ah, uh, this yes, is why this very is very much. This is why this is why humanity is like um yeah God done for. Because someone like her is gonna have a child. Oh, that I didn't know this, that. This know this this is this is where um, idiocracy hits its crowning point. This is the point in time, Dave, where pretty much where, like the balance tipped. Like you watch, went. you watch *Idiocracy* now, and uh, put this on your list, Casey. Watch that movie, and you'd be like, "Holy shit! This movie was made when? Oh wow! There's a lot of things so that predicted prophetic. absolutely correct. What the? Yeah, yeah. Mike Judge knew exactly what he was knew. happening in the early 2000s. He really did, because you watch *Idiocracy*, you go, "Oh my god! He was right about a lot of things." 2006. Yes, 2006 that came out. And he predicted a lot of a things. Lot. Go, oh my God, man, that is. Speaking of Mike Judge, are, are any of you guys watching the, the Beavis and Butthead like revival? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't Dude, watched. It's it. really good. I hear it it's is really it. good. And I didn't like the revival from like a few years ago when they brought it back for a minute. You know, uh, a few years ago. But like having grown up with Beavis and Butthead, uh, this. It's really good. There's been some absolute laugh out loud moments. Tiffany and I okay. have just sat on the couch, just like I know, I gotta laughing our butt off. Hey, like Inush. I gotta sit and watch it. Inush. Yes, ma'am. Did you know that there's room for Beavis and Butthead in my father's house? <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? You know what? That song pisses me off, Amanda. <laughs> that song pisses me right off because that goes against everything that freaking Christians should even stand for, and that's BS nonsense. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking. About. I know. I, no, I know I exactly have no what you're talking about, about, and it pisses guy. me off. It, it pisses me every time I hear the song. I want to. I like. I refuse to do that song at one church that I that I worked at because I said no, no, no. We ain't just taking the nice cartoons. No, 
No, Beavis and Butthead deserve to be. There's a cart. There's there's a song called Cartoons by I can't remember the, the artist name. Chris Rice, and he wrote this song called Cartoons, and he was like, uh, it's it's like this cheesy song that you would sing at like youth group or something like that. But it became a really popular song for him, and it was just like. It's the dumbest lyrics ever, but it goes like, I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? They'd start singing praise in a whole new way. And he goes down this list of cartoon characters, right? And it's like, it's like, um, it's like uh, Scooby-Doo says Scooby-Dooby-Doo-yah. And, you know, instead of like hallelujah or whatever, he's saying Scooby-Dooby-Doo-yah. I don't know. And like, and then he's like Fred and Barney are like yabba-dabba-doo-yah or whatever. And it's so dumb. And then he's like, he's like, and, yeah. And so it goes like all through like this whole, like this whole list of cartoon characters and like talking about ooh, like if they became 40. christians if they were christians and they were in church they'd, they'd have their own way of doing it whatever and he goes how about beavis and that other guy nah it's like shut <laughs> up why wouldn't you welcome beavis and butthead in your church what's wrong with you chris rice see huh? and that that's why i that's made the that problem why because they got a metallica shirt reference. on screw that i'm the, i'll preach this sunday in a metallica shirt i don't care Hell yeah. Like, yeah. And not because I'm trying to be some cool hip pastor, but because I actually love because the band. I am a cool hip pastor. Damn it. This, hey, hey, long as it's a master of puppets shirt, okay? With all the crosses. Yeah, I dude. No, that that no, Amanda, I know exactly what you're talking about. That that song ticks me off in so many ways. We because lost of that. so much of the stream. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just looking at Scott looking Craig at you guys. Here. Quagmire's here. Uh, you know, Quagmire, I'm kind of disappointed that, you know, like he said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ting, tang, wow, wow, bang, bang. I'm kind of, you know, Quagmire, I'm, I'm a little uh, disappointed that uh, you didn't say, um, we know what's going on here. The kids don't know, but we know. Yeah, right there, Quagmire. <laughs> Who else but Quagmire? <laughs> yeah. It's Quagmire. It's Quagmire. Let's go. <laughs> no no it's no, uh, no there, there's another joke there amanda yeah <laughs> scott you look like you need another one that's a great one that's a great that's one there even soul although although you know amanda these days i'm i'm afraid that quagmire would be running the church <laughs> Church of Feet. Southern Baptist. No. <laughs> We're getting so far into like culture that no one else is relating to. Did you hear that hey, Jesus is going to be a D twenty three? D twenty three. I like Joshua's comment here. He says, I think we're talking about D24 at this point. <laughs> well, we're just avoiding it because we hate the MCU. Let's be honest, guys. Right? I mean, come on. Yeah, Phil yeah, Come on, guys. Come on. What are we doing here? Oh, it's MCU. God. Can you believe this? What? MCU? MCU? It's gonna be a bunch of females. The Fantastic Four is gonna be all females. We all it's all woke. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What is DC and Marvel crossover is announced at DC two three? But it's no, no. Listen, hear me out. This isn't feasible at all. Come on, guys. It's a fucking it is. I heard the biggest crossover ever is happening: Devil versus Jesus. Um. DVJ. The back versus Jesus. <laughs> wait, wait. 
tell me, do you bleed? <laughs> you the will. Rock is the Antichrist because of On the cross. Adam, then ACS is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> do you bleed? ACS is Jesus. You will. <laughs> the next time that devil signal goes up in the sky. <laughs> oh my god. Lex Luthor's the Antichrist. <laughs> Ooh, you got problems up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama's boy, huh? Where is mom? Mom! Help! Mom! Meatloaf! <laughs> Mammy, with some cheesy poofs! Devil's like, hey, no, I don't even know where she's at, man. I told all my demons not to even tell me where your mom was. And then he'll be like, save Mary. <laughs> Wait on, your mom's named Mary too? What? Why did you say that name? Yeah. Why did you say what that name? <laughs> Somewhere right now, there's a bunch of boxes that are shaped. But just it's vibrate. Mephisto, yes. Jesus, Jesus versus Mephisto in the MCU. Is that what Mephisto was We apologize to our Chinese viewers. Um, we will not be seeing this film. I know. He <laughs> <laughs> said that would not be seen. <laughs> I mean, oh, when it yeah. actually has the devil in it. I yeah. Think you might just need to end now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, once you go devil versus Jesus, you know, I mean, that's everything it. else, that's it. That's it. That's that's it. MCU. Until the sequel, the second coming. <laughs> it's not D23, it's Deity 23. Deity 23. <laughs> Deity 23. <laughs> oh man. David's still wondering D23. how to get it back. Yeah. David's still wondering how to get it back to D23. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way. Hey, we got Peter Griffin in here too. <laughs> no, man, what the hell is that? What are you doing? Like, Quagmire. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? We were meant to, to meet the, the clam. clam. Meet the clam. Yeah. Of course, the stream does on itself. Can't spell Lois without L-O. Lois. L-O. Can't spell love without... Lois. <laughs> Lois Lane. Yeah. See, that's how we bring it back right there. there. Oh my gosh. Oh, hey, there's Steven. <laughs> I love how Steven is like, hey, Rob, I'm here. <laughs> I've, I've been here. I was just getting a drink. Is, is yeah. she with you? Is she with you? I thought she was, thought with, she you. was with you. Yeah. <laughs> I get my own link these days, Scott. Yeah. You like that side boob there? Well, you yeah. shouldn't, because that's yeah. my, my side boob. Okay, legitimate okay. question related. Well, I was just wondering where that old um, muscle paper bowl was. Like, do we like his animated <laughs> works more, or do we like his live action works? Him actually when live you action. said related, I thought it was related to boobs. <laughs> <laughs> KC fellow T. KC is so man. disappointed. 
disappointed. He was like, wait a minute. That's not what I signed up for when you started all talking sudden, right now. All of a sudden, Casey's like pepped up. Like, okay. the stream. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about food. Double D23. <laughs> so basically, you said, you said, so you're, you're talking about Seth MacFarlane live action or cartoon. Oh. What's better, right? Okay, before Casey was like, what? We're not talking about boobs? <laughs> she said related to that exact word. The size, the <laughs> Scott right now is like, Heather, you can have your Wi-Fi back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. To the question... Shut up, Meg. Seth MacFarlane, Seth MacFarlane, better animation, I think. I mean, I I'm do a, like I'm his live action. Movie. Yeah, I do like his uh, his live action, but it's weird because the only thing that that see the thing that gets me when it comes to Seth MacFarlane live action is when he talks, all I hear is Brian the dog because that's his normal his voice. voice. Yeah, yeah that's, fair. So, that's fair. So I, I watched years. I watched years of of Family Guy before even knowing what he fucking looks like. And then so all of a sudden it's like, now he does live action and it's like, oh, Brian, yeah. the dog is just him, his voice. Everybody oh, else. Oh, hey, y'all. Yeah. He's and then I'm like, all right. So then anytime, I see him, anytime I see him live action, I mean, the Orville's funny. Uh, I love the Orville. It? Yeah, Orville's funny. But, um, and then what is that? Uh, like a thousand, a hundred ways to die in the West. That was funny too. That was all right. That was all right. Yeah. That was all right. It was all right. It was all right, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it was wasn't like, Tiffany loved that movie for some reason. And I yeah. I was like, ah, and I love Seth MacFarlane, but I was like, eh, it's all right. But I love Orville. Ted was fun. Ted was good. Oh, Ted, was, Ted great. was great. But why why was Ted why was Ted good? Because Seth MacFarlane was a voice of a teddy bear. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's well, bad. I mean, yeah. I think Am, am I wrong in thinking that he got his start doing voice acting? Yes, yes, that's yeah, how he so started. Like, yeah. To me, it makes sense that his tool is his voice. Tread lightly, tread lightly. Well, his his, his voice. <laughs> his tool his is what? Voice, his voice coach. I don't know. Ask Amelia Clark. Sorry. What? His, his voice. His voice coach was also one of Sinatra's coaches. No, he's got a great singing voice. That's I know. Thing. Oh yeah, he does. His yeah, voice. He does. His singing voice is fucking amazing. So maybe That's the he thing. just needs to sing. No, he does. He, he does. He's he got went albums. Up against Austin Butler, actually. No, I no. Like apparently, it. okay. Nasty. So uh, apparently, apparently, what he does every Christmas at his at his at his house, he throws a big, huge Christmas party. That's like just fucking. It's probably like a. It probably costs like a couple million dollars. And then he walks out backwards and sings with his ass cheeks. Pretty much, yes. Like, like Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, hola, no, no, no. But like, yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> no. But like, he throws like a big, huge like Christmas party, and he invites everybody, and he has a band, and then he'll sing. He'll just sing Christmas songs when he does it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I the guy's got amazing party. Throw the best fucking parties. Of course, of course. It yeah. was actually the that was actually the first episode of Family Guy that got me hooked was uh, Road to Rhode Island. Mm. Where, that was, that was with Stewie and uh 
in uh, and Brian. Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had literally just that few months ago seen Road to Morocco with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby, and that's yeah. what Road to Rhode Island is is a is a parody of. Yes. yes, and in both the, in both the voices are Seth MacFarlane singing. That's the thing; he's got a fantastic voice. So when I see him live action, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's just hard to be like, ah, yeah, you're. But you, but Brian, I just hear put Brian. Bag over you know? your head, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. That's what yeah, we're put saying. A, put a put a doggy. You know, put the Brian. You know, mask Jake on. Well, how much is that well doggy in this. the window? The one with yeah. the waggity tail. <laughs> I do hope that doggy's for sale. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I've been doing a lot of doggy videos lately because uh, uh, I've been. So mm, okay. Okay. No. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 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 Scott, whoa. over the line. Whoa. I'm out of here. Whoa, whoa. Oh whoa, whoa. Doggy 23. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna rename the stream Doggy 23. It's got style, <laughs> it's got my gal who could ask for anything more. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a different D23, but hey, I digress. Um, that's the after show. What the fuck? Yeah. We even have uh, what the who's I've who's doing Daisy. this? My yeah. name is Cleveland Brown, yeah. and I uh, am proud yeah. to be right back in my hometown with my Do new I family. <laughs> There's old friends and I'm new so friends, sorry. and even a bear. Why do we got we got we got like the whole fucking cast of like family guy in the fucking in watch? The it's it's right actually now. Seth MacFarlane just here to hear us talk That'd about how great he is. I would put love a that. Fucking paper bag over your head, you fuck. <laughs> I love Seth, just in case, because I do love Seth. <laughs> I mean, I love him too, or I wouldn't fucking say that shit to his face. But I, I tell you, what, the Orville man is. Throw my pearls before. I, I the Orville. I'll be honest with you. Like, I know it started off as being like the funny show or whatever. But you know, I gotta be honest. I I turned both these last two seasons, <laughs> season two and season three. I turned to Tiffany and I and I said both times after the season finale, I said. What's funny to me is is a Star Trek <laughs> parody series <laughs> with with okay. loose comedy uh, has no business being as good as the Orville is. No, it's true. Um, we're trying to listen to you right now, but Scott, your face right there and scrunching your nose with your finger right there. Is that what you were laughing at, Amanda? Oh, I was laughing at that Scott's face. He was just like, boom. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't notice Scott, that, I like, but when I left. looked at, his, at Scott, I also looked down at chat. <laughs> oh. Shim <laughs> Caviezel will be at D23. Why? Yes. Yes, he's going to show up there playing Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> in the new JVD. JVD. Sorry. How many times is he gonna play Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little typecasting Look, there, but uh, you know. Turn, <laughs> but, okay, okay, but, but hey, turn but hey, the but book but, of D chapter. <laughs> what now? <laughs> the book of D. Open your Bibles and turn to the book of D chapter twenty three. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep D23. Yeah. yeah I'm, this is the only thread that's going to carry through the Kent, entire Kent, nobody cares about Jesus taking on Clark Kent. 
All right. I thought Clark Kent was Jesus. Shh. You're not supposed to tell anybody. Yeah. Okay, so I got the weirdest Facebook messenger. uh, uh, Jesus doesn't have glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Because Jesus heals Clark Kent and totally destroys his, uh, his, uh, you know, thing. No, so so I got I got a really weird uh, DM today from somebody. This this girl, she's like, she's like, I don't need to hear about your DMs with girls. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, you know, you're gonna hear about it, Mr. Scott. You're gonna hear about it. No, this girl, this this girl, she uh, she DMs me, and I don't even remember uh, being friends with her, but she was friends with some other friends of mine because I thought it was gonna turn. I thought it was gonna be one of those, you know, type of things where you get the DM, you know, and it's you know some stupid, you know, thing, whatever. Uh, But this girl, she DMs me, and and I'm and she's like, "Hi, how are you?" And so I'm being sarcastic and I'm like, uh, hi. And she's like, are you Superman? And I was like, (laughs) and you said, yes. I'm like, well, maybe I misjudged this girl. Like, you know, like maybe this is somebody that I, that maybe, you know, obviously watches the channel or something like that, you know, cause like she's referencing Superman. Yeah. And so, um, uh, apparently I've been, I've been Facebook friends with this girl for like a year and she's from Beijing and I don't, I, I don't know but she's friends with a couple of my friends and she, she says, and, and I, I jokingly said, yes, I am Superman. Uh, but you're not supposed to tell anybody. And she says, can you save my idol? And I went, what does that mean? <laughs> and she's like, my idol was queen Elizabeth and she's dead now. Can you save her? And I'm like, you should have said yes. <laughs> Live I was like, you know what? She lived a nice long life. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think that I'll be turning the world back around. Bad Superman. Plot that. twist. It was Fiona. Evil super probably was. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, this girl actually existed. Oh, <laughs> oh that was sorry. Good. Sorry. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. just uh Oh, jokes only the Snyder fandom would only understand. <laughs> after oh. four hours. Yeah, after four hours. No one's gonna yeah. No one's gonna clip that one out. I see yeah. nothing. I hear nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. Oh, that was funny. That was good. That was good. I like that. So D twenty three. This D twenty three thing everybody's talking about. Now. I know. Apparently oh, things are good. happening. No, but uh, hey, Fantastic Four uh, cast, and hey, what's happening? Who's our Who's our cast members here? Huh? Do you think there will be Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they call them the four, four horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> versus the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking. I, hey, no, no, I was thinking John, basketball. Paul, George, and Ringo. Yeah, <laughs> they're bringing in all the fours for this one. <laughs> it's a fantastic four. I want to see a Saturday Night Live skit now, where like the casting for Fantastic Four, where they bring in like all these fabulous four, you know, the Fab yes. Four, Fantastic Four, the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. I want to see Ric Flair impersonation. Woo! <laughs> I want to see it all. Oh, but mm. oh, well, yeah. So that's probably going to be the biggest thing when it comes to Marvel. That and I, 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 I just think they're going to have to. They're going to have to like talk about mutants, X Men. They have to, right? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> is this going to be the time to be like, hey, X Men, we're going to have it. 
and we need to talk about it. And I, mean, I don't is know. X-Men probably going to be phase six. Yeah. What do you think well, so? Or do you think like phase five has? Well, remember, remember, remember at Comic-Con phase five had a lot of open dates. Yeah. yeah. So they only had, they only had what fantastic four and the two Avengers movies, right? In phase five. And those so, movies probably will have some mutants, right? Fantastic Four is the beginning of Phase Six. Six? Oh, I don't. Okay. I, I get confused. Because the two Avengers phase... movies close out Phase Six because that's going to be the okay, end yeah. of the multiverse. Time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So Phase Six. Yeah. See, that's what, what gets confusing. Do they have a year time? Like a year? Twenty twenty six. I think twenty five, twenty six. Well, 25? Fantastic Four comes out in twenty twenty four, at the end of twenty twenty four. So. So the Avengers I don't know. movies are in like 2025. Yeah, the two Avengers movie in 2025, which, like I said, I mean, like, okay, so I mean, I think that's what everybody's anticipating is like, all right, announce the cast of that, and you know, it's not going to just be the four. They're going to be like, all right, and then here's Doctor Doom, and I mean, that's going to, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be Henry Cavill. I just was like told, like, hey, that's on the table. I would completely go oh my god there it is like i mean if uh, it let's say like okay like i mean the whole henry cavill thing has been back and forth superman we want him back as superman obviously but if he was going to take a role at 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 marvel I'm i would say go go full-on villain if you're going to take if you're going to take bottom. that i would yeah. tell him to be a bottom <laughs> huh? <laughs> Did someone say, huh? You know? Yeah. I, was, I mean, I know, know what a bottom is. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just asking <laughs> why we want Henry Cavill to be a bottom when he's he's an he's a, he's an have alpha. You seen, have, have you seen that ass and that and those Superman tights? Look, look. You know what? It's a great ass, but it's not America's ass. <laughs> I say we need a captain. We need a crossover for all time. Captain America versus Superman. Ass is a fire. <laughs> what? That no, that, so that's a that, South Park that, reference. Remember that's it. Oh, okay. we, we bring it back around. Ask no, we, we need how can Swiss how can Army Superman cross over with the ends? Yeah, well, that's the thing. How okay. can Superman, uh, you know, cross over with the MCU when he can't even well, show up in DC? That's what I was going to ask. Is say something? You're just going to see his I, ass. You're not going to see anything. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so okay. So so say that that they announce stuff and then somewhere in in the announcing, Cavill gets mentioned. Does that totally just go? All right, Superman is done. He can't do Superman. What do you guys think? What are we thinking here? Like, can he do both? Could he do both? If that's a possibility. I actually think that this is not a matter of like audience. I'm gonna sound like fucking steven right now but this is what happens when you married the man for well your name on screen we assume that you are oh, yeah. i am steven that's right sorry i'm steven no i would never mind i think that um it, it's not gonna have anything to do with audience preference it's gonna have everything to do with his contracts like you can't be into projects that have obvious competing interests um because you're working i think that's only valid if he's a lead though if it's what? If he's if he's like a lead character in some movie, like I I don't think if he's a villain that would apply. 
because well, it would just no, be a one-off, I'm right? I'm looking at like Marvel and DC looking at each other as competitors in the same. Like, well, while I agree with um, William on this on this topic that I think theoretically he could do both. I think the problem uh, comes here where brand loyal loyalty. Oh, yeah, no, I, I don't I don't think because because it, it always gets brought up that there are several people who have done the crossover thing. Right. You know, who have crossed over, you know, and even Michael Keaton Ew. has been talked about, obviously, to death, you know, about, uh, you know, him crossing over that he was coming back as Batman. He's coming back as Batman next year, you know, whatever. Um, and he's supposed to be in like he was supposed to be in three movies. Right. But when you're talking Superman. I just I, I just think that if there's a character that says no, you can't do both, it's it's playing Superman. Because Superman yeah. is just set above it, there's there's a bar there. And and even Batman, Batman, as much as Batman is a popular character, we've seen so many people play Batman at this point yeah. Yeah. that it doesn't like affect us. We're just like, hey, here's the next Batman. Also, but when you have it wrong special because of some specific like he's yeah but when you have a superman i just feel like you can't just kind of loan yourself out as much as i agree that probably theoretically he could i don't think that you could loan yourself out as superman to other characters and especially if they do make him like a, a captain britain or something like that that's too on the nose yeah way you know, too on the nose same with what the fuck? He'd yeah. be great as Captain Britain on the boys, though. I would buy that. Yeah. More than Superman, I think it's also in. it also has to do with him being the face of the DCU, the direct competition. So yeah. being yeah. the face, you can't actually. Well, but here's the thing. Like, I don't that's what I'm saying. I don't think it matters what role he's playing in uh in marvel it doesn't matter to me if he's a villain or a or a side character or a fucking extra i just feel like he is obligated to your guys's microphone is still t way too low actually it's hard to hear there you go go ahead so i think that he... <laughs> <laughs> sorry i think that he um even if he doesn't play a villain, like it doesn't matter what character it is on the Marvel yeah. side. The point is that like it, I don't even know if it's special to S Superman in my eyes. I think it's genuinely just, you are showing a perceived disloyalty to the DC and like that doesn't look good from a business perspective. Yeah. Have one of your main stars be like i'm gonna just casually go across the street and like make some money over here for a while so because that's why i don't think legally money. he would be allowed to i think they would find some way see to make it so that he couldn't to me to me if he if he uh if something happens where it's like they announce something tomorrow it's like yeah to me it's like all right yeah i mean obviously we think that he could do both but at the same time it's like almost like he's just like you said he's just walking across the street going hmm you know like well it's also even if it's not meant that way i feel like it's gonna be yeah. that way so well and, yeah and also it just kind of makes you think wow wbd you didn't really want him that badly in like if you really want him as your superman then make it happen like yeah. like that's that's the part that's the argument that i really it's like if you're 
it's shit or get off the pot. I think that's fair. I feel like they would automatically go into defense mode, though, and then act like it was Henry Cavill's fault or, you know, like that he held up negotiations or, you know, he wanted too much money or he wanted too much. Well, of of course, they're going to say that because I fired him, actually. Mm, I quit, actually. Zaslav has been saying that he wanted Superman to be the focus for a while now, though. So he got to put the money, you know, where his mouth is. So. Trinity and Superman needs to be the focus, and it's got to be Henry Cavill. Well, like what we all said, it was like you have to have Superman's house in order. We've been saying that forever, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, it's like, dude, what it's do you be do? Hard do you... since it's uh missing. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It's like you have to. It's like if you can't get this guy, and it's like how many times have we talked about like why are they not just throwing money at this guy after, especially when his value keeps on going up every year every year i mean mission impossible fallout he was in a mission impossible movie and he was fantastic in it and just you know witcher all this stuff the his most value valuable thing that henry cavill has done for society was witcher yeah or yeah i mean i mean it's just the value is just the it's just keeps on going going and going it's and like you know and you know they're money. gonna put him in enola holmes 2 in a yeah. larger role as sherlock Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he's going to be the next Bond. And you better believe that he's up for the running for the next Bond as well. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get it. I think they're going to go a different route. But, yeah, but still, he would. I mean, the fact that when you look at polls or whatever, like, like he's, like, number one as Bond, it's like, look at the value of this man. How yeah. do you not just go, Hey, you just back up a fucking dump truck in his driveway and go, here's all the money. You're Superman, right? Well, yeah, yeah, please just, just put it on and do this, please. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't know why they're not even. Yeah. If, if, Henry, if just put it on and do this. Okay, <laughs> I let think, me, I let think me William, I think William underestimates the, uh, the knowledge that people had, the general, audience like has I, of, of henry cavill as superman audience. you know what i mean like <laughs> this is when, when you're talking about when you're talking about superman especially especially <sighs> even as divisive as henry cavill's superman has been amongst some circles of not just fans circle but jerks. people in general i heard it okay sure uh, in all the circle jerks that i've known uh yes, everyone is very divisive around Henry Henry Cavill. Some people, some people. <laughs> yeah, D20. you tell you tell me there's 23 in this. Wow, that's circle. a circle jerk right there. Holy cow, jeez, that's an odd man out though, isn't it? Yeah, there is an odd man out. <laughs> <sadly. laughs> okay, uh, there's a, yes, all circle jerks are divided amongst Henry Cavill. That would suck to be there's that guy. Who like Henry Cavill. And there's other people who are like, look, the Henry Cavill thing just ain't doing it for me. Um, but but I think that we have two uh, hands. <laughs> uh, the last person. <laughs> there you go. I, I love JC is like trying to figure out and explain to us <laughs> the details of how the 23 man circle jerk can work, in fact. Oh my god. It's not just theoretical to Casey. Casey's like, look, I've done the science. All right. I've done the math. I figured it out. Oh my god. It's like the scene in Apollo 13. <laughs> Failure is not an option. Yeah. 
<laughs> we have the technology. We can make it better. For God's sake. Um, oh. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So there's there's Turkle people who jerks. like people. People know who Henry Cavill is. They know that he is Superman. Yes. If 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 the average person just sees that Henry Cavill shows up in an MCU film, all that is is fodder for the general public to to just go off on the fact, you know, the whole DC Marvel thing one, but then also there will be the fans who are frustrated by it. You know, if you're a DC fan, you're going to be frustrated by it because you're going to feel like what's going on there then is is he going to be able to come back, you know, um is he not? Uh but I just feel like overall it causes it causes more angst and issue than it would ever be a positive thing to even try to have Henry in both universes. Okay, so I have a question with you and all of you, basically. Do you think if we don't see Cavill in Black Adam, do you think the contract is never going to be signed? No. 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 The only reason why I think that is because, uh, I mean, it's like, why, <sighs> even though like this movie is like totally hyping up that and doing all that, it's like, but, but look at the, I mean, if you're looking at tracking numbers and you're thinking like, is this movie going to be like a huge, huge thing? No, it's like, why? I mean, there's a possibility that this movie could flop and why would you want to be like part of that? So if they do get Superman back, it's like, well, cool. Yeah, yeah. And he gets his movie, his sequel, his whatever the fuck. It's not going to be like the first thing that he's going to come back. That's the name of the like, sequel, actually. Yeah, is that what it is? Whatever the fuck. What? Yes. <laughs> Superman, whatever the fuck. <laughs> That's about it at this point, right? It's uh, just because. Whatever the fuck, yeah. <laughs> it's just because there's been a lot of months, you know, since Zaslav took over and yeah. now they're looking for the DC head and all that. So I feel like they have a plan kind of uh, where they want to go forward and which projects to do first, because Zaslav still hasn't announced the first DCEU project that they are going to greenlight. So I'll say this, I'll say this, I'll say this. When it comes to test screenings and when people have been reporting from those test screenings about a Superman possibly, and there's a, a John Williams score, if there's a John Williams score in there, when was the last time that we heard a John Williams score for Henry Cavill Superman? Lee, or was it Shazam too? Shazam. It, it's yeah. Shazam. But he was headless. But he was, he was headless. headless, but you do hear a like faint... Yes. I hated that so okay. much. Yeah, and but you also heard it in Justice League, and that didn't yeah. work out either. It's like so if, if Henry Cavill is going to be like fully on back, it's like you don't use that John Williams score. That is Christopher Reeves. You have to. I mean, that's the thing. It's like one of the things that hopefully Warner Brothers can like learn from the past mistakes of the past regime is like, yeah, it was kind of a cool idea. Like when they thought it was a cool idea to be like, hey. Let's uh let's have John Williams score and Denny Elfman's Batman score in Justice, and it just didn't work. It didn't work for the new iterations of these characters. It didn't. Hans Zimmer's scores fit perfectly for them, so there's just no way that if you're gonna have that in there, why? I mean, I just to me it just goes like, all right, Cavill's back. He's gonna go like, no, I don't want to do that. I but. What bothers me about that too is, is is as a fan of both of those themes, right? Yeah. It it pisses me off that it's kind of marred 
those themes for me because now when I hear those themes like attached to things that I like, where, where it's like, look, man, I, I love I love the John Williams theme. I love yeah, it. I love it. I absolutely I love, love it. Danny but why are team. but why are we just like randomly attaching now the John Williams theme to just anything Superman like 40 years later acting like it has some relevance to that where I get it, but the only reason why it has that is because some people at Warner Brothers thinks that it does. Especially well, because also, especially because Chicago get- Superman is nothing like Reeve Superman. He's like that happy-ish kind of theme does not fit with Cavill. But but even then, like other versions of Superman, yes, John Williams came up with the... Which is, I'm okay with the tradition of, in a Superman theme, the melody will say Superman. Superman. But look at all... Uh, I mean, listen to the Lois and Clark theme. Listen to the Superman, the animated series theme. Yes. It's like you can do... You know, I love Shirley Walker's theme for Superman the Animated Series because it's I mean, and it doesn't, except for the fact that you hear Superman, Superman, except for the fact that does that, it sounds nothing like the John Williams theme. No, but it sounds like Superman. Yep, and 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 that's the point is that you know, in the same way. But yet, Batman is able to do Batman themes. Every time you hear a Batman theme, it's wildly different from any other. Like, Zimmer doesn't sound like Elfman, who doesn't sound like Giacchino, that doesn't sound like Nelson Riddle from the 66. Like, it's like you let Batman basically, Batman gets to have themes that sound wildly different from each other. I mean, even when he, I mean, even though they use Danny Elfman for the opening title sequence of Batman the Animated Series, that's the only time you get Elfman because then you get Shirley Walker's theme in the actual episodes, and I prefer that one to be honest with you. I think the I think the animated series the the the, the proper animated series theme sounds great and better than. The dun 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 dun, you know, you know th- that one, the one that you usually hear during the in credit sequence of the animated series. But yet, why do we have to be so attached to? The- it was like watching Super Pets. There was a part of me that was annoyed that I heard the Williams theme and the and the and the I know that, theme well, that's what that. I'm talking about, Scott. That's what I'm talking about. Like I don't want to be annoyed at something that I, I love. Hearing that, yeah, yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. That is also another reason uh, I actually have zero interest in that movie because it's, again, not my Superman. Like, why do you have a Superman project in today's modern-day Superman animated project and it's, it does not have any similarity to Henry Cavill's? But it doesn't have to because no, it's, yeah. it's, super, it's Super Pets. You know, it's... But then why does it have so much similarity to the Reeves version? It doesn't. It, it the really character doesn't. itself, other the, dude, I love Super Pets. Super Pets was great because here's That's the thing: really every the, the the great thing about some of these characters, Casey, is the fact that they don't all have to be the same in animation, in movies, in television. You can have because there are different versions of this of this character. Even with Christopher Reeve, Christopher Reeve's Superman was different. This is what I'm getting a little tired of: is people acting like like Christopher Reeve Superman was the, was the like that yeah. was who Superman was. This Clark Kent was this nerdy guy. No, he wasn't. 
Yeah. Go tell George Reeves, Clark Kent, that he was some nerdy geek uh, who was fumbling all over himself in front of. No, that guy would kick your butt in a second. Okay. Because he was Clark freaking Kent. He was a reporter for a major metropolitan newspaper and the dude was together. Right. He was a businessman. He was, he was who he was. And yeah, Lois would give him a little bit of a hard time, but that's just Lois. Like to everybody else, he was who he was. And, uh, but along comes, you know, Christopher Reeves iteration and they make him, you know, the bumbling Clark Kent, whatever. And it worked for that. It worked for it. It was something different. It worked for it. And yes, Reeve looked great as Superman. He still looks great as Superman. When you watch those movies, it's like he walked out of a comic book at the time. And it's phenomenal. Now, what I will agree with you, Casey, is that like in the movies, don't take an established Superman and try to make him something from 40 years ago. Yeah. Or, or try to relate him to that. Or, I mean, we already tried that once and it failed with Superman Returns. And as much as I, as much as I like Brandon Routh and as much as there are parts of Superman, we talked about this a few weeks ago when last time I was here, I think is that there are, there are parts that work in that movie, but the concept of trying to make it a sequel to that just does not work. And so if you're going to do that, like, but the fact that super pets is a cartoon, it's for kids, it's lighthearted his Superman though. That Superman in that, in that movie, Casey isn't Christopher Reeves, Superman. But it it looks really like that though, to me, because I've watched every DC animated universe movie and they don't have any similarities to Cavill or Reeves or anything. And they have their own Superman, you know? So yeah. I would have much preferred that type of Superman at least. Well, this is, the, but I would, but I would argue that the super pet Superman is its own thing. It's a cheesy, it's meant to be cheesy, but so is every other Batman. And that's meant to be cheesy. All the, all the, oh, so yeah, all the, all the justice league members because they're playing up because it's literally a movie about pets who can talk. And yeah. and are and are sentient, you know, enough that where it's like it's they're for they're my actually six year old. Yeah, and so like, look, I I I don't need for everybody who comes to me like, oh, you know, you just want Superman to be an evil, destructive, you know, no fun, smiling. No, listen, I can enjoy a Superman or a superhero story set within the DC universe where they're just fun characters uh, that take Batman, me back to my childhood. The Bold was a cartoon yeah. series. I thought. When I, I I thought no I I literally wrote it off because like oh the, the grinning Batman then I watched then I actually shockingly watched the show and went <laughs> this thing is fucking brilliant it's like, really this good is really well it ended up being really good no no like if you watch Super Pets I mean watch it even just for the fucking Easter eggs there's so many Easter so eggs so many Easter in the eggs background. oh yeah you know I mean they're they're trying to do all kind of, I mean no I mean. I, I was actually the only thing. My only gripe was the fact that I just heard Dwayne Johnson's voice coming out of crypto, and I'm like, I'm like, if we could have just had somebody else, somebody else, because it's just Dwayne Johnson doesn't have range. He doesn't have a comedic voice. Not like it totally took me out of the movie, but I'm just saying. Oh, if there was but Kate McKinnon, else, McKinnon, are, are we worried? McKinnon was great. Even Kevin Hart was great. Also, uh, yes, and As like there was, a, there was a part in the movie like towards like before the, the third act starts it's like that cracked me up when 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 that had to do with with wonder woman's invisible jet that just kind of cracked me up like yes yeah i don't know i just laughed out loud because it was so like yes that's funny and that's stupid we just lost steven um again, <laughs> again we have, do, can, do, what about the so there's the there's the post-credit scene yeah right which 
I mean, I don't know we're doing that. <laughs> yeah. But but okay, so here's yeah, that's so here's so left. Here's, yeah, right. So here's so here's a funny thing about that is and I won't I won't say it for, for those of you who haven't said it, but um when I went to go see it, I went to go see it with a young man that I hang out with usually on Wednesdays. Uh and uh um I do some respite work and and I, I hang out with a with a guy who's uh uh, high functioning autistic and, and we just hang out and he wanted to go see super pets. And I was like, yeah, let's go see super pets. And so I went to go see super pets and it was funny because the credits were rolling and I was on my phone taking care of something and he got up and left cause he had to go use the restroom. And there is a post credit scene at the very end of the stinking movie that is very relevant to everything going on in DC right now, ironically. And when it came on, I was like, Oh, okay. And so then I walked out and he was waiting for me out in the, in the lobby. And I said, you're not going to believe what happened at the end of that movie, Andrew. And he's like, what? And I'm like, so this happened. And he's like, no, it didn't. And I'm like, yeah, it did. he did not believe me. He, it, it's so far fetched that like what happened. Dwayne Johnson put it on the same, you know, the next day after a movie released. He put it on okay. Instagram. Well, there, there you so. go. So I didn't. I, I mean, he so if you already know. Well, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, blame this on Casey. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Black whole Adam shows up, and and but but like Andrew's like arguing. He's like he would not believe me. He's just like no, he doesn't. I'm like yeah, dude. He shows up, and it's like it's literally voiced by by uh, the Rock. No, he's not. He thought I was messing with him, and I <laughs> I had to go online and like find people doing reviews of it to to like show it to him. I mean, to me, it, it was like the, the previous regime was like, Dwayne Johnson, what do you want? And they thought this was going to be a good idea and it ended up not being the best because DC Super Pets uh, in, in box office did not do well. Essentially, no, it flopped. But, but, but at the same time, it's like you put that on streaming, it's a fucking hit. It's a fucking hit. It's, yeah. a, it's a goddamn hit. But at the same time, it's like... I bought, uh, I bought but it came like, out because my kids were begging me. Yes, like, exactly. I could but I couldn't you, wait. I couldn't even wait for the disc to come out. They were like, no, it's available on digital. Can we buy it? Can we buy it? Can we buy it? But and what's just, funny? What's funny about that, Scott? Remember when Chris Wong Swenson was here? His kids were like, huh. I was like, that's what's so weird about that. Is like your kids were like all about it. His kids, eh. You know, they were like, eh, but I'm kind of wondering what's happening now. When, if they watched it on, you know, That's now. That's the on sophistication Google. of Chris's kids, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 Hawaii and Alabama. I mean, I mean, I guess I don't know, but hey, my my kindergartner thought Spider Verse rocked, so I'm just. Hey, I mean, you. that's the thing. I, I, I'm there at, were a lot of bright colors in that movie too, Scott. So let's. Uh... <laughs> no, but it, like it's that's what's so weird about it, and then I'm just kind of wondering, like, if 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 they would have if they would have just made that movie. With not the big huge cast that they had, right? I mean, I mean, Dwayne Johnson got paid like twenty-two million dollars for that. Imagine if they could just cut that budget down, and they could have had just like some like good voice acting for that. Because the movie is good. The movie is good, but it didn't it didn't do well because it, it, it improves on there. rewatch. I will say that yes, it definitely yeah. And I haven't watched and rewatched, but I'm sure it does. But the movie is good, but they spent so much money on the voice talent. It's like, stop doing that, please, because you're sacrificing this good content that a lot of people 
like animators and whatever are working very hard for this, but then you're spending most of the money on the voice talent, which they only work like for a fucking week while all these animators are working like for a year or two, maybe to make they're, this. They're not even happen. in the same room together. anymore. Exactly. Like, it's just fucked. Up. I mean, to me, it's just was like fucked up. It almost seemed like, like, Oh yeah, we're going to plan this movie. Dwayne Johnson. We got him as crypto. And then we're going to do this black Adam fucking um, post credit scene that's going to lead into the Black Adam movie, but it's like, but it's just fuck all. It just didn't work. It didn't work. It's nope. not working. But he got paid all this money and we got all this like non hype from it. And I'm like, you guys fucked up a perfectly good movie, a good animated movie that had to do with the Justice League and these and crypto and all this stuff. You guys fucked it up because it was all about Dwayne Johnson. It's all yep. about Dwayne Johnson. What's, what's funny about that post credit scene is that Black Adam has a faceless cameo. <laughs> I know. Yes, yes. That is. <laughs> but, but to its credit, though, I did chuckle at the whole splitting hairs about the difference between a villain and an antihero. I, I, I like that, was, that too. Much. I thought yeah. that was very on the nose, and I appreciated, you know, taking the piss a little bit about, you know, the Black Adam stuff. Yeah. yeah, which I'm sure he's gonna do in the movie, kind of as well. He just wants oh. to really show that he's not a direct villain, but also not a hero. <laughs> that's that's gonna be rough, man. Uh, I'm I'm but 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 I'm still gonna go see it. I'm still gonna go see Black Adam. It's all yeah. gonna be. It's all going to be whatever, but man, that's because just... you're on Warner Brothers payroll, though. Dude. I know exactly. I mean, well, wait, I'm paid. sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, no, you're totally not on. None of us are. Uh, no, shoot. Jeff, I need. I Jeff. need my check. Jeff. I really dang need dang my it. check. Uh, right hey guys, now. hey guys, look. If the dart hits. A... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Jesus Christ! I know we've all replaced the Poindexter Lounge with something else. Let's yeah. see if anyone notices. We will return for you know. As soon as we get everything organized, we're having technical difficulties over here at Point Dexter Lounge. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, welcome back! Hey, <laughs> and I love how Scott like playing with his the Batman Batmobile. I love that. Uh, Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Which is your favorite Batmobile? Ooh. Do I get live action and animation or everything. just live action? Everything. Oh, Dave, I think we've talked about this, haven't yes, we? Yes, we did. We did. We have talked about this. Uh, I just added two new Batmobiles to my Batmobile collection. Um, it is it is definitely Casey. If I if I have all of them to play with, um, uh, not including not including ones from the comics, because there's been way too many damn Batmobiles yeah. oh, in yeah, the yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if we're talking about visual, you know, motion, Movies. yeah, um, it's Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, yeah, it's the, yeah. it's the animated series Batmobile, yeah. uh, followed by the Anton first M Batmobile from '89, and then legitimately, and then it's this one. Mm -hmm. I, my third one is different. It's Batflex. See, I've actually talked about this. Um, I, I think, Dave, I talked to you about this. Justice League helped me appreciate Batflicks more oh, because, oh, because of the scene oh. in Russia. 
yeah. the, the Russia scene really helped it. Um, I it was too much like a tank, like Nolan's Tumblr. I don't like the Tumblr at all. The, yeah, me the, too. That's the, that's the worst. It's not a Batmobile either. <laughs> no, see, this that is not the worst Batmobile. Get the fuck out of here. Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin with his little go kart Batmobile where he's like, hey, and it's got like a swirling that fucking that movie. Fuck that Batmobile. I mean, I got that Batmobile in the other room too, but yeah. See, <laughs> I what I love Batmobile. about this Batmobile one seater is I yeah. remember people bitching about this Batmobile saying, Oh, I love, I love the Batmobile. I love this Batmobile because the people yeah. bitch about it going, It's just a car. I said, Yes, it looks like a fucking car. That's what it's supposed to supposed be. To be. Yeah. That is one of the reasons. Uh, I don't complain about that, but that's one of the reasons it's kind of, you know, at the bottom of my ranking. But um, I, that's, that was my favorite scene in the movie. And that Scott, was the favorite. Scott, I got, yeah, Scott, I got to say, you know what? Um, I was guilty of that at first. And I realized uh, because the there's a lot of things about the Batman that I don't really care for. But the Batmobile is probably my favorite thing about the whole freaking movie now. Uh, but I remember the first time I saw it, I went, that's the Batmobile. And like, I felt like really kind of disappointed now that I have toys of it. And now that I've seen the movie and everything. I realized something it, this movie helped me actually realize something about it is that we have been so programmed since uh, probably the start of it was, was, you know, 89's Batman. Right. Where, I mean, but even then it was still a car, but then car. by it's, by the time you got to Val Kilmer's where it's climbing up a wall, it, you know, it's got the spinny thing in the middle, it's all lighted, it's neon, it's everything. And then you get Batman and Robin. It's a one seater that does, it's got huge, ridiculous wings on it. And yeah, some of that was different things from the comics, but it was almost made to look like a spaceship or like some kind of otherworldly oh, thing yeah. instead That's of just like being Batman functional. Forever. Batman and, Forever and, was like an alien fucking ship. <laughs> and Scott, and Scott, what what really what really brought me back uh, to reality was, you know, one day I was I was going through a couple of my uh, my my long boxes, and I I was pulling out some Batman comics, and I was just happened to pull out uh, the uh, the issue where Jason Todd makes his uh, appearance when he's when he's boosting the first tires. Appearance. Yeah, when he gets the tires off of the Batmobile. And I'm realizing, like, I'm like that Batmobile. Yeah, I'm like, it's it's just a Lamborghini. Yeah, it's just a Lamborghini. It's like a a black and I mean, it's like a bluish, you know, tone for the for the comic. But it's basically just a black Lamborghini. And then, like, in subsequent uh, issues right after that, it's like a it's literally a Corvette Stingray. The Mm. only way that you would even know it's the Batmobile is it literally has a cheesy Batmobile uh, front license plate. On the it's just the bat symbol on the front of the license yep. plate on the front yep. of the car, and I started realizing that Scott, I was like, you know, no, you know what, I misjudged this. Uh, it's the only thing I think I've misjudged uh, in the Batman movie, but uh, <laughs> but because uh, I still say did, Batman should agree. be in prison. Uh, vehicular uh, manslaughter will, is a real thing. Uh, we uh, will agree to disagree. I love the Batman, but go ahead. Uh, no, look, yeah. I like it. I like it. I do not love it. There's just too much that I, I feel uh, it gets it gets uh, too much of a pass on some things. But but the thing is, is like, yeah, with the Batmobile, I love that Batmobile now. 
I love that Batmobile. It's just beefy. It's stocky. It's 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 believable for a guy who would need that kind of car to get around. Uh, if you're going to believe that you can be in a major metropolitan area like that and a car still makes sense, just saying. <laughs> um, but but that's but that's an issue with the entire like that. Character. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a whole different thing. But I gotta say, um, like if I'm going favorite Batmobile, uh, obviously the Batman, you know, Michael Keaton's Batmobile is right up there for me. Cause I think that that was like a really iconic thing. I think even, you know, the 66 Batman, uh, series Batmobile, it's the iconic. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's so iconic. You see that thing. And I mean, still to this day, it looks beautiful. You know what I mean? It's, and, and, and the thing is, the weird thing is, is like that, that car, even for back then with the black and red motif, instead of matching like Batman, like it's not, it's not blue and gray. It's not, you know, uh something else it you know is that if those lines and everything it that's a beautiful car too um but you know what i really 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 dig and i still have it my superpowers uh uh 80s batmobile do you remember the superpowers 80s batmobile like i i, I still have that thing and you know it showed up in in the the cartoon you know many times on super friends and stuff but that that's got a great look to it too. And so I, I think that, man, if, if I got to narrow it down to one of my favorites, it's probably either that one or it's gosh, man, it's so hard. It's so hard for like a, a favorite Batmobile, but I really love that eighties Batmobile. I think probably some of that is the, my nostalgia, you know, uh, just from the eighties thing and having that toy as a kid, and that 66 Batmobile, because it's so the, the, the 66 Batmobile, it's got all the, the, the toys and the, you know, the bells and the whistles and everything, but it was a functional car as well. Yeah. As an honorable mention, I love the Batman Beyond Batmobile. Mm, yeah. um, I especially, especially the sequence in Return of the Joker, you know, basically, the, you know, mm. when the art, when the original artist on Akira was like I'm going to try to out Akira Akira in that uh, with that Batmobile chase, but I also love the fact that like he would one it was a it was ability for him to have a Batmobile and a Batwing, and they'd be the same vehicle. Yeah, it's like they com combined it into one. Yeah, yeah, and then also I just love it like when Terry gets into it, and I always love the detail that when he grabs the controls, like the circuitry in his suit like lights up. So it's like his suit is interfacing with yeah. the car. And it had that yeah. cool, like, red, like, cockpit mm -hmm. look to it. I, because I also, I just, I love Batman Beyond. I mean, when we get to those episodes for Batman the Animated Stream, I, I'm looking forward to it because I really do, for apparently as much shit as people was giving Batman Beyond, I really do have a love for that, for that interpretation of, the mythology. I don't even understand. That's why pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a Denis Villeneuve movie with Batman? Oh, dude, I, I said that years ago. I said that years ago. I was like, when people were like, what, 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 do he, what would he do? And I, and I made a video like years, like, like, watch like, Blade Runner I'm a, yeah, watch I was, I was like, a spinner. And that, yeah, was, I was like, I was like if he's going to do anything, uh, he would he could really knock out a Batman Beyond live action big time. If we're gonna have him do something, yeah, that's what he would do. Right. And there. I think someone asked him if he would ever do a comic book movie, and, and he said I that. Batman. I think he, he said Batman. Batman. Yeah. But also the Pattinson uh, 
Batmobile, I one of the unique things about that uh, is its sound. I I I'll always remember the first time that sound, you know, came up in the theater. Yeah, yeah. You hold you that in your goddamn taint. Yes. You like like if you had some like <laughs> if you had if you were like you were in a movie theater that had some good sound, you felt that in your core. You're like, oh, oh I will God. never forget that sound. Oh, that yeah. was one of the best experiences. Well, and I love and I love Matt Reeves and his sound editors going, Oh no, we intentionally <laughs> yeah. made that to sound like a mon like we wanted that to be a movie monster intro. You watch that scene. You watch that scene. That is a. That is a. Yeah, it's a monster revealing itself right there. That is a horror scene because you had the penguin going, and all the guys looking over, and they're just like, and you see the penguin's face going like, oh my god, like oh fuck, you know, like that this, whole scene. It's, the same, it's the same look on that truck driver's face when Batman literally starts crashing into all the trucks and the civilians, yeah. and like all the civilians are getting like tossed off the road and they're like screaming in pain, and that truck driver's on fire just off screen, where like yeah. Batman has totally forced him into his own death because he's just had to be hell bent on chasing a guy in a Buick. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> what a monster! Apart from. <laughs> Apart from all of that, the scene is oh, yeah. Apart from the, the death and the dismemberment. Yes, I mean I I agree. Like people do ignore that when they have called out. Those guys are fine. Those guys are fine. Like what Snyder yeah, says. but that whole Good. scene, like even after the scene ended with the penguin scene, no habla español, and what are you showing me, and all that stuff was. It was just perfection, like from the start of the battle. Oh, it's the worst so Spanish I ever heard. Ah, what are you <laughs> showing? Are you? Come on. What are you, the world's God worst, you know, detective or something? He said, "Worst, worst world's translator." Worst detectives. No more blasphemy, fellas. He was I, the best. I still, I still can't yeah. believe this, Colin Farrell. That, Dude, that. When, when when people go like, "Why couldn't they just hire like a, an actor that looked like that?" No. That's not the point. It's the point of an it's actual actor, oh, an actor who is a very good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. Let's face it. It's fucking Colin Farrell that is made to look ugly. And then he is just totally transformed when people go, wait, that's fucking Colin Farrell. That's why they did it. That's why they did it. That's why they spent the extra money to do that. When people just like, I always hate that. Well, they could have hired an actor that looked like that. Like, no, it wouldn't have been the same because because you wouldn't have had Colin Farrell's acting. You know, yeah, exactly. Colin Farrell is a great actor, first off. And then, how many times have I showed people like, oh yeah, Colin Farrell's a penguin? What? I'm like, oh, you didn't know this? And I've showed people many times. Look at that side by side. They're like, what the hell? It's shocking to people, and it just adds to the whole thing. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's all about these actors transforming into these characters. It's acting, Dave, acting. and that's that's you know that that that's one of that that is one of the um, the weird things about the day that we live in, right? Is you know, like there's some things um, that I understand, I get. But then in, in, in the same token, like there's some things that I just kind of shake my head at, you know, and I'm just like, uh, look, I understand sensitivity and I understand, you know, wanting to give opportunity to people. And, and I get all that stuff and I agree with all that and I believe it uh, at the same time. Like when I hear Tom Hanks go on about how, like, if he had to make Philadelphia again, he wouldn't have made it. Yeah, I mean, like there's that 
or, or like even a Forrest Gump. Like he, I even yeah. saw an interview with him talking about Forrest Gump. And I was like, gosh, because um, I don't think that the movie would did either one of those movies would have had the impact that if you just and not just if you just throw an actor into it, but like it raised awareness of, you know, at least Philadelphia, man, raised awareness of so many great things. And he's a great actor, you know, and yeah. I mean, I, to me, that's part of acting is is you throw yourself into a role and, you know, it there is you a bit of yourself into it yeah, yeah the, and and there and there's a bit of that thing that it's like i don't believe that we pay necessarily to see actors just portray just who they are in everyday life yeah you know i mean because that's, i think that, well, that if we do that we're gonna you know we we'd lose a lot but well that's yeah. uh it's, it's, an, it's an interesting topic dwayne it's johnson. an interesting that's dwayne johnson i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just kidding um anyways let's go ahead and end this we're almost at five hours and uh let's go ahead and uh, we were never on topic at any point so pretty much i mean we 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 did our good you know you know d23 is gonna be i'm not gonna do it i thought about live streaming during it not gonna do it i'm just gonna do like if anything crazy happens i'll i'll post videos and then i'm gonna do a recap that's pretty much what i'm gonna do tomorrow i thought about doing a live stream but that's a two-hour fucking panel that's happening between you know star wars and in marvel i'm like ah, i don't really want to do that so i'll recap but uh anyways uh let's go around the horn and go ahead and uh, wrap this up scott do you need to go real quick or are you good or you want to be last casey and enosh will be quick okay okay just wanted to make sure all right casey <laughs> All right, you can follow me at Krypton Cage on Twitter and subscribe to my channel on YouTube. I make edits now. Nowadays, I'm making Black Adam edits. So just yeah, you up. are. <laughs> I'm gonna right. get blocked by him. I know that, dude. Yeah, keep sending it to the Rock, please. <laughs> All right, Ina. Uh, you can find me at Point Extra Lounge uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm when I'm actually streaming, uh, you can find me on TikTok a lot these days, uh, making TikTok videos, arguing about Superman with people. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, Point Extra Lounge on all the cool social media things, and all the cool kids like it and dig it. And yeah, meet me over there. You'll be glad you did. There or you I'll go. make you drink from the hose. There you go. <laughs> Which we, we all did at one point. Scott. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire Nebcrew of shows at squadcastmedia.com. And of course, every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Central, join us here at Film Junkie, where we are doing Batman the Phantom Minute stream. This Sunday night, we'll be talking about Fire from Olympus. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. So uh, thank you to Steven. Um, who else? Anybody else show Amanda. up? Amanda. Oh, Amanda. The Colberts, they all showed up tonight. And uh, thank you to the chat. We all had a fun time tonight, as per usual. And we'll see what happens at D23 tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I got the hiccups all of a sudden. It sucks. But, hey, it happens. Anyways, guys, we love you. Hit that like, thumbs up, subscribe, do all that stuff. We will talk to you later. <laughs> oh, what the?